Cool. Yeah, I'm coming in fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody oh. is coming in fine. And welcome, everybody, to another, another episode of the BTR stream, Sewing Discourse, with James Healy, a.k.a. MK Ultra Money, founder, creator, host, co-host of the uh, MK Ultra Money podcast, premiering. When oh, is it premiering? Fuck. This is I what just, happens. We have to close all these windows. We have to make sure that all these windows are closed. That was me. That it, does not, it was you this time. You did it. Okay. It was not me. And my audio, by the way, it should be Jeez. fine. It should be beautiful. It is much different from before. Thanks to James. He had the balls to call out my audio problems in the earlier streams. So I really appreciate that, man. Anyway. Anyway, guys, all the newcomers who are here, don't forget to subscribe right now to the Break the Rules stream. We and bring people coomers. together. And you coomers, exactly. We bring people together from all different parts of this uh, world that we're in for the sake of uh, learning more about each other and getting along and peace. It's all about peace over here. It's all about peace and love and family. And uh, anyway, anyway, uh, getting down to business, we have a lot of great guests here tonight. We have some uh, newcomers as well. We have Beardson, a.k.a. Cool Hetero Gamer. Welcome, Beardson. Thank you so much for coming in. And we have the Terrence, a wonderful artist and Matt Bellamente. Oh, Bella so, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for coming in, guys. And as far as shilling, I want to do a little bit of shilling in the very beginning for the newcomers. So, Terrence, you've got really beautiful artwork that I want to promote. So, guys, oh, go you. to Terrence's site, which I'm linking to right over here, Sonic Night 007. So, go there and what, look at all of his what, uh, beautiful artwork. Wait, yeah, yeah, post his Instagram. That's where... Uh... That's where he mainly yeah. posts on his Twitter. That's okay, a... you post his Instagram. This is a new computer. I did not log into Instagram yet, so you do it. Anyway, right. James, MK yeah. Ultra Money, some shilling to start to start this thing off with. Well, so first, go let, to let a... me pull up uh, Terrence's Instagram so I can properly shill that. That is not Terrence. Terrence, what's your Instagram? It's I just the, the Terrence 94. Oh, Terrence 94. I typed in the Terrence and I got some fucking bald dude. <laughs> There we go. Well, I'm not. I'm not bald. Sounds about right. Yeah. There we go. Hold on. There's Terrence's Instagram. Excellent. And we are going to have Noah Hugbox coming in later on today as well. So I'm looking forward oh. to that. So anyway, guys, we are here for the man of the hour, James MK Ultra Money, and uh, just let's start off by saying, like, James, why are you here, where you are right now, doing what you're doing? How did all this start, buddy? How did I get here is a great question. Uh, uh, I don't even. I still don't even know how I got here. I still don't even know how I got onto this stream because <laughs> I remember asking you that a few months ago. I'm like, why did you reach out to me? How did you find me? And you didn't even fucking remember. Um, so there's that. How did I get uh, to podcasting? Uh, well, that was something me and Matt were talking about for years prior to starting. And we would just get drunk together. And we would always be like, dude, we got to start a podcast. And uh, that's how every successful podcast starts, right? It's yeah. Two guys getting drunk together. And it's like the world needs to hear what we have to say. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you need to have more Italian people of color uh, expressing their opinions online because we just have too many white folk. Amen. Um, Amen. Exactly. That are doing it. So uh, Italian pride. And yes. uh, you know, your last name, you know, your last name is Healy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah, I'm just making sure. I'm yeah, making yeah, sure you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm just keeping you in check. He's a yep, wonder yep. bread. He's a munchie cake, as we call it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. That's what we're here for. And then it's like, you know, I started Bad Film Takes, what, 20, 
I think I started, I made the account 2017. I started using it 2018, something like that. I, I don't know. It's been so long now. Wait, you're bad I, film takes too? I am. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm also bad Impressive. film takes, which uh, I just stopped doing that because film has been dead. But that was going great for a while. And uh, I met a lot of great people through that. And then I finally was like, oh, I have clout on here. I'm going to use this to uh, to start the podcast finally. And so when I had when I hit 10,000 followers on there, I launched uh, what was originally called Bad Filmcast. And that was the uh, the original name of the podcast. And then uh, and then we went on hiatus. We, we started uh, we launched August 2019. We went for over a year straight, not missing a single week. We started the Patreon during, um, you know, the summer last year of qu during quarantine. We had a lot of great guests on. Um, we had on uh, John McAfee, who everyone knows. Nice. Uh, nice. We had Josh Josh Olson on from uh, the movies that made me. Uh, with he does with um, Joe Dante, who did the Gremlins movies, and Josh Olson also uh, Academy Award nominee uh, for writing A History of Violence. We had uh, Patrick Bryce on, who did the Creep movies. Uh, he did uh, The Overnight, which I love. And he has a new movie coming out on Netflix later this month. And then we had Daniel Waters on, who wrote um, Demolition Man, Hudson Hawk, uh, Heathers. Uh, we had Marco Kiris on, who a uh, friend of the pod, uh, also named Mark, or not Marco, Mark, um, hooked me up with him because he works with him and he was uh nick cage's stand-in um from the mid 90s to the early 2000s and so those are some of uh the the cool film guests that we've had on and then we went on hiatus september because matt was getting busy uh with moving and i was just getting a little burnt out and needed a break and uh and now we're rebranded as mk ultra money because it just is a cool sounding name and I wanted to move away from the film focus because I also, that was part of the reason I was burning out was because we did a film every episode. And there was just so many episodes. We just didn't even talk about the fucking movie. We're just a bunch of retard shit posting. So <laughs> now we're still going to do film episodes, just not as the focus anymore. Um, but everything from shit posting to films to, you know, whatever else we want to talk about really. So. And uh, speaking of money, don't forget to send Super Chats our way right now. If you have any questions for James, for Beardson, for Jessix, for, uh, and Jessix, how are you, Jessix? I want to acknowledge the great Jessix is here, Vegeta Stan, uh, beautiful person inside and out. <laughs> Where's your Vegeta figure? Uh, I have... Everywhere. Which one? Which one? <laughs> well, Beardson, where's your Vegeta figure? It's right here. He's, he's checking in. Look at that. I have that one on my Amazon wish list. Uh, if anybody wants it, I'm just... <laughs> beautiful. So again, shameless don't forget... as fuck. I love it. Don't right, my forget the super next chats. Week. Happy birthday. Send super chats for the sake of Jessica's birthday. You could ask her about the birthday, about what presents she wants to get on her wish list. So you, you know the drill. Do that. And also patreon.com slash break the rules. Don't forget to go there. But speaking of money, also, why call it MK Ultra Money? I mean, I get the MK Ultra part, but why the money? So the MK Ultra part came from because my previous at on Twitter was MK Ultra JC Denton, which just because it was, you know, I like conspiracies and I love Deus Ex. And um, I had a few different names that I was going 
with for what I was going to change it to for season two and uh, just workshopping it with uh, with people in group chats. The the last one we came down to was MK Ultra Money because it just, you know, it took the MK Ultra I already had and the money just sounded cool with it. And I'm like, that's what I'm fucking going for. You know, all all the best groups and podcasts have names that have no meaning whatsoever. They just sound cool. Million Dollar Extreme, Come Town, Chapo Trap House, stuff like that. Like they're not names that have any meaning. They just sound cool and they get people interested in it. And that's what uh, I was also going for. So. And do you have a specific style that you want to employ here? I know you got the great FODCOM who also did our logo as well. You yes. got the great FODCORP to do the logo for you. Yeah, so shout out you, to FODCORP, man. Shout out to FODCORP. Follow him on Twitter. I'm going to post his Twitter as well. But what is it about this kind of visual style that uh, appeals to you? So I think one of the main theses of Bad Filmcast is, well, I mean, what Bad Filmcast was originally was us defending films that are rotten on Rotten Tomatoes um, because critics are retarded. So, but a lot of the films were stuff from, you know, the late nineties to early mid two thousands. And, um, you know, I love that aesthetic. Um, it goes with, you know, the MK ultra vibe, the matrix vibe, Dave sex, you know, all this stuff from that era. Um, ironically enough, we've never even got around to doing the matrix movies um but the sequels are insanely underrated and uh you know well, it's that... supposed to be bad film cast right you wouldn't what? necessarily do good movies on bad film cast would well you? the the matrix movies are rotten on ron tomatoes yeah but who the fuck who gives a fuck about them i mean that's well that well that's the whole point is that we were covering these movies that got panned by critics and explaining mm. why they were wrong and here is an outfit of you that I am uploading right now, wearing the Matrix garb and yes. pro proving <laughs> to the whole world how you know how how deep down the rabbit hole you've gotten by following with the, the Infowars beanie. Yes, this is this is my fault. I take full responsibility for this because I sent that to James. <laughs> I also take full responsibility because I actually took the picture. Yep, and also <laughs> I mailed it to your house, Terrence. So what? Yeah, that's it was at your house. The fucking the Matrix hoodie. I picked oh, it up at oh, your house. Oh, I thought you said you just. I thought you said you mailed a picture. That picture to yes, my house. Yes, yes, Harris. Yeah. I mailed a picture <laughs> to your fucking house. You retard. Yeah, same. It wouldn't be the first thing you in mailed picture, to my but house. No pants. Yeah, I'm mailing a pipe bomb too in Minecraft here. In, in Minecraft. In Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> in Minecraft. I would never mail a pipe bomb to Terrence's house in real life. I love his parents okay. too much. Plus, every time I go there, his dad just starts roasting him. It's fantastic. Also, can I just say that it's super interesting to me that everyone just said in Minecraft, like, simultaneously, James and Terrence are the only people I know that are, like, internet affluent. So uh, that was very – that was a weird experience for me just now. Yeah, I mean, this stream is esoteric internet retard, That's the new so. legal defense in Minecraft. Yeah, yeah that's what I – You can't get – you can't get arrested if you kill someone in Minecraft. What yeah. are they going to do? Yeah, you or, always or have in to GTA, Ron, or it was just ironic. That's yeah. why you always say in Minecraft and you say I'm not a financial advisor, this is not yes. financial advice. <laughs> Those three things clear you of all guilt. You can do yeah. everything you you can say anything you want as long as you follow just up with rob all the three bank of those things, and then you just good. say it was in Minecraft. We have a comment from Buff, by the way, not a super chat. So Buff, be sure to fix that by sending us super chats finally. But anyway, Buff says. Oh wait, we also have a comment from Martin, who is a patron. 
of Bad Film Cast. Now I'm really? getting money. Yeah. So nice. thank you. Thank you for the congrats, Martin. Martin's fantastic. I talk to him all the time. He's in my group chats and stuff. He's thank you, Martin. Awesome guy. So Buff's and, uh, comment is, uh, this new weekly sweat sucks. <laughs> so what is, what is the weekly sweat? What, what's going on here? I don't know. I'm I guess uh, bottom. That, was, that was my show. The weekly sweat was my oh. show. So that's probably that's probably what that's referring to. But and the jerk says weekly sweat new episode yay. So the I guess the sw- chat yeah. Look, I can't be held responsible for you know those people or anything. I disavow. I disavow it. Yeah, you know, we're just, we did, but... we disavow all haters that uh, that come in because of Beardson. Yeah. So it's a we're rowdy gonna... crowd. We're going to make them like the elderly and the disabled in 2070, if you catch my drift. Well, they are a rowdy crowd, but we welcome rowdy crowds as well. I think we have a way of turning them around when they see a beautiful picture of Jessix holding this uh, holding this cat. I think their is hearts this, are just going to melt. Does this count as women posting their L's that I'm holding my cat like a baby while I'm almost 25 and childless? Yeah, no, no um, because I see everybody do that. You, you definitely have some other L's probably, but uh, it's definitely not the cat. It might be the, it may it might be the cat posters behind you. It might be the Funko Pops. Yeah, it's definitely the Funko. It's definitely the Funko Pops. Okay, listen, listen. All right, all right. No need to, no need to go too hard. Okay, we have all stream. Now, how did uh, women posting their L start? That honestly started because I just saw some what Terrence. What? What do you say? What? All right. He said James hates women. Oh, oh. Well, besides that, just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, besides uh, the obvious. Yeah, besides the obvious. Um the I just started seeing so many fucking tweets from women on the timeline where it's like, why are you posting this? What would ever drive you to publicly tell people this online? And uh and then I saw an opportunity and I went for it. And now it blows my mind how many fucking other posting L counts there are now that have popped up. Like, I, there, there real was visionary. Quite, for real though. Like, I, there was quite a few that like uh, bad take accounts that popped up after bad film takes. But like, the amount of posting their L's accounts is like unreal. It's just it's like way too many. <laughs> how does it, it feel to be king of the incels? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what do you say, Jess? I said it's so re- there's so many redundant ones too because there's women posting their L's and then I have e girls posting yeah. their it's like, L's. Really? It's like, what's the point? Why does there need to be two of them? I asked that account, by the way, the e girls posting their L's to share the e girl stream that we did, and uh, they did not go through with it. So there may be a bit of a rivalry <laughs> that they're feeling. I know, somebody know. somebody tagged them under one of my um, under one of my tweets about like I just shared my wish list on on Twitter or Twitch or something, and somebody sent like at e girls posting their L's. I was like, you know, what? we're gonna ask the experts. So then, <laughs> yeah, then you, James. you tagged me into it. I'm like looking at, it, I'm like. What is this bullshit I'm getting tagged in now? Sorry. There can only be there can only be the original. Like Kandinsky, I mean Geo, you you know this? Kandinsky, he had his black square. After that, no, no, if somebody... no, that, that wasn't Kandinsky. That was uh, Malchek. Malevich. Malevich. Damage. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Malevich. Yeah. My apologies. Yes. Yeah. Malevich after he did the black, black square. square, then yeah. Or after Barnett Newman did like the strip, then that was it. Like it was it was done. So it was there. You go. Yeah, we know, have it's to funny move on. how the L accounts have sort of uh, become this like 
force on the internet. I think like it I don't know it it reminds me of like cringe compilations back in like the 2010s. There's something I'm the modern day cringe compilation. Yeah, like oh, there's something yeah, so visceral are. about it, right? The like, only other one it. that I've liked is the Biden voters posting your Oh yeah. The Biden one is good. That and the journal, funny. the journals, the journals one, yeah, yeah. Those are the only two I like. Yeah. All the other ones fucking suck. <laughs> well, so. did they come out too? That like it was like some like uh, advertising firm was like running some of them too. No, the, yeah, that, that was, was the dudes, um, down dudes, who dudes who were down, who down bad. Down bad. Yeah, I yeah. That one. And they yeah, got well, suspended. What, what, so fuck them. Yeah. 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 What happened? I was calling them out. They were run by a company that was just trying to prove that you can like grow your account really big for some marketing project. Yeah, yeah it was like it was like they faked they faked the DMs and everything. A lot of them. It was so obvious real, it was but, fake yeah. too. It oh, was yeah. like oh, a yeah. social experiment. Yeah, I was calling it out forever. And everybody's like, "What do you mean? I know someone that got their DM in there." I'm like, Dude, "Okay." And the guy that ran it was trying to damage control so hard. He slid yeah. into my DMs on both accounts. He was like damage controlling on the timeline and stuff. And it's like, dude, it is way too obvious. Like I also post the receipts. One of the things was I caught him. He deleted. They deleted a post from um, the other one, um, lyric shit posts, where he made a post on dudes down bad, shilling that in the tweet. So it's like I, I you could obviously tell what's going on here because it was you know it was the same company behind both of them, but. Um, he, I think he, the reason he got banned on uh, Dudes Down Bad is for like exploiting the algorithm somehow. Mm. Uh, by the way, we have a super chat from Spiced, $5, and he says the following. There's a crowdfunding campaign called Auto Blow 5000 using AI tech. They inputted 7,000 minutes of mouth on dick porno and came up with 10 optimal blowjob sequences. My question to the panel is, would a blowjob filled with love feel better than the auto blow? Look, everything is better when it's filled with love, baby. Well, yeah, when, that... when, <laughs> when uh, as Heidegger said, when we lived, when we live in the world of Das Mann, then uh, we can't expect these sort of authentic distinctions. So the the average pro, the average person uh, posting their L's on the internet won't tell the difference between the loving blowjob and the uh, blowjob machine. So you orgasmatron. The loving blowjob is one with like a kiss at the end, you know, just like kissing the dick and showing love. Oh, I think that's, wow. yeah. That's a thing of the past because me. that's emotional labor, Lev. That's not existing yeah. anymore. And so. then like Eskimo kissing, you know, using the nose just... Anyway, I'm not gonna get in. Like that. I, pref I prefer one that's filled with hate. I'm not a I'm not a loving blowjob. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like scraping the teeth. Like, yeah, like using <laughs> yeah. Just, just piercing with its teeth. I want I yeah, want a blowjob like, from a shark. Saliva all over the face. You're just like having a bad time, you know. I'm gonna play the fifth on this one. There was wasn't that a South Park joke about uh the like the Eskimo blowjob was just like rubbing. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, there could be like a lady named Sally Iva, you know, and she would probably be really good at that part. Sally Iva. That was a dad joke. I really was. I have plenty of them. See, I really want to be a father. Ivana Hump a lot. Awesome Powers. Awesome Powers. That was the first episode we did. was Awesome Powers, a spy who shagged me. That one got really bad reviews on Rotten Tomatoes back in the day. I think it was like 50s or something like that, but uh, that that was the perfect episode for us to start the podcast with because me me and Matt have been quoting Austin Powers, you know, since that came out, like nonstop this whole time. 
I watched all of the Austin Powers movies like as a kid, and I haven't watched them as an adult. And they it's not really so a movie. Well. It's not really yeah, a movie that so like good. kids should be watching because I feel like ninety five percent of the jokes went totally over my head. Yeah, you know, I'm talking like ten years old, right? Like I'm not gonna understand anything that's happening, and I've yet to watch them again as an adult. But see, one one of the best parts about watching that as a kid is when you're my cousin Matt, and you start repeating the lines to people, and you go up to our grandma and you say to her. Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> yeah, this is conjecture. <laughs> and there was a, uh, on the first terrible. episode, we were debating who actually said it, me or him. I knew it was him. And then we called up uh, our aunt and she confirmed that it was Matt. I'm like, told you, motherfucker. <laughs> one of the first funny. One of the first things that I wanted to uh, write down after I discovered Austin Powers when I searched was autism powers. And I got a blog article, which I can't find right now, but it was about this mom whose daughter, when she saw Austin Powers, just started copying the same thing. She was saying, do I make you Randy, Randy, you know, on all that stuff, like in front of other adults. And, you know, it's difficult to explain to the kid that you can't really say this stuff when they're in this 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 other world. That's James. See, see, yeah, yeah. My my dad had me do the opposite. My dad, well, more of his friends. But uh, when I when I was like, you know, little like that, like we would go to um, like Outback or Boulder Creek or whatever. And uh, his friends would encourage me to as like however old I was when that movie came out. Um, <laughs> go to the waitresses and be like, do I make you horny, baby? And whatever, you know, other quotes from it. But yeah, that explains a lot. That's yep. terrible. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's not harassment when you're when you're when you're six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah, but... or apparently it's not harassment when you're in your late twenties and you're using a six year old to say it to the waitress. So. Yeah, you can get honestly. Away with I'm probably of... younger at that point. Like what? This came out ninety nine, right? So, uh, I was probably like five then. Oh, well, wasn't that the benefit? Five, of like... Yeah, I was. I was eight. Yeah. Hmm. I wasn't even born. I was eight. Yeah. I was like. I was like twelve. I was born Zoomer. In Zoomer. Fuck. I am, I'm Wait, a how, how old are you? Because uh, you look I'll older be... because of the beard, but. Yeah, I'm 32. I'll turn 33 this year. Oh, shit. We're the same age. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Millennial gang. Yeah. I was born in uh, 88 in uh, St. Petersburg, Russia. Where Where were you born? Uh, I was born in Kentucky, where I live now and where I'll die. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now with the lockdowns and the eternal winter that may be coming, because, I mean, you see what's going on in Texas right now. Do, do any of you guys have friends who are living there? And what is, yes. what, yeah. what is going, yeah. what is going down with Friends who haven't them? had power for days, which, as a Floridian, I can relate. because Texans posting their L's. Texans, yeah. So I have a friend that's in, I, I think Dallas has, like, the worst power from what I'm seeing. Like, I have a couple friends in Dallas, and their power has been out for a long time. But then other people in, like, other areas aren't having issues. So all I know is mm. I'm in Florida, and I went to the beach today, and it was 80 degrees. So it's pretty nice. I love the, nice. Uh, I love the Fed posting that is the state-sanctioned Fed posting by the uh, the libs <laughs> about, like, how people in Texas deserve to die. And uh, <laughs> they wanted to secede, but now it's like, oh, no, you need the federal government's help. It's sort of like that same... Like, uh, you know, Ayn Rand took social security. I mean, not the Ayn Rand's a bad example because Ayn Rand's a f whatever, but it's just I, the, the, the Fed posting going on right now against the Texans is really quite something to see. Like literally these people, like I'm talking uh, genocidal levels of like hatred from uh, mostly like East Coast 
shit libs mm. against Texans. I but haven't so, they all moved? Yeah. But haven't they all moved to Texas now? Well, they moved so to Austin. They, they moved to Austin. But, I try to block as many rad libs, shit libs that I see come across my timeline. Immediate block. So thankfully, I've not been seeing the Fed posting from them, but I'm not surprised that a lot of it's going on. Damn it. See, I was going to not say anything and relying on one of you people to say something, <laughs> and it was just this awkward silence that happened right now. I was waiting. I, no I finished my thought. Okay, moving <laughs> on. It. I was okay, just paying attention to my cat, my other cat. Okay, mo mo moving on. James, yeah, you also make films. That's or you, correct. You, can you take? Can you tell he, us a little bit about this? He makes porno films. Ah, huh? uh, yes. I with your with your action I've figures. I've been hearing that joke since fucking seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always oh, said I mean, maybe you should stop wearing that chain because that really does make you look like a pornographer. Uh, it's called being Italian. <laughs> it's called the being Italian. Chain, one of the yeah. gold chain races. Italians wear gold chains. The right? gold chain is all. We have two. Also my fault. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I always said uh, I could never direct porn because then I would prove those kids in seventh grade right. Um, also, porn is just degeneracy, so that's also another reason I wouldn't do it. But uh, right. what about something like Caligula, where they combined porn together with, uh, you know, Well, that was erotica, Lev. That's, there's a difference. I don't even know what that is. You've never seen Caligula? Nope. Oh, oh man, my God. we are definitely gonna have to do a oh my God. stream. Oh my God, film or... critic, fake film. Is it just critic? like, is it just like every yeah. HBO show where they pretend to have a plot, but it's literally just porn? Or... Yeah, Caligula was the dramatic. Yeah, that takes me uh, back. Yeah, Matt. It was James, produced like, by uh... the guy from Penthouse, Bob Guccione, who had Helen Mirren mm -hmm. in it. And I forget who was the lead actor. I don't know who any of those. Uh, Malcolm McDowell, the guy from Malcolm uh, McDowell. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the uh, so. but the thing about uh, the thing about Caligula is that <laughs> they shot the porno scenes with Separate. the director. Yeah, yeah, and the actors they didn't know that those scenes were going to be included in the movie. <laughs> so they <laughs> <laughs> just trolled him. That, but no, it's like the funny. best of raunchy seventies, like semi-pornographic. Um, like new like new art house 70s mm. cinema like what it's, travis bickle was watching with uh that girl in a taxi yeah driver. it's like one of those it's it's quite a monstrosity but it's like one of those clever beautiful monstrosities we actually so, did mm -hmm. um uh the for one of the the last episode of uh of season one the patreon we did the awesome powers <laughs> uh porn parody oh uh, no covered that yes oh, honestly surprisingly good it's so funny. It was pretty funny. It's like on par good. with Goldmember. Can't say that I've seen it. It's worth watching. Uh, I highly recommend <laughs> Awesome Powers XXX. Is there one without the porn scenes, or Honestly, like, can I just watch the cut? You can probably like, watch skip YouTube through cut. like the main <laughs> porn scenes, but like there is some stuff there with is the one porn video. that adds there to is... the humor. There is one movie that I watched with the scenes cut out on what's that one that infamous one boy band. You know which one I'm talking about. Oh man, if you look it up, I think you'll know. There's like a couple memes made out of it, but somebody had it on YouTube with like obviously the porn scenes cut out. So if you can find a version like that, I'll, ch I'll check it out. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but, the funny but anyways, thing back was, oh, what's he? Well, when we were when we were watching it. Uh, there was like at the end we kind of just skipped some of the porn scenes because not only did they go on for like 20 fucking minutes but we actually wanted to know what was happening at the end 
That's really crazy. I think that's like the first time someone actually watched a porno wanting to actually see the plot instead of the porn scenes. That's oh, that depends what kind of porn you're watching, my friend. <laughs> this one, though, honestly, pretty fucking decent writing. Yeah, it wasn't bad. They were making some jokes in that in that parody that rivaled the real jokes from. That's the what I'm film. saying. Like it's it on par weird. with Goldmember. Yeah. But uh, but anyways, getting back to to filmmaking. But uh, yeah, yeah, filmmaking is something I've always wanted to do since I was like six. Like I would just you know take my mom's fucking you know camcorder and shit and just start filming whatever, whether it be skits with uh my my cousin Dana or with my cousin Matt over here filming uh, us playing Yu-Gi-Oh and whatnot, or, you know, anything in between. Um, I was just always obsessed with that as a kid. And then, uh, you know, eventually went to SVA, the same school as you live, which right. uh, was dog shit for film, but that's where I met Terrence. So <laughs> you remember uh, Reeves Lehman? Yes. Yeah. Fuck so him. Reeves, Reeves was the chair and he, he was a fan of the bottle. He was a fan of the glug, 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 glug. Yeah. But, it, but it may have been warranted, honestly, because he was a Vietnam vet. And he even, I think, made a movie about his experience in Vietnam, which I never saw. But Everyone hated really. him at SVA. But it, is but it is almost like one of these things where the guy who was uh, running SVA at the time, like I believe Dusty Rhodes, his name was. and Oh, um, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes? Yeah, and uh, he, uh, you know, he was a friend of Reeves. So after Reeves left, uh, you know, uh, after he was stationed uh, in Vietnam, you know, he was in a bad way, and a friend decided to help another friend. It's like, why don't you run the school, or why don't you run the film program in the school? So I was like, okay. Uh, so in a way, the like fucking I... ground. <laughs> well, wait, why was Reeves so bad? Because again, like I wasn't that. I, I was I just, like sixteen I just remember years old. Everyone I there. thought he was an asshole. I didn't really interact with him that i can remember but i just i always heard stories from people that he was just like a nightmare and like just you know just really fucking rude to people mm. uh, yeah, this is the james this is the guy who ran the film department of SBA. yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. so yeah but I, I, uh, but I think he was like in a cage too like in vietnam like you know they had they were poking him with a stick so at a certain point really? it's like yes i feel oh. bad that that well, like happened, at the but... same time, like if you can't handle doing, you know, your job running a fucking film department correctly, then like, you know, maybe you should do something else. I thought you were just say if you're not man enough to like handle getting poked with a stick, maybe you shouldn't go to war. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's what you were going to say. That's what I, I thought I like, you were going to say. I like heads of film departments that weren't captured and poked with a stick. Okay. <laughs> I want to be president. Um, you know what's funny as we're saying this, I see that Scorsese is trending on twitter so you know it's going to be good oh scorsese, what do they say about marvel movies now <laughs> martin scorsese and i quote the art of cinema is being systematically devalued sidelined demeaned and reduced to its lowest common denominator due to the name of films as content that's very true i feel Absolutely. like the brand image of film being the most important selling point rather than the film itself has basically killed cinema uh but he's i don't know he's telling as someone who's not into cape shit i feel that he's 100% right, of course. Yeah. But, I yeah. think I um, think honestly c cinema's still fine. It's just like more of the the mainstream stuff whereas like television is like I said this like last episode I think is like complete psyop tier. Hmm. Oh, tell don't get yeah. me started, man. It's just yeah. modern modern television, uh contemporary television is just I think it's purposefully designed to be psyoped into uh and Wait, when you say television, do you mean specifically shows you can only that only like 
premiere and you can watch it on the TV. I'm talking about specifically shows, not a theatrical movie. So mm. whether it's on mm. like an actual channel or it's on Netflix or another streaming stuff, I mean, television as a whole. So, so like another SVA oh. graduate uh, who was in my class, Rebecca Sugar, she went, I think she's a yeah. brilliant artist. I, no, I always got to say, I think she's a brilliant artist, brilliant draftsman. Like she can draw like nobody's business. But when it comes to the effect that uh, Steven Universe and shows like that ended up having on the on the kids, like maybe there would have been something else, but it feels like it was at, at the right or wrong time as it were wait, you know, wait, broadcast wait, wait, wait. You... when Tumblr was around. You know Rebecca Sugar personally, or I was in a well. We were classmates, so we went to the same classes. Oh, all the she time. hated Lev, by the way. Yeah, what? That's how the story goes. That she hated you, or something like that. Wait, wait, like <laughs> no. What, who said that? What's you going on? You said this a long time ago. She hated you. You, you were like little rival. You had like a rival. No, 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 no. A frenemy distinction going on. That is complete. That is complete bullshit. No. Okay. Here's the truth. Here's what happened uh, with Rebecca Sugar. Truth is your. She gay. was. She was. Uh, <laughs> shut up. She was in a different clique. <laughs> she was in a different clique than I was. I wasn't really in a clique per se. Like I had a couple of couple of friends that I was close with at SVA, but she was in a particular like other clique. And she was hanging so she was she was in the clique she was in with uh she was in like the uh, Scott Hall Scott uh, Triple H clique and you were in like the Undertaker clique so you never <laughs> I don't even think I had a clique like how many people does it take to have a clique like I had maybe like two friends there that I was uh, pretty close with and that's kind of it the rest were just like you know people who I saw and interacted with but there wasn't really a strong Dude, i thing. literally i have and, and all those SBA. people that rebecca sugar hung around with now they all have studio jobs and lev is on actually a, a couple of them do making but, indie shit on new grounds instead but, of but, being with but, rebecca sugar hold on hold on but i wouldn't want to hold on and honestly look, this i is feel not... like you got the better end of the deal <laughs> I agree. I agree. Here's the thing. I, this is not sour grapes because personally speaking, like the environments that are in the animation uh, studios from the people who I've talked to that are in them are right disgusting. now, it's not great. It's uh, not a kind of environment that I would want to be in. So in a way, what I'm doing is I've managed to get into more of this underground internet community where a lot of these questions are forming up as far as uh, you know what are these problems that uh people who are within the mainstream don't really acknowledge or are scared to acknowledge and there are still some people who i respect who go out there and talk about them like there was that recent thing with um you know um obviously we have barry weiss new york times and i know geo like you could say whatever you want about her but still there are people who are within the mainstream who are sort of defecting and they don't want to be part of this woke nonsense anymore. So there is still a, b a bit of hope there. But I still think that the kind of circle that exists on the internet where people, especially if they're anonymous, can freely express, you know, uh, things that people otherwise wouldn't. I think that's very important. And uh, more of this interaction between them and the mainstream, I think, should happen on a uh, daily basis. So this is what BTR pretty much is. This is what I'm trying to do. Bring all these people together who otherwise wouldn't, uh, would never sit in the same room with each other and would have nothing in common. I would sit in the same room as every single one of oh, you. I'm that just is kidding. So Probably nice. not. I don't sit in rooms with strange men. Sorry, not going to lie. Well, well, well you, here's a strange... Apparently, strange... work for a big animation studio, this is what other people didn't sam hyde say something apparently a lot of these studios are filled with sex pests that you wouldn't want to uh sit next to that's There's the whole a lot industry of, 
yeah there's a yeah. lot of sleeping your way to the top that goes along uh, goes along with these positions so i don't know i mean i don't want to speculate about rebecca sugar but yeah you know and like, again rebecca sugar she's a great artist so i'm not nothing against her i'm specifically yeah, talking about the right. eager she, was, she came the eager gore yeah it was just perfect at that time of that like era of like 2010s tumblr culture that was Love, like, you know, uh, what year did you go to sbs <laughs> I I went to SBA my first uh my first year was 2006. Oh okay. <laughs> what is SBA? Right. Yeah. What school is it? Uh, okay. Yes. It's a, yeah, it's school. So I was there when I was 6 I was there when I was 16 years old. I couldn't I couldn't drink yet obviously. <laughs> so my first Wait, you were there years, when you were 16? Yeah, when I was 16. That's when Jeez. I went there. And that was the same year that I also went to the Ottawa Animation Festival where I had my film uh, uh, Piper the Goat in and it won for Best uh, Secondary Film, which, as you know, Geo Secondary School in Canada, that's like what? That's like high school, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. It's like around there. So it was it was already kind of like a hostile environment as far as, you know, here was this fucking kid who just came back from a fucking film festival. And, it's, you know, like there was a bit of a weirdness going on from that alone, which I think never really went away while I was there again. Like I managed to make friends, but then there was always like a force. of It people. never went away after you left. There yeah. was always a force of people that I would say it's like either people really liked me or people really didn't like me, you know. Oh, I mean, that's literally SBA, me. <laughs> SBA was a hundred percent like a fucking high school with all of its cliques, because I uh, I majored in cartooning, but oh, nice. even still, that whole that whole department was it was just a bunch of cliques. Like a some people would just act like children, and it was ridiculous. Like I managed to meet like well, a few including the teachers too, including the teachers yeah. too. Oh my oh, god! Actually, Let's be fair. I remember, wait, Actually, I, this, I remember um, a teacher once, I, I posted some political posts on Facebook. This was, uh, I think this was after I dropped out. I can't remember, but um, it wasn't even that bad. I can't remember what it was, but uh, this one fucking shit lib teacher I had like freak, had like a freak out on my post. And it's like, dude, you are a fucking like 60 something year old man talking to like a former student on Facebook. Relax. <laughs> And then he and blocked it, me and shit. But and, yeah. and there was that, that's there actually was the, <laughs> yeah. well, that's, that's actually the funny thing though, because I actually when it came to SBA in my classes, I actually had better relationships with my teachers than I did some of the students. Like obviously, I, I met a few friends there, but a lot of the teachers, at least in the cartooning industry, were were pretty chill. Um, and obviously, before COVID, I would usually uh, meet up with them every Comic Con, but. Uh, it was just the some of the some of the students there were just it's like they were just a bunch of rich fucking snobs. It was ridiculous. I mean, and that's pretty much what it was. No way. No way. <laughs> I find that hard I mean, to believe. I there, there. I have four <laughs> friends from SVA. Terrence is one. My friend Joe, who's my only friend in film, uh, who's uh, actually on the, the first Patreon episode of this season. Um, and then two other friends who I just have not seen in years. I, and I loosely keep in touch with on social media, but like I would hang out with them if they asked to hang out. But other than that, that's it. And, uh, you know, my, my only regret is not dropping out a year sooner from SVA. Cause I met Terrence my freshman year and then my sophomore year, um, I found out about this program called, uh, the American pavilion, 
which is how I got to Cannes my first year in 2014 was through an intern program with them. So, uh, you know, in, in college, I made, I think, five short films, none of them very good. One of them became meme status, which uh, uh, became 4chan meme, letterbox meme. People will still try to harass me on Twitter about it because it just got so much hate. Um, Can we have a link to this? uh... What? Can we have a link to this uh, film? Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I tried to scrub it the best I can. It's still up there. Like, you know, I'll find it. I'll yeah, look yeah, just yeah. Like the it's not too hard to find. The only reason I, I scrubbed it is mainly because it's like the stuff that I've I've written post college is one so much better and two so much different that like I don't want this low quality stuff to represent me as an artist. I'm going to go make a James posting his else account and just only tweet that video. There's <laughs> probably someone that's already done it. I also have a few screenshots if you need them. Terrence. <laughs> James, do you have a farm? Do you have a Kiwi farms by now or no? Don't even know what that is. Is that what? You, oh my out. God. Is that, is that like so, Volcal? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of. But yeah, it's like the basically. original. I, ju- I just recently discovered that ki- the, the word Kiwi Farms is a play on words. It's, it was uh, based off of the word Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I have uh, From, some mutuals yeah. that are on, uh, that have been posted oh, well, my, a bunch on yeah. locale, but what my up, Brit- you know, Brittany Venti, she's on, on Kiwi Farms, and they, they haven't <laughs> talked about me that much, but I was, like, doxxed because of this. Mm. They didn't get the information right, but they were, like, trying to dox me just because I was friends with her. Fuck. Oh yeah. Um, oh, by the way, Beardson, uh, Buff wrote uh, uh, that uh, you know Emily, and uh, I got high with Emily Yukas back in 2016 at the uh, office party in uh, Philadelphia of Newgrounds. Oh, that's awesome. It was a pretty interesting experience just to have all these different uh, animators there, and I found that atmosphere to be better than uh, the uh, atmosphere in um, uh, SVA. Like a lot of these people, they grew up with the internet and uh, there was something uh, to that environment that didn't feel like, even though I'm sure there were clicks there too, people felt a lot more open to talk and there wasn't that, you know, that edge that I felt from, again, like I understand what uh, Terrence is saying about the teachers and I think I got along with a lot of teachers as well, but there were some teachers though who were just really like, uh, like there was this one lady I remember who, when there was this Asifa East screening, if you guys don't know what Asifa is, it's this uh, animation festival in New York. No, what I'm Bofa sh- is. Bofa. What is Bofa? Bofa these nuts! Uh, I should have I should have seen that <laughs> coming. But I, God is ass! But anyway, in, in Asifa, they have this thing where um, you get a slip of paper and you write like from one to ten the score that you would give to a film in the audience awards. And I had a film of mine, which was like, I don't think it was only love. I think it was Piper the Goat. Anyway, I had the screening there and I saw that lady, you know, and it was a really nicely done film. And that lady who was like a teacher at SVA and she was friends with a lot of my friends from the animation world. She gave it a fucking zero. Oof. She was sitting right in front of me and she gave me a fucking zero. And it was like, it's high school, man, like for, for some people. And it's hard for people to uh, to get over that mentality. But I guess, I don't know, I guess it's fun. I guess people like gossip, people like, uh, you know, intruding into other people's lives and seeing if they can manipulate them in some way. I don't know. It's all it's all fucked up. I, I, I try not to aim close to that. But I, like, I, I'm sure everybody here has gotten their fair share of that kind of thing. And like, what do you do? Do you like 
meditate? Do you just try to find a good circle of people to deflect from all that drama? Like, what is the recipe you guys employ in dealing with uh, any of the drama? You immediately... I masturbate. Well, there, there's that. Take. Try to avoid drama. But... Um, the you, I immediately block anyone who is even a minor annoyance to me online. Um, out of sight, out of mind. Do not give any sicko attention that is uh harassing you or hating on you because that's what they want so blocked immediately my block list is uh close to 2000 now so and hopefully yeah. by the end of the year we can pump up those numbers out of the rookie uh the rookie numbers i have one friend that i think he has i want to say thirty thousand blocked Jesus Christ. Is, it, is this person, by the way, Paul Scholas or no? No. <laughs> That's so much like easier said than done, though, in my opinion, because I feel like people, when you block them, like if they're constantly coming after you and then you block them, they take it as like a W that you block them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who cares? Like, it feels you don't, like, you don't even get to see it. They even write them in their Twitter accounts. Like some of yeah, the they'll resist... make it like they're They'll make it like their header, yeah. like blocked by someone. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah well, it, well, that's it's... lame, though. Like, that, it, I don't think anyone thinks that that's cool. You know what I mean? Every like, it's like, wow, you got blocked. Like, wow, awesome. I mean, if if you also see a person doing that, they're most likely some sort of pathetic loser who probably just works at a dead end job and is planning on killing themselves. Exactly. Yeah. In Minecraft. I, see, no, I don't. Yeah, in oh, Minecraft, yeah. No, in real life. Yeah. No, real life. I don't. I don't typically like block right away. It depends on the follower account because I, you know, I'm a guy. Uh, if people are familiar with me, I'm, I kind of thrive off of confrontation a little bit. So, mm. oh, I depends. know you do. That's, that is an understatement. Holy shit! <laughs> Speaking yeah. of Brittany, well, we mentioned Brittany Venti. You had a bit of a tussle with her as well. So you've uh, on the before she got banned. Uh, why did she get banned from Twitter again? I forget. Called DMCA. She was. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're we're trying to get it unturned, but like obviously Twitter is going to take this as an opportunity to just leave her off the platform because she's banned mm. everywhere else, basically. So. What did this chick do? It was just a false DMCA report. Me and a bunch On of other Twitter, people were though, hit with it. Oh, yeah, crazy. yeah. There's there's one person that's been harassing a bunch of people, and we just mm. happen to fit in that circle as well. So she, but everybody else has gotten theirs unbanned, like except her, basically. So wow. kind of sucks. I think her, if you put yourself, but in general, if you put yourself out there in any degree, you're going to get yeah. at least a few people that just irrationally hate you for whatever. Of reason. course, yeah. yeah. Now I don't have a uh, I don't have a bone to pick with Brittany Venti, but there was an incident not with her, but with some friend of hers when we were at uh, Skankfest, and I didn't really get to meet her. I wish I did, but uh, this was in Queens. There was this festival, this comedy festival called Skankfest, and this was the fourth oh. year in a row that I went there. It's with Louis J. Gomez, Big J. Okerson, uh, Dave Smith. So the three of them they're called Legion Skank. So they have this uh, they have this wonderful festival where they invite a lot of co comedians to. Louis C. K. was there uh, last year that I went so that was pretty interesting uh but anyway uh there was this uh, open mic night and there was some comedian on stage who wasn't that funny but a friend of britney's who was sitting next to her just started talking in the middle of this guy's act not even heckling not even like good heckling so i don't know who this person was but that is the only bone that i have to well, pick. it wasn't me uh but i, I don't no, know it was, a, it was a dude it was a dude <laughs> yeah, i don't know but either way, Brittany seems nice. I like her in the um, in the bear suit that she wore in that picture that was circulating around 4chan back in 2016. From the Hindu, yeah. Yeah. What? They I, cannot divide it. I, I, I feel it's good that, that well, I mean, 
despite her flaws, I feel it's good that there's an agent of chaos among the uh, e-girls that transcends the level of just the usual BPD nightmare of being an e-girl, but actually <laughs> causes some damage to the egos of other e-girls. I think that's, especially with Twitch streamers, that's uh, quite a feat. Uh, mm. So I will I will tip my hat, tip my fedora to uh, Brittany Venti. In that oh, I'm sure she appreciates that. We, we oh, and by the way, well, I want to acknowledge Jeff um, Poland is here. I did not acknowledge yeah. Jeff yet. Jeff, welcome, uh, yeah, buddy. Well, I, was waiting, I was waiting for a moment to slip in. Hello, everybody. Hello. Can you also can you also tell us a, a little bit about yourself, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I fucking <laughs> I post on Twitter and I'm friends with uh, James and Mr. Terrence and also Jules, who's I guess not here today. Is Jules coming, James? Uh, well, I said I sent him the thing, so uh, we'll he. See. Uh, <laughs> it depends well, if he's working or not. So yeah, and I like the little monkey man on your uh, avatar, James. By the way, I don't know well, who that's that. That's not a monkey man. That's uh, that's from like an old uh. <laughs> that's like a psychic from this old uh, uh like call-in psychic show uh from harlem back in like late 90s early 2000s wait but it looks like hold on I i'm gonna post the no, photo no, right now uh... <laughs> i don't know if it's my cache if i did not refresh it your, but your anyway volume's this... a little lower so. i'm uh here we go i don't know if this is happening to anybody else i've been hearing the same thing like like people will talk and then i'll hear it i'll hear them say the same thing like 20 seconds later and it's well you're not wearing headphones i don't know if that has any uh ha has anything to do with that although that usually would come from uh, your side but anyway uh your name is poland and uh, somebody posted the Pol polish flag right now are you from poland is there any connection no, to poland? Not Albanian. I just, uh jefferson poland is like this fucking guy who who like he had like a sex cult back in the 80s and then uh he got fucking like arrested for for being a pedophile and i just thought it was funny that like if i ever make it big people will have to like every time they try to look me up they're just like looking up a pedophile <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man that's amazing but uh our mm. now has been on the podcast quite a bunch although um for for season two although the the first episode is called uh Arsene anthology because it's literally three episodes he's on combined into one Shit. that I took like three hours and cut down to like an hour 20 because we were just all so fucking drunk for all of it that a lot oh, of it is just like not be on just the air. nothingness <laughs> but but I, t I turned three hours of pure bad retardation into an hour of 20 of good retardation F so. finally uh finally squeezed retardation fine like i don't know finally filtered retardation it's just distilled getting... yeah it's distilled yeah. In its purest form. yeah distilled it's retardation yeah well speaking of distilled when did you first i don't want to turn this into an intervention but when did you first start drinking who me james oh. but you can answer <laughs> too if you want at 16 I don't know. like a normal high schooler so was it was it peer pressure late, was it buddy. your friends wanting to go out and they, you know no, Get... it was me being a 16-year-old high schooler. <laughs> that was it. But uh, but what was but what was the motivation? Like if you can like did there, your parents it, that also... was the motivation. I was 16 and in high school and I wanted to get drunk for the first time. The first time I got drunk actually was at uh one of my best friend's brother's older brother's friend's party. So I was 16, everyone else there was 26 and my friend wasn't even there. And it was just me hanging out with a bunch of 26-year-olds. And the only person that knew I was 16 
was my friend's brother and my friend brother's friend that was hosting the party. And uh, I, I told everyone there that I was 20. And I remember um, being convinced that I was going to hook up with this 26 year old teacher that night um when i was drunk and uh I mean, how did that and then when work? it didn't happen because now. what you don't even look 20 <laughs> now how did that even pass <laughs> <laughs> right so there is no way she believed me but i was convinced she believed me at the uh retarded age of 16 also being drunk but then the the cops came and broke up the party eventually and so i blamed it on that i told my friends i was like guys i would have got with this hot teacher i swear to god if the cops didn't show up you probably would have. I mean, look at all the hot teachers that are being arrested today for, you know, the uh, the daily nice, as they as they call it on 4chan. That, that is true. I mean, look, who what 16 year old boy didn't want to get molested by a hot teacher? All right. Listen, <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of a uh, that's like. Well, hold on, Gio. The, the this is actually trad. No, this is trad, that. and I'll tell you why this is trad. Because back in Imperial Russia, they used to have the uh, governantka, as they called it, uh, for the uh, kids of the nobility, for, like, the boys. So when they turned, uh, you know, like, 13, or I remember, like, in their early teens, basically, there was this lady who would teach them French, she would teach them manners, and she also taught them to fuck. And that was considered, you know, back in the day to be That's something that... Uh, yeah, that comes be... that comes up a lot actually. In, like I mean, TV that's... shows about rich people a lot. Kind of cool. <laughs> there was this uh, one. It's a little no, bit no weird. Not gonna lie, just a tiny bit gross. No, nobody, just me. Just a little bit. Oh, gross. No, but here's the thing. Back back no, in the day, no, they, no, no, I mean, yeah, that's really thing. gross. That's... Back in the day, they had Terrence, like six... shut up. <laughs> they had six. <laughs> Terrence, the most degenerate person I fucking know, hiding uh... his power level like a little fucking shit. <laughs> Yeah, he's wearing, a, wearing a shirt with like two like fourteen year old anime girls on it. Yeah, <laughs> Terrence is like, "There's a girl on the stream. I must hide my true power." Oh yeah, and Phil, no, but Philip Daniels has a boyfriend. Terrence, way. you can be a degenerate. It's fine. Yeah, there, Philip Daniels' was... comment was a governess. That's what it's called, a governess. That was the uh, title of the lady who would do all these things. You know, triple threat. You know, French uh manners and fucking you know uh, putting the uh putting the books on your head and then and anyway uh there were nobility uh you know youth who also became i mean this is from war and peace but i think this is also something that existed in the real world as well where in war and peace one of the characters who was an ambassador to uh germany he was like a 15 year old kid and he was already the rank of, you know, like this great ambassador figure. And that was commonplace. Everybody grew up fucking fast there. I mean, people died young, so you had to grow up fast. Peter the Great himself, he had a fucking uh, a, uh, a war reenactment uh, thing when he was like a tiny kid. He outfitted all his friends in like mini versions of the military uniform that all the soldiers had in Russia. And he fought mock battles with them, you know, using actual weaponry. And there were like deaths, and there were you know there were accidents happened, but you know oh. he was the emperor of Russia. Can you imagine so, like your friends yeah. with like literally the kid of the emperor, and you just get fucking domed, like <laughs> playing like like uh, playing uh, like an actual gunfight, but like it's real instead of pretend. <laughs> like you imagine that? it was it was a good strategy though because he was able to create really royal loyal troops 
when he became an adult. So, like, all the people who served with him back when he was a kid now served with him as an adult, and he could rely on them for anything. Like, they got the Spartan training from, you know, since they were, like, six years old. Yeah, I hear uh, Hitler did the same thing when he's seven. He put his friends in ovens. <laughs> you gotta start them really young. Weird. You gotta they teach them while they're young. <laughs> But uh, their theory was that if you, yeah, these kids of the ruling class, if they like just had like some old crone, like basically teaching them about uh, sex, that they get it out of the way. A lot of rich people, it comes up in like cinema. Like there was a show with um, Richard Gere, what was it called? Father, Mother, Son for the BBC or some shit, where it's like the same deal. Like the, the ruling class, they have like that same ethos of like, well, you know, you have to get it out of the way, which is kind of weird and fucked up. Like how depersonalized it is. It's almost like what Chris Chan believes should be like uh, kids should go through his form of sex education uh, where you like, you know, you have sex with a teacher or something. He believes that that's a way to like, you know, get it over with. So no one will become a loser, incel, yeah. boyfriend, free girl. Well, well Chris like, Chan's yeah. family was royalty. Wasn't, weren't they like her, his Chris, mother's side? Chris Chan Weston? to fuck Terrence. Please stop. <laughs> But uh, but anyway, when it, when when it comes, I mean, to, it's uh, true. He wants to uh, give you a there, little kiss, a little peck on the peck on the lips. There was a good comment, by the way, from Super Iron Bob, our great patron, Super Iron Bob, who says we over infantilize teenagers, which goes to why they act like children. I mean, that's pretty mm, true today. I'd true. say. I mean, and it may have been less true the further back we go. Like, do you? Uh, I don't know Beardson. Do you think we are living in an infantilized, in an over-infantilized state right now? Oh, yeah. I mean, look at me. I've, I've got a Vegeta figure in sitting here on my desk, and I'm 33 years old. Okay? Maybe? Like, I am a walking argument. <laughs> you know? I'm not going to No, I mean, that's, that. a good, that's a good point, though, because, I mean, like, back in the day, you know, you could be, like, 15, 16 and the head of your own household, you know? Yeah. So things are just different in modern times. You like, should obviously, have a job you're... by the time you're 14. Earlier than that, fourteen, like yeah. back then. I mean, you'd be lazy. like, not if your dad was a blacksmith, you were working as a blacksmith at like six years old. You yeah, know yeah I mean? they need those little That's hands to, to, to get into the areas okay, where exactly. adult hands can. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, there there is a use for you know, kind of like why they have a dachshund. You know, a dachshund is like a long wiener dog because you can get a dachshund through the hole to get the rabbit. You know, yeah. same thing with kids. They're small. They can work on those little factory yeah, ammunition I mean, it was, things. And... It was the same thing with like women too. Like obviously now I don't think 12 year 12, you know, 13 or 14 year old women should be married off to have children. But back in That's the day, I mean, trad. you were most yeah. likely, you were most likely not going to survive through childbirth mm. or not going to live yeah. past 30 or 40. I mean, you, you know what yeah. I mean? So it was, it was not uncommon time, yeah. back then, but obviously now is a totally different story. Well, even <laughs> now it's still, I mean, not, you know, not getting married at 13, but like getting a, you know, getting a job young still works today because yeah. like you don't got to fuck it. Cause I started working when I was 14. Like I didn't have to ask my fucking parents for money. I didn't have to like steal money out of my mom's wallet to do drugs. I just earned my own money to do drugs. My mom just gave me drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There is a uh, there is a strange thing though when it comes to Americans, which I don't find is as common for uh, the English or for some European, like especially not for the Italians nor for the Jews. When it comes to Americans, have this whole mentality of I must evacuate the nest, I must start my own nest, and you know the the grandparents would then go into the old folks' home and everybody would be separated. This is yeah, actually like some fifties atomization type. Yeah. Of 
And I'm not a big fan of that. And I think you can have both. Like you can both, let's say, start young as far as like, I got my first job when I was 15. I was painting cells for uh, independent for the independent animator Sigma Bauman. I think I was one of the last That's cell cool. painters on earth. But uh, anyway, you know, like you start young to focus on a career and stuff like that. But at the same time, just this need to completely differentiate yourself from your family. I think there's something waspish about it, even though I don't find yeah, that to I, be the I case in England. Very much so. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, I don't get the Eastern shame. Europeans do. They don't, they don't usually leave home until they're like 30. I mean, yeah, it's easy to think about when you consider the fact that the divorce rate is literally like 50%. It's like, what am I going to do? You know, if like if both yeah. of my parents were still married and we've lived in this one house together for my whole childhood, it would be one thing. But I think the problem is a lot of people, especially in the United States, like their parents are renting an apartment. There's no such thing as a family home. The parents are divorced. So that kind of thing is just not as common. Like for me, my parents were divorced. I think I was 14 when my parents divorced. And Damn. we lived in separate houses and, you know, then my mom was renting an apartment. It's like, where are we going to live forever while I'm having children? You know, so it's like moving out as 18 is like the ideal at that point. Yeah. So I think that's that's part of it. It's well, funny because for me, it's like the opposite um, where dang. my parents still together. Amazing relationship. My, they have a house that's paid off. And I've, you know, lived in my apartment now since uh, 2014 and friends like have called me crazy it's like dude your parents have an awesome house just go live there and live rent free i'm like honestly i love them to death and they're the best parents i could ever have but like nothing beats living on your own it comes yeah True. but it, it yeah. comes from that anglo wasp sort of uh, ethos like sending your kid like the british model of like sending your kids off to boarding school there's like that level of detachment from that like, for example, us Mediterraneans can't understand. There's sort of like that purposeful hardness, but I feel that that's becoming a thing of the past now. I mean, they call us millennials, the boomerang generation, because like the boomer, like socioeconomic uh, reality isn't there anymore. And especially now with the whole um, bullshit, uh, you know, because we're on YouTube, let's call it the Chinese imported delicacy uh, <laughs> because of that. I don't know, man. The last time we imported yeah. a Chinese and delicacy, it fucking ruined the world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that, that reality is quickly becoming like untenable for most people, unless you're going to like, I don't know, live in some fucking pod complex, like mm -hmm. uh, some tiny home shit. Eating the bugs. Telling the hipsters. Yeah. So. so will these be the eating two realities bugs, then? Or eating Oatly. Apparently, well, Oatly is going after some big Twitter accounts. Is, have you seen this? It's like the commercial with like the fat kid. And being a fat kid myself, I mean, I felt uh, it's this like company where they're selling like this bullshit ice cream, but they're trying to go after uh, right wing Twitter. It's like really mm -hmm. this really weird. Just type up Oatly UK on Twitter. They're like this, like the... The, the intern that's running the fucking thing is just going schizo. It's hilarious. But uh, if you know what if you're in the know. Oh, um, Thank you. But yeah, you're going to eat soy. You're going to eat uh, seed oil. You're going to eat uh, what bugs. What is this thing with seed oil that I just started hearing about? Well, because they, they, want, they don't want you to... Uh, bask in the nutrients of the uh, pure Mediterranean olive oil. They want you to... Uh, eat uh, seed oils that promote uh, bodily inflammation 
and uh, excess Same thing with vegetable storage. oil. Vegetable oil, yeah, if you look at no like the good. chart when vegetable oil was introduced to the American diet and when the rate of heart attacks went up, it's like directly linked go. to vegetable oil yeah. and not like butter and red meats like well, everybody it's like, says. But I think it's because but they had olive to is like a fruit. Uh, olive oil is supposedly, it's supposed to be better. What, I think what so. about uh, what even about straight up fat is supposed to what, be better? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. lard, lard. I've been on a, I've been on a straight carnivore diet for two years, like literally full on carnivore, like only meat. It's the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, no vegetable oil, nothing. You got to be aware of the Michaela Peterson pill. Basically, well, I learned it. I learned it. Michaela Peterson. Michaela Peterson looks great. When to go yeah. psychosis? Do not research. Yes. Do not research. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> when to go psychosis? Well, but, uh, one, of the, one of the benefits of uh, of, uh, of fake pandemic real virus is uh, Terrence <laughs> lost a lot of weight and stopped eating carbs because of it. Well, yeah, because I, I to this day, I when was it? Uh, December twelfth was when I got it, and I still don't really have my sense of smell or taste up to one hundred percent. I really? Have it I have it back. It's just not strong. It is still it is still very weak. Yeah, My but you barely eat carbs thing. now. Right, But team? yeah. Huh? You barely eat carbs now, right? I mean, like, when it comes... I've been eating a little bit more because, like I said, I do have a sense of, a sense of taste back. So, yeah. like, I can, if I had a pizza, I could probably taste it. But it's like, you know, I've just been drinking water straight because uh, for like almost a month flat i didn't taste anything so i was like fuck it i don't care i'll just drink water so how and much now i've actually just gotten cia paying you to say this what how much <laughs> is the cia paying you to say this <laughs> Trust my sister said the same thing though she only lost her taste of sense and smell but no no other symptoms like that was her only symptom basically i got that was my only symptom as well yeah well, I, had, my, yeah. I had some muscle pain in here and there i haven't and, gotten uh, it <laughs> I'm what like, is this screen over here? For like maybe a couple days, but the uh, the government told me I had it, but I didn't. Seventy five percent of men. Uh, this is the 75... only company that has this really strange, like cult like commercial. It's really weird. It just it it ticks all the boxes off. Put it that way. Um, Interesting. We're gonna have to take a look at that later. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, when I had it, like you know, thank God I you know me and my folks are all right, but. Then I kind of knew the whole thing was a psyop, but uh, <laughs> no, I just had like a few muscle yeah. pain. No, but to, to, be, well, no. to be fair, we also have a relatives who have had it, and well, relatives like friends, relatives who have had it, and one guy who uh, died, who was like a really fit guy, like he was, you know, like in his fifties or something, but he was fit, and he ended up dying from it. So it is a weird thing. Like, I can't say like just because you. Yeah, but there's experience... always going to be those exceptions. Yeah, there's people always going to be outliers. Even people that are healthy can die from the flu. Yeah, people if you if you look up the flu death rates from like 2016, 2017, and compare them to the COVID death rates it's right now, they're they're almost exactly. I was hospitalized from the flu at like 17. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, it sure. happens. Yeah. I was healthy. I mean, yeah. I was active. I was in all kinds of sports. It happens, you know. You know who doesn't get COVID? Smokers. Sorry, that's, that's true. true. That's exactly. That is true. That's probably what saved my old man because he's been smoking for 40 years. Do you miss the, uh, the the jewel vapes, by the way? Because are, are those uh, still banned? Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. It's a sore subject uh, for me. So <laughs> in New York City right now, you can't get the you can't get any flavor jewels. No, just Unless, like yeah. the shitty really? tobacco. Just menthol, right? Can you yeah. can you still get menthol? No you, can't, no, you can't get menthol. You can't get menthol either. Nah, Jesus Christ. Unless unless man, you got, this is why that, that that is menthol. 
That's why you just gotta smoke those extremely healthy cigarettes. Are you gonna send your volumes low, dude? Your guy trusts you and he gives you the shit he got under the counter. Yeah. Yeah. Are you up your volume a bit? There is also a stream that we are going to be doing this Friday with the uh, Raw Egg Nationalist. And uh, his diet is one that I have been trying out here and there. How it's done is you get a bunch of milk and I have raw milk. You get some. Actually, no, I use raw half and half. That's what you got to use, the raw half and half. I put like seven eggs in that thing, raw eggs. I put that in a blender. Ugh. Also, I may add some, um, uh, some sweetener like a... Um, uh, a high quality uh, maple syrup. I put that in there, and then that is the thing that I drink, and it tastes great, and I feel good. Now, the only problem, though, is that my body's still getting used to raw milk. Milk in general, it's never really been that good tolerating, but this is like A2, A2 milk. Eventually, I think it's going to get better. Maybe it's a matter of supplementing on certain enzymes. But anyway, the point is, is that these are things that people are rediscovering right now and seeing, like, you know, we don't need to eat all this fucking bread all the time. I mean, Gio, like, I know that you're a fan of, like, you know, Italian cuisine, you know, pasta is really nice. Yeah, I, but... think, I think diet is based off genetics and uh, genetic yeah. memory, in my opinion. I think, like, you know, someone who is Mediterranean genetically as opposed to someone who is from, I don't know, Sub-Sahara, like, it, you shouldn't be eating grains if you are of a particular genetic it stock. It depends on your ancestry. Yeah. That's 100% yeah. true. It depends on yeah. where mm. where you developed your diet. But that's racist, though. As an Italian, that's like you need to eat <laughs> when, uh, a certain amount of red sauce a week. Well, yeah. see, you know what sucks? You just gotta plug, you know plug it in your veins. Yeah. I'm Italian, <laughs> and we eat lasagna for every Christmas. Like, I've, I've always, I've been raised in my Italian family. I have a gluten allergy. Oof, that sucks. Brutal. Ready mm. pasta. Yeah, that's like when your parents, Fuck. when you were younger, Fuck. and your parents told you to like, oh, finish your dinner because they're starving kids in Africa. And it's like, actually, mom, uh, those kids can't process pasta. <laughs> Check me. <laughs> Libs owned. <laughs> but but even though that's the case, we still have like uh, North Koreans who are in height different from South Koreans. It doesn't take that long, maybe, to change a lot of these uh, genetic factors. Well, they're, too. they're just malnourished as shit. Like they don't fucking eat over no, there. If you're malnourished, yeah. you're not going to grow to your potential height. I don't know if you've yeah. ever seen that guy. Uh, it's a Russian guy, Anton, uh, Anton Gerzen. He like fucking smuggled himself into North Korea as a lawyer rather than a journalist. So he got way more like freedom to, to actually go around the around the country. And he goes to like the countryside and shit. And he's literally like, yeah, here's guys like they have no jobs and they're fucking like clipping grass with scissors and yeah. eating rats and shit. Like they have nothing right. over there. They have absolutely I, I, I bet this cat would love to eat some rats about now, right? <laughs> oh, she's so annoying. <laughs> she can't just sit in my lap. If she's here with me, she has. Oh, to there's another the one. Yeah, she's another one. She one. bothering you. <laughs> I mean, oh, we talk about a Russian guy smuggling himself in North Korea. This cat snuggled herself yeah. into uh, your lap <laughs> of love. <laughs> Yeah. That was a horrible joke, but I liked it. I, I've got plenty of them. No, this is my training to be a dad. I think if you tell enough dad yeah, jokes, yeah, of you bring it out into the universe. You, know? you gotta have the no, dad bod, the though, too. Dude, dude, you're ready to be a dad when you're like ready to like fist fight people over like forgetting the lights on. <laughs> like One of my roommates does that shit. I walk in the living room, nobody's there. Living room light is on, hallway light is on, kitchen light is yeah. on, bathroom light is on. Complaining about fuck? this last night. What are we lighting the neighborhood? 
That or oh, you, you feel somebody touch. You can just have like spider sense when somebody touches the thermostat. That's I don't the have other control side. the thermostat. I wish I did, dude. My, my <laughs> landlord the keeps this shit at like 73 degrees. Like, I'm sweating my balls off in my room. Well, the, uh, the worst, I mean, there is something that certain dads have when it comes to not liking when the uh, heat is on, like when yeah. the radiator is on and somebody opens a window. Now, yeah, yeah. I, but here's the thing, though. The radiators, from what I read, they were invented like their particular, you know, that that whole style of radiator. It mm-hmm. was invented in the twenty, uh, no, pre twenties after or you know, like during the plague, you know, yep. because we did go through a plague back then with the Spanish flu for the express purpose of having circulation in your room right. while still having uh, the room be heated. So what the fuck, like? Tell me how it works, because I am not an engineer. <laughs> when it comes to the window being open and the radiator is on, how does that affect the bill? Or so it's all it's all heat transfer because mm. uh, everything moves from hot to cold. So when, like that's like how you can develop a draft in your house is if there's like if you have any sort of like temperature gradient. So like it's cold outside, it's warm inside. So the the heat from inside is literally just going out. Like that's just mm-hmm. how it happens. That like mm-hmm. the air circulation thing sounds a little sketchy, where it's like the windows are closed, the air is still circulating. Um, are you t- you're talking about like the big like metal grate radiators? Yeah, right? you're not yeah, talking yeah. about like you're not talking about like air vents. No. Yeah, no, that's not gonna or that's not gonna circulate air because it's not it's not going anywhere. Like you'll have like some minor circulation if let's say uh, your only one room has the radiator in it and you need to heat the whole house. Then yeah, eventually all that heat is gonna like very slowly transfer throughout the house, but. If if the if if you have like the exact same temperature throughout your whole house, there's no temperature gradient, so there's no there's not going to be any airflow. Mm, I see. Yeah, I just cool like science lesson, nerd. This was the this was the dad portion <laughs> of the uh, sewing this discourse. This is the gayest part of the whole screen. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Come shovel my porch. <laughs> if you were wait, wait, doing wait, that on up, the podcast, why would you shovel like, your porch? Oh, it doesn't make any ten sense. Minutes to cut. <laughs> What the Wait, fuck James, it doesn't have an awning. James, <laughs> it doesn't have an awning. James, do you, do you want to be a dad? James, do you want to, you know, have Dude, kids? I can't even think about ever being a dad until I actually have enough money. To, to James, do James would be a great dad because he already gets pissed off at the littlest shit. It's true. This guy but runs women the posting movie. their L's. Like he has to find a woman first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, like would you? Would you? Like dead ass from any of the women that you've screen ca- or sent screen caps of that are on women posting their L's. Well, have you as that thought ever have you would you ever uh have a child with one of the women that you've posted on women posting their L's? Um I mean look, there's there's definitely some women on there that um that the only I've one post- I could think of was the one where it said uh I nutted inside of her and she's handing me crystals. Yeah. That one. That would be uh, the only one. But that- there's definitely some um some women on there that are have not taken too hard of L's that they are not uh ruined. They're not totally irredeemable. Yeah, they're not totally irredeemable. And I totally so. cut off Jessica. I'm very sorry. Yeah. I don't remember what I was saying. It's fine. Woman, woman, ignore me. James, so she's posted you... her L right there. <laughs> James, <laughs> she quite a yeah, few man. L's. Luckily he didn't follow me back then, so it's if fine. You, if, if wait, you got I, together all right, never mind. If you, what, Matt? If you got together with one of the, uh, if you got together with one of the girls from women posting their L's, um, and you guys got like married and had a kid, would you continue posting her L's? Hey man, <laughs> if she's my wife and she her, keeps posting her L's, you bet your ass I'm gonna fucking keep <laughs> no, that no, content no. going. So, it could be so, a good, uh, 
It could be a good psyop right there. Sub Twitter she, account mothers posting their L's. She she posts con- <laughs> she keeps posting L's that she makes up and gives me the content and uh, it's just a vicious cycle like that. And, You'd have uh, to post the, the your wedding photo because that would be her. <laughs> 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 Man, oh, yeah, posting the wedding photo Damn. on her Twitter. Beat me to it. I was gonna say something like that. <laughs> posting your L's by marrying the posting L's and guy. Leave, 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 yeah. leave. You leak the consummation. Like, look at this poor woman. Look at who who she had to fuck on her wedding night. (laughs) Best is if he marries, like, a very tall woman. And it's, like, him, like, just fucking five foot nine next to, like, some tall chick. I'm six foot, Gio, please. Six foot, sorry. I'm pardoned. A thousand pardons. Well, well, Danny DeVito managed to do it, right? Danny DeVito's got a... Dude, his wife is, like, his ex-wife, rather, is, like, an inch or two taller than him. Oh. She's oh, also okay. crit- that is kind of a stupid like I don't know like I know the height thing is is a biological imperative but it just I don't know it seems like something you can't change is height doesn't know. matter if you have money that's all mm. that matters like that if you're tall and have no money if you're tall and have no money it's better than if you're short and have your money because at least totally. if you're tall you have yeah. something to like, <laughs> but here here's a here's if you're controversial... short and have money you can put up with the shortness because you True. have the money. You know? But also, you can become rich. You can't become taller. <laughs> well, you can yeah. put yourself on the bed and then just yeah. crank it a little bit <laughs> every day. They do have know? the they do have those surgeries where they like break your bones and like reconstruct them. And that, shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was on Gattaca. But I got that with my penis. But you still need money for that. Like it's <laughs> okay. expensive. It's like a full body jelking that that goes on. I was gonna say that like jelking. <laughs> but, uh, but okay, this is gonna be a little bit controversial. But it's like when it comes to the guy who played Mini Me. So back to Austin Powers here. Mini Me, the guy who played Mini Me. Yeah, he, he married sure. somebody who was in a similar condition as him, and they had kids who were in a similar. No, was it him or the other guy? Because I don't know maybe it wasn't Vern Troyer. Maybe it was the guy who was uh, with uh, Ricky Gervais, who was uh, from Willow. You know who I'm talking about? You never watched Willow back in the day? Yeah, he was also the guy that played R2D. Yes. yes, No, uh, Wicked from Star Wars. I can't. Yeah, he was the furry guy in Star Wars. I don't remember who he was. Ewok or Chewbacca? Ewok, yes. Yeah, he was (laughs) was Wicked. Wicked, Terrence, the Ewok. Jesus. Yes, exactly. So, So anyway, like, they had kids, and their kids inherited the same condition of being small as the parents did. So when it comes to, like, you know, decisions that matter, it's like, you are bringing Eugenics people... talk, everyone! <laughs> you know, it's so funny that we're bringing this up, because my, my fiancé and I were just talking about this recently. Oh, she didn't want to have kids with a retarded guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll... Yeah. Really enough, that's why she, she's marrying me. <laughs> I, I, I specifically yeah. want retarded kids. <laughs> just, I, I mean, whoever ends up marrying me well, is gonna be a woman to, with a retard fetish. So. You need to get a two autistic, uh, autistic woman, autistic male, and you have to create a super, a, a super race of. Uh, you have to that that will be the, the what Nietzsche you know Highly talks about philosophers of the future. <laughs> you have to be careful who you ask though, because some people will say autistic women don't exist. Oh, they, oh exist, no, they exist. They and they're the there's, there's there's people that that gatekeep autism. <laughs> I, I think they, don't they say that oh, yeah. autistic women are different though? Like they have almost like similar personalities to men. Than I mean, look at how much Jugs talks about astrology. She's autistic, and I love her. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Every well, the connection. Have, every fe- almost. Well, every astrology is autism. Astrology is autism for women. Exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, how, how would you, racism no, for women, not, but oh yes. <laughs> now, how would you define autism? I know that there's like an official definition for autism, but it's been so you know besmirched by other definitions. So, what is the proper definition for autism? The proper definition like is when you act definition. like me or Terrence or Arsene or Matt or Beardson. I feel like the proper or definition. Gia. No, I feel like the proper definition for autism is whenever a parent gets tired of you, you're autistic. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Jesus. So there's like a medical like, definition for autism, and then there's like the internet definition. Exactly the internet yeah. definition. Well, the, the internet definition like, for autism is just like like you're you can kind be autistic. You can be autistic, like you can be acting autistic without being autistic. You know? Yeah, yeah. of course. There, there's a, a. I remember coming across this article. I forget. I think it might have been <laughs> Borzy. It might have been Borzy. I forget. Who, the internet makes you autistic. I think it was Borzy that said that, you know, 100% so she, fact. Yeah. It, it was that. Yeah. It was either Borzy or Bab, but it was uh, about the social dynamics that were created from the early internet. And even up until the 2010s, basically created what people refer to as internet autism in that because of uh, largely through anonymity, because of like through posting and through content that's generated from the lack of like social cues that are in meat space, this creates like a whole generation of kids who basically have autistic traits of obsessiveness, lack of social cues, but also this sort of weird fixations that can create things that are quite uh, interesting. But that being said, it's like nowadays, it seems that the internet is going towards this, like they're going to colonize the, the zoomers with it. This like TikTok model of like, well, now we got to go back to dot, you know, having your face everywhere and having mm. your real name and shit. And it's uh, the, the fact that corporations want even more normies on the internet is sort of like getting rid of the original, autistic ethos of what it was like to be on the internet back like i would say at least before maybe like 20 2010 or something now it's like all it's all bullshit it's all uh i think the furries okay. are the last stronghold of like true the last ones who've hung in there the longest like they haven't yeah. they haven't like whitewashed or like watered down their fucking movement at all they're just like nope we still just want to fuck dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, to be fair, that's like, there are certain people within the furry community, like uh, uh, Kiro the Wolf and the Zoo Crew. But, uh, right. you know, we had furries on who were not about that, that but is, they were the about more... You know what that is, makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we have uh, we have Brittany Venti in the chat. She says she is here for Jess, so welcome, Brittany. I no was way. This, I, yeah, I was this close to meeting you at the uh, Skankfest uh, comedy festival back in the day, and your friend well, was making was too a lot nervous of nervous to go and talk to a girl IRL. I know I was in line. I was in line, good sir. I was waiting. She was too to... pretty. I got nervous. She is anyway, very pretty. Anyway, Brittany knows a good friend like of mine. like that Apu Pepe with like his fucking pants all wet. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to by the way, shout out to my friend Julia who is friends with Brittany IRL. Queen so Julia is also a queen and I love her very nice. much. And yeah, uh, Cream Wizard, hold on, five dollars, five dollars from Cream Wizard who says carbs are autism. Yes, Cream Wizard is my new chat best friend. We've been bonding over uh low carb diets. <laughs> and being a wizard of creaming things. Well, that sounds a little degenerate. I don't know about all that. I mean, no, cream, cream is super, great. I got some raw cream from the You just the, uh, had to talk, like, uh, mention it, James, and already in the chat, we have milk, 
Booba, Creamy. <laughs> oh my god. Those, those are Beardson's Fuck. people. Sorry. <laughs> well, this this would be a good opportunity for me to make an you see, this is internet autism right here because yes. the internet autistic people on the internet are creating a neo uh, a postmodern fertility cult around a booba and milkies and instagram no, and not, <laughs> what, so there's just no and you've been on 4chan there's just nobody to like kick your ass for saying that in real life that's why they do it there's no one like stop you for saying say like, that oh, in real life are you kidding me i was gonna say you Terrence, hear him say that all the time Terrence talks about milkies every day of his life in our group chat <laughs> I, I, I just i just found out what they were a week ago internet autism personified but he the only difference is that he actually has social cues Guys, what if the YouTube chat say I'm timed out? Was I timed out? <laughs> what? Oh, that I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to see what's going on there. Oh no, that is horrible. How how dare how dare the YouTube chat do that? I don't know what's going on there. But uh, listen, guys. You have to go to uh, millersbiofarm.com. They are not an official sponsor as of yet, but I really enjoy their milk. So go to Miller's Bio Farm. Uh, and order some raw milk. They have raw milk. They have raw cream. It's really good. I'm telling you. So, Brittany Venti, go go get some of this raw milk, and maybe they could be a sponsor for your show too. So, no, we and need it's, Ab- it's a nice cow, no. right? L- L- Abigail, the first milk company that hires Abigail Shapiro as a spokesperson. That's they're gonna go through the <laughs> on you. I'm buying. Oh, she had a, she had a breast reduction recently. No, oh. it was not a breast reduction. No, no. no. <laughs> Listen to the expert come out. She had a, she had a non-cancerous lump. Listen to the expert. Oh, it was just there just was a mass yeah. suicide yeah. of esoteric right wing shit posters if she got breast reduction. So yeah, yeah. I, I wonder. I wonder. Her, her I wonder if Ben Shapiro knows like that. The whole of the internet, like weirdo right wing people, have like basically like thirst posted about his sister all this time. Okay, I mean, he must come herself. across it. He must. Have you seen her Facebook? She knowingly posts pictures where her feet are in the center of the picture. <laughs> That's she does right. it on I have purpose. Seen I have seen she does those. it on purpose. There's no way she's smart. She does it. It's not that she doesn't Beardson know. has a whole folder of that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if so, what, so what you're it, saying is she's asking for it. Is that what you're saying? Because said she asks for it. No, she's she's actively like Well, we should do a. We should get to the bottom of this by inviting Gabby Shapiro on the show with Jessix and Brittany. And I would, just I would never. We'll have another e-girl stream. On, yeah. I would never post my feet on social media at all because you know these people are out there. Don't yeah, worry, that's everybody all I'm got saying. them. Everybody got them. Before, as soon as somebody tweeted out I was going to be on the show, I got like three DMs like, "Hey, here's her feet, by the way. You want those?" <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'll keep them on the download. Don't worry. <laughs> Beardson oh, has like man. the black market of e-girl feet pick. I do. I got them all. Oh no. You guys have Pokemon card binders? I've got a binder full of feet over here. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I'm not Didn't surprised. that one chick uh, chicken out she just posted with socks on? What's her name? Tara? That was uh that was oh, no, no that was e-girl tournament. That was many moons ago. Yeah, I've got I've got the sockless version if you want it, just DM me later. Oh <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh boy! And guys, Classic don't forget Beardson. right now that there is a gap. Don't forget to fucking like subscribe. Camp feet picks. <laughs> Brittany, subscribe to our show right now. And also, I would love to have you as a guest on the Sewing Discourse with Brittany Venti here. Check out some of our other videos. We do a lot of great. Uh, like Jessica, you've been here before. So, what is your opinion of BTR? What BTR has to offer to the world? 
It's all right, I guess. No, don't worry. I've, t- I've talked to her. I'm trying to get her on here. Don't worry. I just oh. we have to go through. You know, there's a very rigorous process with her manager and all that. No, it's just a matter of like finding a time that's good for everyone. We'll figure it out. Excellent. And, and also, and while we're, we're shilling yet again, we'll have to shill. Yeah. MK Ultra Money podcast. Go Spotify, there right now. Baby. Yeah. Where's Spotify. your Patreon, by the way? I'm pulling that up right now. I was literally post that too. in the middle of doing that. Let's get some fucking let's get some fucking patience. Yeah, and where's my money, bitch? I've been on like three of your premium episodes. <laughs> You're not getting any of the money. Uh, excuse me, I haven't seen any money. <laughs> and look at this beautiful what? logo over here. This was done by five. Yeah, ultra money, more like no money. Matt, <laughs> you're not seeing any of the money because it's going to all the fucking single Pokemon cards you've been buying throughout the last month and a half. Yeah, you're yeah, like, you're no like Chris Chan. I'm paying, like Chris I'm paying, Chan I'm paying Legos. Out, yeah, I paid for that Bianca Full Art. I know I did. Let's just all go to James's house and kick his ass until he pays us what he owes. I, I had to recoup the cost of all the equipment, which I only just hit. That sounds like a you or, problem. Or almost yeah, there. that does sound like <laughs> a, a you, you problem. problem. Not going to lie. So. Oh, by the I'm way, sorry for the people... I spent close to a grand on equipment, guys. It's a podcast, not a movie. Equipment. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> by the way, for the people, uh, buy, buying nice equipment like this and the mic and the arms and just, you know. Hang on, sure... we're going to do, do an evaluation here. How much is that? <laughs> <laughs> by the way, for the people who are wondering what the fuck is behind me, it's a nutcracker that my father created, Alexander Polyakov, and here you could see the nutcracker in his full glory. So uh, if you become a Patreon, patreon.com slash break the rules, he is going to make uh, wooden uh, magnets. Right now he is working on a definitely legit wooden magnet that's going to be done real soon and uh, other magnets as well. Uh, he's going to do a fat lioness. I'm not going to say Nala because it's legally speaking, it's not Nala. It has nothing to do with Lion King. It is a inflated n- lioness wooden you magnet. You almost said Nala. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, it'll be done, and maybe somebody will turn it into a beautiful medallion that they will proudly wear at the uh, real-life BTR meetup that we're right, going to so have. Just because of that, I'm not going to subscribe to the Patreon. Well, if you subscribe to the MK Ultra Money Patreon, no matter if the money goes to me, mm-hmm. Terrence, or Matt, it's all going to fund the same thing, and that is shiny cardboard, baby. Sorry, nice. yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to give that one a pass too. Yeah, we're going on, I'm going on strike, dude. Yeah. Our, um, <laughs> yes, calm down. It's better Pokemon cards than Funko Pops. Hold on, you guys remember this? This is the the Japanese Neo set over here. Hey! What the so, fuck? I got yeah. that. Yeah, this this brings back some memories, doesn't it? Look oh, at these guys over shit. here. Terrence, Martin said you still owe him a Patreon sketch since he's the $25 tier. Of what? I don't know. Martin, what do you want? Terrence is your little cock slave, so. <laughs> I'm getting the $25 uh, yeah. set somewhere, though. What? That $25 is getting to me somehow. I don't care if it's by you or Matt, but someone's giving me $25. <laughs> Terrence, suck a dick. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Yeah, that's awesome. Come up. Oh, my God. Oh, the green screen. Uh. That Pichu is so, actually a playable card, too. Yeah, that's uh, that's from the second uh, Neo's uh, promo. Uh, yeah. All I see is the Binder. fucking Nutcracker. I want to see Pokemon. Well, we already <laughs> talked about uh, autism, so... <laughs> Yeah. Matt, look, Terrence, look why, don't, why don't you guys talk about some of your uh, your favorite moments from the, the first season of making the podcast? Uh, uh, honestly, still to this day, uh, one I of can the... tell you what my least favorite one was. What? What? 
it what's your least my favorite? favorite? Uh, driving to the city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man, we had some very heartfelt moments driving. Yeah, back heartfelt moments of Terrence when just I was like, strong, like bewilderingly bashing me with venom knowledge. <laughs> I, yes, I was venom explaining while you were while I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Terrence. Tell no, you tell, honestly, tell your favorite well, moment. So- I'll I'll think of one. One of my favorites is still that Pokemon episode, man. It's just, it was so good. The first one we did for Pokemon, the first movie? Yeah. That was an early episode, too. I know. I think that was almost, that was, uh, what, 2019? Well, yeah, that's when Uh, we started doing it, Terrence. (laughs) I mean, in November is what I meant to say. November of 2019. Um, It was just just getting drunk. That, That was fun. And I think that was the night where I actually, because Matt left, uh, Matt left, and I decided to stay. And I think I left at like twelve or one. But I actually, for the first time, and I know I'm getting old when that happened, uh, I fell asleep on the fucking train, <laughs> and then I I woke up in fucking Babylon. So for uh, and for I took, explain that to people that don't know Long Island. I I was getting careful. So I live on Long Island and Babylon is almost all the way, well, not all the way down, but it's pretty much from Babylon to New York is probably about, I don't know, I want to say an hour and 30 minutes. And then uh, from where I live, uh, I had to take an Uber and that call, and that's was like, what, another 40 minutes, give or take. So it was literally the last station. I woke up, uh, The one of the fucking conductors woke me up. So I had to pay for an Uber to take me all the way home, and that was that was fun. Now, Classic I don't understand the naming of... Ba- okay, so they have Babylon. They also have uh, Jericho. Now, Jericho was a city that was destroyed by the Hebrews in the, the Old Testament. Why would you name your town after that? <laughs> now, bro, I a don't lot- fucking know. It's just funny words. A lot of Long Island towns are named... A- no, Terrence, shut the fuck up. It's just a lot of a lot of Long Island town names are named after um, Native American tribes that that settled on Long Island. That is same true. thing here in Florida. That's just, yeah. that's the same thing. Our, yeah, but that's our not a big lake is is named after a tribe. But that's not a tribe though. Babylon is not a tribe. It was an that's ancient biblical, city. Yeah. It's no, got, it's not. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. know if it, it, it got to. It got too big for its britches when it built that Tower of Babel, and then God struck it down and made everybody forget uh, the universal uh, Adamic language or whatever. So I don't know. Well, like, it, why would you name your of, city that? So Long Island is built up of two counties, Nassau County and Suffolk County, and Babylon is the town that's pretty much all the way at the end of Nassau County. Uh, it's actually one of the last, if not the last town in Nassau before you go into Suffolk. Terrence, Babylon is Suffolk. Oh, it is? <laughs> yeah. All right. Hold on, let let <laughs> me take a look. Suffolk for, County. For, for the people who care about Long Island geography. <laughs> I think they named by it the way, By the way, Francis E. Deck was also from Nassau County. That's where he was disbarred yeah. from being a lawyer in Nassau County in Hempstead, New York. Mm. Uh, and oh, by the way, Hempstead's great if you want to get robbed. <laughs> Well, he yeah, called it. He fun. called it a, uh, and I quote, "low deadly N word town old house that he lived in." So, um, and and it's gone now. Like if you go to Google Maps and try to find that house, it's just yeah, it's uh, been demolished. Yes. By the way, check out my podcast I did it with Jeffrey uh, Schulberg, Schulenberger. Well, um, 
So where I talk about fantasy deck. <laughs> um, Long Island does this awesome thing that when a town gets too ghetto, they just rename it. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, similar to Hempstead, there's this another terrible, uh, uh, another terrible town on Long Island. It's called Wine Dance. That they, oh, they renamed, renamed it Wheatley West Heights to try to sound fancy. Wait, what? No, no, no. Wine Dance. They renamed Wheatley Heights. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. I didn't know about that. Uh huh. I, I don't know if the whole town, but I know like the the absolute shitty part, like on the south. They renamed Wheatley Heights. Oh, that man. sounds so much nicer than Wine Dance. Yeah. Well, if you drive through there, you're like, oh, Wheatley Heights. That sounds so nice. And then like you get robbed Sight. at gunpoint at a stop sign. Wait, so yeah. so which are the bad neighborhoods in Babylon? I mean, in, um, in yeah. Long Island? Like, yeah. which are the ones Wine you Dance, Brentwood, Hempstead. Um, a good chunk of Nassau County. Um, the whole the, fucking place H- Huntington is Station, <laughs> even though Huntington has some of the nicest parts of Long Island, Huntington mm. Station specifically is dog shit. But then when you go forward to Suffolk County, like, I don't know, the Hamptons or whatever, that area pretty safe. people. It's yeah, just so a bunch of old white people. Just them rich white folks. Yeah. And it's what too about far like, out. Uh, like I never even yeah. go out. I've been to the Hamptons like twice, like once for a party in high school and then once for the film festival. The, and like other than that, I think I went I went out on North Shore far out once with one of my friends. Um and then other than that, it's just like it's way too far out that there's no reason to go that that deep on Long Island. Yeah, the, yeah. Hamptons, the Hamptons is really nice, but like, there's no, there's not even cell phone service out there. It's like the fucking no. sticks. Like, it, it sucks because every, at the end of like uh, the beginning of the summer, I would always go to Bonsoak with my folks, and like, the place is beautiful. It's you know, good beach area, it's great food, but yeah, it's nothing but like woods, uh, cell phone service. You get dick. It's nothing, but it's it's nice to look at. But you know, that's that's about it. I, I I couldn't live there. I missed out on going to Bartyborn when I was like early twenties, uh, which you went to quite Bartyborn after after uh, <laughs> after yeah after the the virus that shall not be named. Um, they're they're never gonna reopen. Ever. No way, Matt. You want to explain to them what Bartyborn no is? Yeah, so Bartyborn is this uh, is this Long Island spot out in Hampton Bays in Suffolk County where they only open for the summer and they're only open on the weekends. So they're only open Saturday, Sunday from June to the first two weeks of September. And it's an outdoor bar, essentially, on like a sand pit that you just you have to get there at like eight o'clock in the morning to stand online until noon when they open to even get a spot inside you pay 20 bucks and then it's two dollar bud lights the entire entire time that you're in there and everyone is just absolutely wasted covered uh, in smiley face they stickers yeah covered in these sti- so they give you these reams of stickers when you walk in of smiley faces and you're so pretty much the the basics of the stickers are is you're supposed to go up to to people of the or i was going to say the opposite sex but the people <gasps> the people that you're attracted to put a sticker on them make out with them and then go to the next person and the person that has the most stickers is quote-unquote the hottest person in the bar <laughs> i feel like this can't exist anymore for obvious reasons and well yeah, yeah. well the, the problem is is that you had to wait so long online and it's like the middle of the summer it's like fucking 95 degrees degrees outside you're drinking on the party bus that you took with 50 of your friends there and before you even walk through the door you're blackout drunk i'm so pissed i missed out on that <laughs> 
I'm Noah so Hugbox, plot. did you miss out on that? Or I mean, you're pretty much at the age well, right like, now I, where it's, uh, it's weird how New York. I think I just had to talk about yeah. New York all the time. What's up, Noah? What's up, fellas? It's been two weeks. It's been one weeks. Okay, I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah. That whole thing. <laughs> that Although I did. Were talking about getting blackout oh, yeah. drunk? Is that what we were talking about? <laughs> no, we were we were talking about this place on Long Island uh, that will never exist again because of. Uh, Chinese epidemic, but uh, it's called Bordy Barn, where pretty much um, you just get super blackout drunk at and take a party bus to in the Hamptons and pure degeneracy. But it's like really just people in their early 20s that do it mm. for the most part. And with with how close everyone is in proximity there, we'll just never open up again. Oh, absolutely not. Mm. They actually. I- they, they, so there's a disclaimer when you walk through the door uh, that all the all like the bus drivers and all the security guards say to you that if you're here, Without your significant other, and you have a significant other, text them and break up with them now. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh man, I also like looking at some of the big mansions around, like uh, East Hampton. There's this one mansion which I call the "fuck you" mansion, which is built by this guy who has a you know very bad job history as far as you know polluting and doing all kinds of seedy stuff. But this mansion, the neighbors complain because it has a helicopter pad, so he lands his fucking helicopter there and just makes a lot of noise for everybody. But he doesn't give a fuck. You know, there are some people out there like that. So uh... that's how I want to be. Like, what's, what's the point yeah. of having neighbors except like getting them to fucking hate you exactly and he, he's he's distance enough that i think uh, he doesn't even mind that like his entire let me see if i could load that up but while i'm loading that up once again all new people don't forget to subscribe right fucking now what are you doing not subscribing this is the greatest show in the internet history and we are so honored to have all these beautiful People I mean, it's here. definitely not that, but it's... Yes, it is. Fuck you, it is that. This is your day. It's supposed hilarious. to be. Yes. And uh, Noah Hugbox, how have you been, my friend? What have you been up to while I'm searching for this mansion? I've been excellent. I've been working on a stupendous new video lately that I'm very excited for. Can what is this, this, what is this video? <laughs> it's about Dream. Oh, uh, he didn't attack you on culture. Reddit first. He didn't attack you on Reddit first, huh? <laughs> I was watching that stream today. Bro, I was literally, like, I literally... I've been watching this whole thing because obviously, like, I'm mutuals with all of them, like, John Swan and Nick and yeah. stuff. And he just went fucking off on his stream today, but in, like, the worst way. His stream was terrible. He didn't, uh, I don't know, whatever. I, anyway. I was, what, I was what watching is that, stream and that sounded like he did this stream where, like, he went after this dude, John Swan, who I think that he came. Either he or Nick came after me in the past, and I like it was didn't... it was Nick, yeah. Nick yeah, I didn't even because like... of the Carson thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like didn't even give a fuck to respond that much at my size. And then this dude with like sixteen million, whatever, whatever he has, decides to go yeah. and do a fucking stream about it, where he's yeah. like, I infiltrated their Discord server and I had spies all around. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? And the entire time he's talking like this kind of like like kind of like what a kid you're playing a game and like he doesn't know how to insult you you know what i mean like (laughs) i was like i was watching this and i was this is last night i started typing the script to this video unbeknownst to me that this was going on and then i woke up today and i watched that stream and i was literally in tears like i was literally laughing so fucking hard because i was like what the hell is going on is like what is this discourse yeah what is this in reference to though like what what is this uh somebody made like a fake account of dream that was like spamming the n-word to people 
No, and okay, listen. Something so like, I don't know. How was Arsene doing it, actually? Basically. <laughs> and, um, and I'm going to do it 200 more times today. Basically, <laughs> John Swan was, was making, is helping somebody make a video about Dream. So Dream saw that and decided to, like, slander him on some small subreddit saying that he did this and that, which there isn't a whole lot of proof for. Basically, he accused John Swan of impersonating Dream and DMs with people sending multiple fans of dream the n-word and all kinds of sexual oh, solicitations wow. and stuff like that but then the receipts that he pulled out on stream didn't show any n-word it showed one he said the word sex once but it wasn't like a sexual comment you know what i mean stuff like he that he was just so talking about all the gay sex he has yeah, essentially <laughs> with, I with, guess. Uh, with people of the african-american community <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's weird. And then Dreams Dreams uh stream about it was like, you know, it's his his fans are the type of fans where you you know, he can say pretty much anything and they're going to agree with him. You know, it's just one of those relationships with his fans. So, so he, he can, can make start- one point that sounds good and then none of the other points have to make any sense and they'll just act like it's all So Jess, what good. you're telling me is that he has an army of 18 million 14-year-olds that 14-year-olds can- exactly. That yes. he can turn into the biggest racist of all time. He yes. also and the minute Jeez. the minute that there's a face to him and it turns out he's probably ugly then they're probably not going to be a fan of him anymore. Yeah, how are you going to get 18 million and haven't been face docs? Wait, who insane. is Dream though? Maybe I'm just a he's, Minecraft he's YouTuber. Yeah, he's, he's this Minecraft dude that okay. says he's like, I figured out how to exploit the algorithm perfectly so I would grow. Yeah. And I always knew yeah. that I, I'm like, it's, he's a very intense competitive oh. YouTube kind of guy, is what I get. But he also said in that stream, which absolutely slayed me. Was he was saying that uh, whatever 12, 14 year olds, whatever, like whatever John Swan was claiming, like hijacked his account. He was implying like, that they were well, stupid. I, yeah, he was, he was like 12 and 14 year olds don't know what the TOS is. They can't they use don't know what coding is. Oh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? That's your entire I, audience. That's exactly <laughs> what I tweeted. I was like, Dream literally just insulted 95% of his audience by implying <laughs> that they don't know what coding and TOS oh. is. You have to like have an audience that like from the start you're making fun of. Exactly. It's, it's, you have to yeah, have a make funnable true. of audience. Because like I mean, he calls his fucking... audience kittens. He says that they're sweet, adorable kittens. Like Comptown and Red Scare have been like ripping on their audiences like since they started. And that's like the way to go. <laughs> well, you should loathe anybody that idolizes you. False idolatry is a sin. That's right. That's true. Worship Jesus Christ, baby. You have to really install in your audience a sort of an air that you can change on a dime and that they have to uh, expect the unexpected or else it's not going to go well. It's kind of like bands that change their sound. It's like, you know. I just don't want them to get pissed off if I get like arrested for drunk driving again. Can't do an episode for like two (laughs) weeks. Yeah, I mean, but, look, if you get arrested like to for drunk driving, avoid I'm just be like, he's Albanian. What do you expect, guys? Yeah. By the way, he just called that driving there. So yeah, this exactly. Is the, uh, <laughs> this is the East Hampton mansion over here. This is the entire thing from what I gather. Damn. How many, how many children have Wait, been raped in that Xavier? mansion? Is this Professor Xavier's mansion? <laughs> there's a weird, there's a weird, uh, que- the... like the Riddler, like question mark thing over here that goes into it. It's right yeah, by yeah. the Riddle beach be as this, well. Batman. What is both thirteen and fifty at the same time, Batman? <laughs> this is like this thing looks foreboding, like that. Um, you know that fucking, you know that jump scare video where it's like. Like the camera pan yeah. and the footage of yeah. like the green grassland, and then the little zombie comes in from the corner. 
Dude, that thing was terrifying as a kid, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Kids will never know true fear growing up now because that was true fear. Albanians aren't white, dude. I don't know what point you're trying to make. <laughs> the guy uh, in the stream think, thinking also, he's made some fucking discovery. Are, are we sure? Are we sure that that mansion's on Long Island? Because that blo- that water is way too fucking blue. <laughs> no, that is the Hamptons, and this is him. This is Ira. This is Ira Rennard over here. This is in the Wikipedia. Oh, you know that guy has raped so many kids. Well, Yo, in Minecraft, we, no, allegedly, in real life. we can't. Yo, I, we got, can't. I got I got to hand got... it to whoever's making the fucking suits for the lizard people. They get better and better every year. <laughs> almost look human now. There's now, uh, Mitch McConnell eyelids. Yeah. Now his, his biography <laughs> yeah. over here. Okay, so he did a uh, junk bond financing, which I'm not particularly oh. sure what exactly it is, but it doesn't sound legit. It sounds totally on the up and up. So There's his no strategy for building his company was to acquire all shares of struggling companies and to finance the acquisition by issuing junk bonds. Along the way, mm-hmm. Renner paid substantial dividends out of the business to himself. In a series of junk bond issues since '95, Renco subsidiaries have borrowed an estimated 1.5 billion and transferred 322 million 29% to Renko Group according to documents filed with the US Securities and Exchange Commission uh blah 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 <laughs> uh 60 million in debt payable over 8 year period uh blah 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 okay here we go uh what i want to get to environmental track record here we go so the renko group's environmental record in the u.s related to doe run provides a good example of this development uh blah 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 i'm trying to get to the good stuff over here uh magnesium uh emissions uh there was some stuff about oh environmental issues in uh, missouri uh they made substantial improvements well that's nice over here so U.S. Magnesium, third largest magnesium producer in the world, uh, blah, 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 EPA, blah, blah, blah. Okay, hazardous air pollutants, something Let's of that nature. get to the part about one of them raping children. I'm, I'm trying here. It's hard. I can't. I yeah, can't uh... Where's his rape cave? Listen, guys. <laughs> I, I, I don't rape, think Wikipedia rape, rape has things this. Are a, rape things are a story, not an event. You know, you got to watch the buildup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's like a it's a yeah it's like you have to sex. you got to wait for the build up to uh, to get to the climate. You got to wait for the build up before out. the finishing move then it's over. Yeah, yeah. So So look, look, I'm going to hand it to the guy. At least they're making improvements in their uh in their child sex rape dungeons track record. Yeah. That's got, by the way, that's the, also we've how... got the lowest pollution out of any child sex rape. <laughs> by the way, that's every time I see a property. Oh, go ahead. No, no, that's how Mitt Romney made his millions by becoming a corporate I'm garbage dump in the capital. <laughs> oh, that's no, I don't know about that. I mean, but no, he was he, basically he's got minders full of children. Yeah. He, the oh, reason he, he didn't get elected was because he didn't molest enough children. Well, unlike because Obama. he was part of the Mormon elites, and they don't have they have a yeah. different notion of molesting children than uh, the regular elites. That's why he didn't. Well, there, there, was, there was that offshoot of the Mormons, the uh, fundamental church of Latter Day Saints, where they had uh, Jeffs Warren Jeffs and his father Rulon. Oh Jeffs. yes, By the way, yes, that is yeah. a great that is a great name for like a Mormon Mormon patriarchal elder Rulon. Right? Imagine like naming your on Rulon. Like, of course, he's gonna rule things, you know? Well, the, Mo- the Mormons, they have more power than people think. They're all over the yeah, uh, yeah. intelligence agency. Mormons uh, and Nation of Islam are both, like, very, like, undercover influential groups. Yes. Like, people don't talk about how much influence... But Mike- Nation of Islam is why Michael Jackson's kids like, still kept all of his fucking estate money, because, like, all the, all yeah. the fucking vultures surrounding him while they, while they assassinated him 
the nation of islam is like what fucking kept all that shit together so his kids, this, this is rulon by the way this the is entire, him with his uh, wife michael jackson estate one of yeah, his she wives. looks like she looks like a front younger. for the child that's hiding underneath the dress. <laughs> yeah, 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 she, she like, looks nah, like see, I'm a regular old guy. Now. I just like fucking hot young women, not kids. But it, he, yeah, has, he has actually a... three kids stacked on top of each but other. But he has multiple <laughs> wives. This is the thing. <laughs> Say that. Look how small her hands are. Come on but he, now. But he has multiple wives or had and multiple he would, wives. What he would do right. is this was like total Pareto, like old, like ancient uh, Pareto patriarchy style where he would totally cuck every other uh, male, powerful male in the group. He would denounce the other powerful elders and he would just take over their wives in mass marriages. So that's like how he did silver it. Back look at the, look at that the expression gangster. on his face in that picture. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he knows what the, he the, did. The, the woman at the top, right? Her face is actually very horrifying. <laughs> Here's another one. Here's another picture with uh, oh, two God. gals. Soy facing. This is, bro, these are, <laughs> well, these are the fucking twins from The Shining. Yeah, well, yeah, Mormons have he, like an insane that's the amount of you make when you rape your children with a Funko Pop. <laughs> I can't that, believe the there is a picture of him. Said this. There, um, okay, there is a picture of him yeah, by the way with all his here. with all his wives over here. So let me see. Here are all rape of Rulon Jeff's pop. Jeff's wives over here. Here, here they are. There's a mass. No, there's more what's, than that. There was God. God. Which is it's really weird that he managed to find each and single one of them when they were nine years old. <laughs> Imagine the nagging, though. I mean. <laughs> It's but like a, you don't take the you don't take the trash out. There's a whole fucking chorus of women there just to fucking every bitch at you every five minutes, getting asked if you fix and the then, fucking leak under the and, sink. Yeah. Did and you piss on the toilet seat? <laughs> and get this: when his son took over, he just like basically like named all of uh, his father's wives to him. So he just like took over his father's uh, child brides yeah. when uh, the original shit. Jeffs died. Yeah, and, and let me show you the other Jeffs. So Warren Jeffs. Famous for being on the FBI's most wanted list, by the way. That's how. So, a lot oh, of... so is this entire stream. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but no, but I gotta say that um, th this sect of Mormons they broke off. They were from the OG, uh, the sect of Mormons that were hiding from the federal government Mormon? back in the 1800s, yeah. where they were chased them into the hills of Arizona. So is yeah, that's Warren? that's Warren Jeffs. Yeah, Bruh. look at that creepy motherfucker. They have, like, they have the same. Like, <laughs> we dude, talked like, about this last time. That is one hundred percent the pedophile smile, bro. Yeah, yeah, act, yeah, yeah bro. bro. It's like they took a whole family and were like, yeah, our look is gonna be Kim Jong Il. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what they would do is because he was claiming so many wives. Every like young men by the time they hit the age of sixteen, they would just send them off to like in Utah, and they became like homeless kids, or they would like try to build a life or whatever. They would basically just unperson them, like they would they call them, shun them. Yeah. So they like send them down the highway with like twenty bucks in their pocket, like here you go, you have no, we have no wives for you because uh, Warren Jeffs just fucking married all of them. So uh, yeah, oh, that, that man, one oh, man, picture there, he looks like. He looks like Ripley from like Alien Resurrection right there. Like, oh. <laughs> Look at that. By the way, now that we're talking about, well, I know you rebranded from Bell Femcast, but what is your favorite Alien movie? Everyone. Oh, I mean, I, I'm not too big on the franchise, but definitely the first one. I haven't yeah, rewatched Aliens yeah. though in like forever. So what was the last one they made? The very not before like Prometheus. No, before uh, that with, with uh, Sigourney it, Weaver. Yeah, I forgot what the, the, like the last one that came out. You mean resurrection? Resurrection. Yeah, yeah, resurrection. yeah. that was pretty. Yeah, that was, all right. that was pretty good. 
Where they were on that base? It was like the that best movie in sixth grade. Hmm. To be fair, I really like Prometheus. I think that movie's underrated as well. Yeah, the it is, that is I loved that when I saw it in the theaters. Yeah, the only thing they but, fucked up with yeah, Prometheus is that the, the fucking things that were supposed to be xenomorphs in the movie, they said, like, no, actually, these are a completely different thing. It's like, yeah. why? That's fucking yeah. stupid. And I can't, I can't stand, sense. as much as I watch, I like Prometheus, I can't stand it because they, like, Ridley Scott's comp corporation basically fucked over H.R. Geiger before he died. They like he didn't make a penny off of those movies, dude. Which is so it. fucking I sad. I didn't know that. That's fine. Ridley Scott yeah. is like the most incompetently successful film director of all time because he makes these awesome things and he has no understanding of why they're awesome. It was like him yeah. and Blade Runner. He's like, no, we're gonna make uh, Harrison Ford a, a a fucking robot, and everyone's like, <laughs> like why? Yeah. Like, can we just leave it? Kind of like, a, no, no, we're gonna like put a fucking unicorn in here so you know he's a robot. Yeah. And he's like, well, no, Ridley, like, let's just keep it up for the audience. It's, no, he's a fucking robot. He's gonna be a robot, and you're gonna yeah. know it. The problem the first, is the the wrong Scott brother died. Yeah. Oh, let's be real. Yeah. The first alien was successful uh, because of the people that really Scott surrounded himself with. Like he, he basically picked the bones off of the failed Dune project from Jodorowsky. So he, he got O'Bannon, which was his cinematographer and he got HR Geiger doing all the concept art along with Mobius. So really Scott basically had to do nothing, but apart from like actually direct but when it's debatable, whether he even did a lot of that because he had some very competent studio hands so yeah, you're right, Beardson. It's uh, Ridley Scott. I don't know. He's made some great movies. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but he is. Yeah. He just he does not well, understand. He's, he's kind of like a uh, Michael Bay in a uh, in a sense. Mm. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, Michael like, Bay is a true auteur, man. Uh, listen, Michael Bay is a god of cinema. Ridley Scott is just a guy that don't gets don't the work done. But the Transformers. I'm sorry. You got the Transformers. Sick men. Okay. I think I'm about to talk shit. Uh, Michael Bay discussion got real heated. I don't. Okay, I don't like well, the Transformers. No, oh, James designs. just tries to fucking talk Michael, over me, but he Michael doesn't realize Bay's that I'm louder than him. Smegma of American cinema. Okay, <laughs> Michael Bay is the apart from the Marvel bullshit. Michael Bay is like the culture industry's face of like here's this mindless bullshit that you're gonna feed. Well, but here's, I'm here's sorry, where he James. Redeems I'm himself. Sorry. Here's where here's where Michael <laughs> Bay redeems himself is that the the his editing and all of that shit. Yeah, that's yeah. is unmatched. It's fucking yeah, unmatched. Like nobody can even come. Bad Bad Boys 2 is arguably one of the greatest works of art across every fucking medium. You will not get a funnier gay joke than the fucking uh, when they're in the fucking uh, the electronics store together and their uh, their conversation (laughs) is on all the TVs and like everyone thinks that they're a fucking gay couple peak gay jokes it's never getting better than that well, especially well, there was, all, there was one in rush hour three where uh where uh chris Tucker's about to like have sex with that french woman and she's like i've never been with an american man before and he's like me neither that's <laughs> also a great line i love the rush hour movies too man i'm fucking goddamn but Bad Boys 2 specifically is like the apex of Michael Bay because his just style is on yeah. full force. Yep. The chemistry between fucking uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence is unmatched. Agreed. They're so fucking funny. The action is just, <laughs> it's peak early 2000s. It's, it will never be topped. It's, it will forever be that Michael Bay's best it is, early two thousand, it is cemented within that cultural moment of the, yeah. The but, honestly, I don't the know. only reason Michael Bay gets a bad rep is because of the Transformers movies. And it's like, yeah, Transformers 1 is boring fucking dog shit. Um, 2, 3, 4, all, f- uh, 5 all have enough one? great 
moments of greatness in it even if they're bloated messes with ugly looking transformers that there's like still like you see his style in there um and it's really if you take out transformers his only real weak link in the filmography is um is uh pearl harbor at that point which is actually his only movie i haven't seen but i know everyone pearl harbor was shit i just didn't like it and it's not even an action movie really so um compared to like his other action movies which is weird because that's the one you'd expect to be the action movie right (laughs) you know you know what's not shit by the way they couldn't get too racist that's probably why they're like ah this is gonna we're gonna with michael bay doing it no like you're you're using You're using a nuclear arm when you need a scalpel for this situation. What about this recent Michael Bay one where it's about the 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 more mutated version of uh I think like that was a huge psyop that film. I don't know what happened what? to it. Did people what, just the COVID about it? which film? Yeah, the 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 Woo Flu film. When I saw that I was like already? Oh, Wait, oh he, he made a COVID film? That. movie. Like <laughs> He's not, not really directing that, years. he's producing it, so it doesn't oh, count. Oh, he produced it, yeah. He produces a ton of garbage. Like you can you can never like count what these directors produce because that they're just making <clears> the money. But like yeah, it's kind of like the Weinsteins produced basically like cinema masterpieces, but we all know about the Weinstein yeah. Bros. A lot of stuff. So by the way, you, like, know doesn't, I'll go you know what doesn't you know what doesn't say that Michael Bay is not dumb though. Like you look at Painting Game, mm. and that's like one of the smartest films of last decade, and also one I of the best. I hated that movie. Well, you're retarded. You're Wait, he Albanian. directed that one? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh shit! I didn't. I didn't hate that because of. I didn't hate that movie because of Michael Bay. I hated it because Mark Wahlberg sucked in that fucking movie. Uh, it's Mark it, Wahlberg being racist. I thought that's what would be. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's not not in the right way. Not in the right. See, way. it's not even the racism though with Mark Wahlberg that gets me. It's the fact that he almost killed a guy back in the day, and people just uh, brush that aside yeah. as if it's nothing. I don't know. That's yeah, a pretty Marky Mark? When we were when we were when they were out there in Vietnam, they said the trees have eyes. Not if I was there, I'd guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> um, by so the way, am you I know, the it... only one? Am I the only one here who doesn't know anything about movies? Just want to make sure. I know like a woman not knowing anything about movies. I know five I know movies absolutely and three of them are the Lord of the Rings. If you were to click the top the ten time. most popular movies, I promise you I haven't seen a single one of them. Well, the only reason <laughs> Terrence knows anything he does about movies is because we've forced him to be on this podcast. Okay, fair enough. So. <laughs> Against my will. <clears throat> well, so what, about, what about you, it. Noah? And by the way, mm-hmm. I just want to acknowledge the fact that both Noah and Beardson are wearing a very similar uh, style yeah. of shirt. We are. That's why I kept asking in chat. I was like, how short is Beardson? I must know. <laughs> uh, five, seven. Okay. I'm pretty short, but you know, perfectly you. respectable. <laughs> I'm Indeed. average. I'm right in the average. And, and you know, and you know what else is perfectly respectable? Uh, becoming subscribers on DLive. For those who don't know, we also have a DLive channel that is currently streaming this exact same program. So, Beardson, I know you have a channel on DLive, and if there are people who are watching this right now who come from you, guys, we only have 73 fucking followers on DLive. This has to change. Go oh, there right now. Up. Because we're focused yes, so that's... on YouTube. We step have it to, up, guys. Uh, step up on DLive. Exactly, yes. DLive is important. All these different streams are important. I want to do a TikTok channel. I want to take all the best of BTR, put it in vertical mode, and expose that to the TikTok kids, except for the Chinese ones. And we should be having a China stream on Thursday with a member of the Falun Gong. And uh, she's also a writer Damn. for Did you uh, manage to get Spandrel on that stream, by the way? Uh, let me l- let me try. Right now, I'm, uh, there's a lot of things that I got to do, but l- let me see. I-, I should be able to get him on. And uh, 
Yes, China stream and then Raw Egg National stream. That's coming on Friday right after. Ooh, sorry about that. All, all the chicken. This is really delicious chicken, by the way. Look how look how nice it is and how warm it is. You know, warm for my Wait, belly. Michael Bay did The Rock. That was a good yep, film. Yep, he that did was The Rock. Yeah. Um, honestly, the TikToks should just be Jules drunk doing fucking <laughs> schizo posting. <laughs> That's, dude, literally so. Jules has been on, uh, I think, two episodes now for season two. Um both nice. with Arsene there. Terrence was there for one of them. And like, it will just be like me and Arsene trying to do bits. And like, t Jules just in the middle just starts schizo posting about yeah. like just random fucking like. Oh, he has some brilliant really serious topic while I'm talking about how smelly my balls are that day. And I'm like, all right, this is good. But honestly, it fits the MK Ultra. It's fun. Uh, no, it's vibe awesome. well. I love it. Is, yeah, is Jules schizo posting and us Jules being retarded? Jules is the straight man. I'm yeah, when it's the when three of us, a... he's definitely the straight man. By the way, wanna... no Bavona, thank you so much for subscribing on DLive. I really appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much. Yeah, I need to come back on now that it's on a film cast because the last time I came on, James was like, all right, so what movie do you want to talk about? And I'm like, uh, I don't know, Life Aquatic, I guess. And I went and watched the Life Aquatic like right before the 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 podcast, and we didn't even fucking talk about the movie at all. It's like, oh, awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, like a good amount of episodes. <laughs> yeah that, but that's but, also like why i rebrand it too and it's just like you know we there there's some episodes where we talk about the whole time but then there's so many that it's just we don't and i figured it just made more sense so it's like let's just cut the fucking film focus and still do film episodes when we actually want to do it yeah, yeah, what, we, what, we, for me. what we what we really want to do is a pokemon podcast but that's yeah exactly well, look, I'm going to try my best, no promises, but I did go to school with Sarah Natachini, who is the voice of Ash Ketchum. So oh, let me did? see if I For can. Sure. Yeah, I, I used oh, to go to the fuck. Lee Strasberg Theater Institute back in the day. So I went to school with her. I went to school with Zena Gray, who was the daughter of Alex Gray, who, if you don't know who he is, he's the guy who makes all this psychedelic art. And um, who else did I go to school with? I, d I think Lady Gaga was one of the teacher's assistants back when I was at Lee Strasberg. Because Yvette, oh, who was one of our teachers, used to call everybody monster. And, you know, Yvette, I think she's still there. But I think Lady Gaga picked that up from Yvette and started calling everybody monster. That's where that whole thing came from. So well, I was around... Lady Gaga, we have to get Marina Abramovic on the stream yes. right away. Absolutely, a must. True. we must. A and by the way, true. Beardson, fill me in. Who is one Wally? I've just become fascinated with his posts. He's very similar in his posting style to uh, Nehmal, if you know Nehmal Cutie on Twitter. But uh, who is one Wally? Because I'm kind of curious about him. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, all right. I, 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 I have I, no clue. Okay, that 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 is perfectly fine. Must have been a miss uh, miss uh, miscommunication because I thought that swing uh, and a miss. Yes, I thought you were on. following him. Whatever, but he's may, maybe. Let me see. Hang on. Let me check. I maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm an old man. My daughtering old man. You're, 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 also you're the same age as I am, so no no, no excuses. No, but yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't follow that guy. I have no yeah, idea. Which means is. you're old too. <laughs> but but, he, but he's an interesting fellow. He's got this. Uh, Profile picture of Wally, you know, from Disney's Wally, Android Frog, Christian, uh, in interesting guy. You know, he has this nice love of friends, Jesus's love thing over here on his uh, profile picture. So, uh, yeah, pretty it's cool. All right, man, don't worry about it. Yeah. And guys, once again, don't forget to keep subscribing. We have hits, we have misses, but your subscriptions. And you have me outside your house watching you exactly. not subscribe. 
your subscriptions and Zen Zen for Nord just followed on D Live. Thank you so much, Zen for Nord. I love you. I appreciate it so much. And again, I don't love you in the way that I personally know you. I love you in the way that I expect the very best out of our BTR. He loves community. you in a way that he expects you to DM him feet pics. So exactly, yeah. the Feet-ha. kind of love. <laughs> yes. No, Booba, Fita, it's all, it's all Gouda. And, uh, okay, anyway, enough of, uh, enough of that bullshit. Matt, you never, uh, you never came up with a favorite moment from the podcast. Did you think of one? Oh, shit. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I kind of forgot that we were talking about that. Um, I guess my, I don't really have a, I don't really have a favorite moment. It's kind of just, um, just being able to do the podcast, honestly, because it's fun to just, like, Co- hang out with out. You with <laughs> I mean, yeah, Beardson, it is a cop out. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I, no. I will have to agree though on that point because, like, honestly, getting to do the podcast just means I get to spend more time with Matt and Terrence. I was already seeing like every week, so that didn't really like change anything. But um, yeah, and honestly, know. being able to spend more time with like Steele and Anthony and like just like bullshit. And, and well, I, I said you first. Calm down. Yeah, yeah, just just making sure um but uh yeah that was kind of the best that was that's probably the best part of the podcast is just being able to like talk about nonsense and there's a lot of times that we would do the show that i would forget that i was even holding a mic in my hand and that was kind of uh the good shit yeah it's that like the the first episode that we have releasing at midnight by the way season two drops at midnight est um spotify itunes uh google play um but yeah that first episode for season two is just such a, a fun time because it's it's literally me terrence matt and anthony who unfortunately just moved out of my building back to michigan but that is like the the core, the core three is me matt terrence and then the extension of that is anthony who is my neighbor and Steele, who is my roommate who moved out and uh it really sucks that we're not gonna get to have them on as often for season two but just all of us together getting drunk is just it's it's the perfect flow. Those those are honestly our best episodes. Like we can have the coolest guests That's in right. the world, and it still won't be as yeah. fun for me as just the four. You know, any of, combination of us just dicking around being retards. I mean, one of my favorite episodes and experiences was the Tokyo Drift episode where we were blackout drunk for, and that was Anthony on there. <laughs> yeah. And that was uh, a good time. But um, some of my favorite moments. I think uh, actually, okay, hold on. I'm, I'll be more. I'll be my be more specific real quick, and then you can go back to yours. Okay. One of my one of my favorite episodes that we did was the knock knock episode at my house right before I had forty people over for a house party, <laughs> and Bree, my fiance, is literally yelling at me from the other room because people are coming to the house that she doesn't know to entertain, and James, me, and Terrence are recording an episode in a spare room. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fucking funny. One of one of uh, the definitely the most surreal thing to happen on the podcast was when we had John McAfee on, which was like that dude was no joke, drunk, high on weed. And I'm like 90 percent sure high on heroin because he said it was one other thing, which he alluded to heroin. Did he talk to you about PCP? I don't think he did. I know that he loves PCP. Yeah. I've seen a few interviews with him where oh, he talks God. about how one more granule would destroy your fucking mind and things like that. <laughs> like, dude, he he came on for the Wicker Man. That he we didn't even give him the movies to choose from. He gave us a list of movies to choose from, and we're like, oh, all right. 
And the two that stuck out the most, a uh, shout out to Christian, by the way, in the chat. He was on that episode. He's uh, Matt's sister's boyfriend, uh, fan and patron. Uh, but yeah, he was there for that episode. And uh, <clears throat> dude, it was one you just couldn't even get a, in a word with the guy. He was just so intimidating and uh, radiant alpha energy that uh, is just like, you know, hard to, to speak over. And uh, very incoherent too. Like I just, I've watched that stream again or that podcast again. And I'm like, I still don't know what the fuck he was talking about for like, 90% of it. <laughs> now, Every uh, time I, I see him, he's up to something like that. Every single time. It, it was a once, in a, well, I was going to say once in a lifetime experience, but uh, if he gets out of jail, a second in a lifetime experience, because his wife emailed me literally like a week before he got arrested saying that John wanted to come back on the pod. Uh, he's that back is so in nice. jail? What happened? He's been in jail. What happened? Yeah, I don't fucking know, man. They, they but finally, uh, they finally got jail. him on the tax evasion. Yeah, I don't know how he tweets from jail, but he does. He's constantly tweeting from jail. Oh, they they hoop cell phones all the time. If you know what that means. Yeah, yeah. we should do that with uh, so. Ted Kaczynski potentially. Like, I don't know if it'll work or not. Will he uh, to get him on BTR? Dude, yeah, I would love yeah. to have Ted on here. Yeah, I'm sure Ted Kaczynski would love using a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you show him a smartphone and he's like, you know what? This is actually kind of cool. Yeah. And then you just ruin his whole fucking ideology <laughs> because of that. Oh. And you see all the people that worship him on Twitter and he just becomes like a Twitter shit poster. And it's like, then everyone begins to resent him for reversing his ideology. <laughs> Yeah, he's not cool anymore. What, what is that quote? Like, die a hero or live long enough, long enough to, to see, see yourself. yourself become a villain. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Literally that. He's like way out of date, too. He's like posting rage comics and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's just catching up. No, no, even older. He's posting the dancing baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's posting Numa Numa. <laughs> or, or better yet, he gets the cell phone and then he just makes a phone call real quick. It's like the activation code is three yeah. C Delta Five or Nine. <laughs> just, you get a ring of shit just blowing up. Uh, by the way, uh, we've been uh, getting requests, uh, Noah, for you to talk about I I Yuri. Now we did not mention this, even though he was in the fucking uh, thumbnail for our last episode, Yuri Bezmanov. I mean, we talked about him before, but I think people just want to hear you talk about Yuri. I think that that's really what it is. Well, what actually happened was I discovered that guy just from like one of his interviews. It wasn't even like that lecture where he just goes in on like all kinds of the way that propaganda works and all these different things of manipulation and all these all these interesting things. It was just an interview where he was talking about like the US and the Soviet Union. And I was like, wow, you know what I wish? I wish this was played for me in a history class. That's what I wish, right? And then that video gets taken down. It gets taken down again. And then I finally come back and I see like his hour long lecture. And he just seemed like he was, uh, yeah, he just kind of, that's, I talked about him in one of my videos in, in through the lens of like not even talking about the Soviet Union necessarily or anything, but just like, even if you don't believe him, even if you don't believe what he's saying, you can't deny that everything he talks about with like, like even even like the most simple stuff, like the art of war and like deception being like the most like if, the way that you actually want to win is by not fighting and everything like that, where like manipulation is the favorable weapon to use. And you can't deny that that is just inherently true. And if you start looking at the world that way, you go, hmm, I wonder what this is pushing me towards. You know what I mean? 
that's, that's yeah, you, fine. you start to go insane after a while if you do that. There is exactly. a point. There is a point where you have to participate in the illusion. Exactly. Because otherwise, like you will just fucking lose it. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's like that was honestly one of the most bitter red pills I've swallowed in my entire life was watching that lecture because I was like, yeah. it's all shit that you suspect and all the shit that you pick up on your life. But then to have somebody just lay it out there like that, where it has clearly been so thought out, you're like, oh, Jesus. You know what I mean? So are we in the period of normalization, you'd say? Or... Hyper-normalization. Yeah. I'd, I'd say we're pretty far in to normalization. We're pretty far in. Like, it, well, no, are you watching the new uh, Adam Curtis documentary at all? No. I know it's like fucking four hours long, but um, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's it's one of his best works. Uh, that that and like, I mean, of course, like his other ones that are more like known like uh, centuries of the self and all that, but it goes into quite a bit of what you talk about in your video about, but, but more of the angle that society could be controlled by impersonal forces of reason through various computational codes and algorithms and how uh, this sort of crumbling of empires comes about this like terrifying managerial state that can just basically corral all of human existence into a series of very narrow confines and it's like literally everything that we're seeing nowadays it's like this is uh, a huge there's a huge genealogy behind it now there are people that speculate specifically about yuri that he wasn't actually a glow in the dark like he was he just like made a lot of shit up but like i don't know it's still compelling either way there are people that mm -hmm. speculate that he didn't actually work for the kgb that's, I mean, that's I think I even get at that in my I'm, I might be wrong but I think I even get at that in my video where I was mm. like I literally don't even care if he was or was not part of the KGB yeah. the important yeah. thing is what he's saying is so like obviously true and then you juxtapose like that's being said in like I think it was the 80s maybe late 70s early 80s and then like you, you have television at that time which are just basic like it, the, when you look at it in the context of time it's like oh yeah television was bombs and the internet is a fucking WMD yeah, you know what I mean, like for that yeah. exact kind of. Well, the internet was created from from DARPA, DARPA. technology that yep. was for the the nuclear bomb to coordinate bomb sites, mm -hmm. and but that's the thing. It's sort of like what uh what Julius Evola said about a certain book that I will not mention. If it isn't if it isn't true, it might as well be. So I think <laughs> it's, that's uh do not research what book that is. By the way, but uh, uh but do but, you, <laughs> but do you guys think something that about the, uh... something about certain elders? I don't know. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Listen, I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> do you guys? Okay, so do, do you I guys? I also go on those websites. <laughs> do you guys think that there may be a pushback coming from? Let's say there was this recent article in Arc Digital talking about the uh, Slate Star Codex for those who are aware mm. of what happened uh, there. Oh, and by the way, Cream Wizard, five US dollars. Thank you so much, Cream Wizard. You are the cream of the crop. Uh, and he wrote, is it possible to live no. phoneless in 2021 as a college student? No. Although I did see some phones, like there was there was that jitterbug phone back in the day for the old people. And now there are also these minimalist phones with an <laughs> e-ink screen. But anyway, so I'm the story- I'd kill to have like a fucking like- Nextel Motorola Razor again, or like mm. that one. You remember that fucking clamshell one? It had the little button on the hinge that would like flip Ooh. it up. That was a yeah, fucking. That was, the best, that was the best sidekick with the. No, no, no. It wasn't, it, it, it wasn't a sidekick. No, no. It was like it was a fucking. It was a flip phone, but it had this little. I forget what the name was called, but it had this little like button right on the hinge, and so you click it, and it would flip the whole phone up. The sidekick opened up like this, 
And yeah, I like the one that slid up and then it slid to the side. Dick in middle school. I like the one you could slide up and you could slide it to the side and then you could slide it up and to the side at the yes. same time. Yeah, yeah. There was some cool, yeah. dude. Phones used that to be so much one. fucking cooler. Like during during that like period between like 03 and like before the iPhone drop, like from 03 yeah. to like 07, 08, because everybody was experimenting. You'd see like wild crazy shit from every single company you remember the uh, apple just standardize it yeah dude fuck oh, yeah. i had an engage fuck dude. yeah dude i like yeah. the juke it was like an mp3 player and the juke was tight out. too the juke that was lit yeah. that was like i thought you like said you were a jew for a second <laughs> no, no there was there no? was so many fucking like that was like uh <laughs> it was it, it coincided with the like same period of like heavy experimentation on the internet it was kind of like unshredded waters and so everybody was like yeah. trying to figure it out but now it's all just been optimized to fucking death. And it's just, here's a yeah. fucking glass sandwich with a metal, with a fucking metal frame. And well, it's like the internet in general, it's been standardized yeah. to such an extent through social well, media it's, sites. Yeah, it's yeah. also uh, from 2001, the Space Odyssey. This is the monolith that's right here. That's the monolith, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it may be leading us to like, it is in a way a black mirror, you could say. You know, there's that series Black Mirror and we are staring at black mirrors our entire life and the question is does but, something but, but start growing from that? Really? that's so deep dude <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, I was gonna, no but that's a good point but jeff that's a great point and this is like i should do like the zizek voice well you know the subversion you know no but uh, i can't do it um <laughs> yes, the point so is that you gotta like we have the phone yes it's just obvious and we watch the pornography on it yes of course this is we know porn this. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> the point being is and by yes, the, the way Chi I, the chinese lady in the back hello yeah i i went i paid 90 fucking dollars just to have the privilege to live tweet the Peterson Zizek debate. I fucking own myself. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the, the point, the point being is that the subversion, like the, um, the critique of that particular form of reification is like, that becomes the cringe meme. Like the, even the critique of the culture industry becomes like the meme itself it becomes like black mirror is the meme. Like Millhouse is not a meme is a meme sort of deal. It's like even just mentioning black mirror. It's like, everyone knows like the connotation of like the basic bitch, like, Oh, they're going to critique. It's our, it's our modern day twilight zone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, basically, yeah. It's basically a couple, couple shout outs real quick. The zeitgeist of like yeah. weird fucking, but, but it's like, shit. It's it, it's a way to sidestep the truth in a lot of at least the earlier Black Mirror episodes, but it's like mm. the Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself meme. It's like it's yeah. a way to neutralize Soften the blow. Mm -hmm. Guys, yeah, a couple exactly. shout outs real quick. Um, one thank you to the lovely Jess X for five dollar patron. Oh, and also oh, shout nice. out to whoever Rabid Weasel is for the fifteen dollar patron. Oh, um, Rabid whoa. Weasel. Jess, I love you. You're the best. Why you, gotta, why you gotta call me out like that? I don't need my people know I'm simping over here. Yeah, that was fun. That, that's a fucked up move, bro. Jesus. And All right, uh, that, that I don't know what's going on women posting is, But I, I thank and I love you. So it literally like would have been better optics if you if you said she sent you nudes than to say that she subscribed <laughs> to your page. No, not better optics for me. I'm a good woman. Okay. I'm a good Catholic girl. I would never. Yeah, that's but you right. subscribe to <laughs> I feel I feel like you shouldn't mention the donations from people on the stream something about it just seems wrong it seems like we're padding the numbers by uh mentioning well no we gotta we gotta pad our patreon yeah guys now that you have become a patron of james 
use that extra money that you have to become patrons of BTR. So you can become a twin patron of James and BTR. So go to patreon.com slash break the that? Yo, that's why I don't right now. trust Russians. Well, I would that's say why I don't trust Russians, yo. They do, you, they do shit like this. He's trying to poach your fucking subs right now. I know. That's some, that's some no. KGB the shit, is, I don't know. If you can promise me that all of the break the rules patron money goes towards Pokemon cards, I might consider it. There you go. Oh, boy. <laughs> Well, remember that video, Lev, when we were in development and it was like these people in China up, were becoming... Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey. I'm just sort of sliding in. <laughs> so th there was a video we watched together about uh, like influencers in China and the way they became influencers was the fact that someone gave them like $2 million. So they had zero following at all. And then someone gave them $2 million and that was the clout they needed. They didn't need, because suddenly they yeah. show up and they're like, yo, I just got $2 million. And then people are, start listening because you have lots of money. Yeah. So sometimes there's like a cart before the horse thing, or maybe it's the horse before the well, cart. Because you can also like, you, you can use that as clout with like advertisers and shit too. And be like, hey, look, man, we've already got $2 million invested. So you're Let's telling you me get to create a $2 million get better team. equipment. I'm, I'm saying I'm saying that if you like break the rules, if you want things to get super funky, super weird, if you want better visuals, if you want better guests or not just better guests, but if you just want like, you know, guest death matches and you want, you know, special guests and people to like give us uh, like previews to movies or have different displays, I think that we can really soup this thing up but we also need proof of concept like i think people in my office are peripherally aware and becoming more and more aware of our show and sometimes i feel like they're almost inviting proof of concept from us but sometimes it seems like they would want us to hire them right okay, like sometimes yeah. it seems like the office is like yo you could hire us well, we need what well, jules we need and we need death you. matches i or mean exploding do, yeah, by the way by the way expensive. by the way jessix five dollar patron jessix you did it i cannot <laughs> believe it jessix. thank you can you guys, can you guys set up a, People are going to think I have more money than I have. They won't can you guys set up a deathmatch between me and that guy who puts those fucking shitty balloons up on the wall? I don't know what it's yes! fucking name. <laughs> no! It's just an episode yes! where I tie, video. I, tie, I tie him to the to a chair and like beat the living shit out of him with brass knuckles. <laughs> Not like in Minecraft. Be, in in be real like life. No, no, no. Like in, in real life. I'll in real life, for sure. I will waterboard it. Like when, it'd be like the Royal Rumble where The Rock had like a handcuffed Mick Foley and just kept feeding him chair shots. No, I'm going to pass you. It's going to be the Passion of the Christ. I'm going to crucify him and just shiv him with a spear for two and a half hours. I like I like Jacob Stern's comments. He says He's probably literal... the cringiest motherfucker on the internet. And that's a he big sucks. He really sucks. Wait, I refuse to learn his shitty ass this name. Is, this is some fucking uh, guy that puts up these balloons. Jamie, that pull just that say up. Radlib fucking. <laughs> Yo, that's my horrible. line. It's going to be like, everything's going to be is this, okay. Or, is this the guy up. that fuck nude? Send me your therapy receipt. Oh, like, is that yeah. the guy that did the therapy uh, balloon? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah no, he's. 
he makes me he makes me like he he like completely activates my lizard brain like fight or flight response this is there, like, i just want to like i want to watch a, the light if anyone's seen eyes under the silver one. lake there's a scene where someone gets their skull crushed in and it's very brutal with the guitar the, and honestly is, i would pay great money to see arsene do that to him yeah this is the essence of a concept i i call neoliberal catch is basically like Banksy in that type of uh, art world slock that gets popular in Instagram. Yeah. Wait, wait, That's which like guy are we talking about here? Right How do I find his work? Who is this balloon man that you guys Just are talking yeah, about? I'm, I'm, type in, uh, that, type in uh, on Twitter um, something like that, wear mask balloon or something like that. Yeah. All right, balloon. let's see. Yeah, I've, I've no type idea. retarded names. homosexual or king of the retarded <laughs> homosexuals. But uh, while while he's doing that, um, uh, Gio, I wanted to like circle back on that uh, uh, all the internet shit that we were just talking about. There's this mm -hmm. great book by uh, Shoshana Zuboff called "The Age of Surveillance Capitalism." Yes, yeah, I have, have that. You read book. that? It is a fucking, great book. I love yes. that because it it talks through the whole shit of like, and it, it's kind of like. It's kind of uh, like prophetic of like why our economies are going to fail, not because like mm. capitalism is necessarily going to fail, but because it's like what our raw materials are now for production yeah. is the human experience that we just like take and package into content. And like, like everything now is like a fucking like thing that's catered to you rather than like a horrible fucking life event, you know? It's like what, it's what Alexander Bard calls the informationalism in the attention economy. Yeah. Friend of the show who's been on multiple Definitely. times. I think and he that will book, be back. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting if we could actually get uh, her on a stream with Alexander Bard. I think that would be like, uh, that would be something else because surveillance capitalism, uh, I know people critique and they say that it's like poorly written or whatever, but it's, it's, it but it's is all great. true. It is true. It's a great yeah. book. And it's something that even people on the political right can get involved with. I found, yeah, by yeah. the way, Lev, I found, I will link the balloon guy. This guy says, fuck nudes. Send me a dated invoice from your therapist Prison. so I know you're working <laughs> on yourself. Prison, Prison dude. This is These people, the people, the people who want communism, the people who want communism, if I was the communist dictator of that country, these are the first people to get the firing squad. Are you oh, kidding me? Yeah. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Like as a woman, Why my spidey they, sense like, goes off with this kind of guy. Like he just that just seems like the typical like male feminist, but well, you don't have to worry about him. He's gay. So, he's, is he gay? Yeah, yeah is he gay. literally. I mean, that's such the gay shocked. community. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, that, that that's the balloon man. He just set back gay the rights. Gay oh, I've seen that. I mean, if we if you can you imagine calling this guy one of your own? Are you kidding? I'd fucking kill myself if he was one of me. <laughs> fucking shameful if you're That's gay like, and you're listening to this podcast and you want to meet up and do some redacted things to this guy in minecraft hit me up you know that that lush <laughs> sex guy you. i mean like, I, I, don't, I, I don't understand his expression over here and i would love to have lush sucks on by the way uh the show but uh i don't understand this expression over here that this guy is making it's a small image he That's... can't get the fucking dick out of his ass it's, like, oh, it's the, the jim helper dude guy. that's the jim helper the... this is like it's like the, yeah like this the disappointed that's the face of a man like who took viagra but didn't disappointed. This is like the public performative art version of that weird soulless, like globalist corporate art is what I'm yeah. getting right Fla here. Like, yeah. it's, like, it's, the, it's the it's the Helvetica of performance art. Yes. <laughs> if you know I, anything about that. I thought he'd uh, yes. he'd at least he'd at least make some balloon animals, you know, like uh, yeah, yeah. That, that would be pretty I, nice. I have a, I no, have but that would require talent, dude. I, I just fired off a tweet about it, about how this is 
a big part of neoliberal kitsch is that the text, and this is a very big trend in the art world, the text literally has to overwrite the work of art. So the text becomes the work of art yeah. because they have to keep driving a very narrow political message. Like this whole thing, this is like total uh, medicalization of all life like psychomedicalization of it's all life. Propaganda. So, yeah. For it's for therapy. Propaganda. Like yeah. th therapy is a, a mode of normalization that has to uh yeah. like the whole like the like I forget who said it. It might have been James actually that said it first, or it might have been someone else on the show that said uh Therapy when, is the ongoing MK Ultra. No, no, but like that <laughs> when women when women on, on Twitter say um go to therapy it's just like a more polite way of them saying go kill yourself yeah so it's yeah, yeah. like that's well the it's, the, it's it. the liberal way of saying i'll pray for you exactly Wait, someone yes. someone needs to do that fucking um the the meme format with the guy having the thought going and says kill yourself then it says twitter terms of service and then coming out of his mouth go to therapy yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's perfect yeah i'll but tell him is... to go make that one and post it right now but there's so that's, much that's a perfect menace post like it this is. is the aesthetic of like grammable kitsch this is like the bubbly letters the neon lights the the pink pastel millennial aesthetic it's all there and they have to mm. use the color block it's fucking well, even without the colors even without the colors when yeah. i was walking around new york city i saw a lot of people who were wearing these fully just like black shirts with white text on it and it had uh, futures kind of female political... futures female is that well not just that one, one but there were other yeah. statements within the same you know ballpark so oh, like uh, the hassan piker one where it's like the fucking oh, yeah. You just activated me by saying that. Man. You just activated <laughs> if me. Someone the could throw up, has been activated. If someone could throw up in the BTS chat, the Hassan Piper That's what shirt. just happened right there. That's Let's fucking go! Wait, Jules, Jules. Well, I remember when, around the time we were watching Lionel videos, we did a we recorded an episode we did not publish when we talked about propaganda. I think you were asking about my no negative side effects T-shirt which I used as promo for my film, The Vigilante. Uh, that's when I started saying, like, I'm a propagandist, but that was because of my own megalomania in terms of my confidence and my ability to, like, incept very strong uh, narrative uh, for other people to hitch on to. Uh, I think what... I mean, I've, I've been around some people like, what do you guys think of uh, AA? I'm not sure, this should not be a sensitive topic, but I'm very curious about like when people talk about therapy, like is AA therapy or what? No, okay, so I have a unique perspective on this because my mom just got her counseling license and she's been in recovery for uh, six years, seven years. So she's actually a counselor. She can run AA meetings and stuff like that. It's not necessarily therapy. I mean, it's a form of group therapy, but the person that runs it isn't always a therapist like therapy to me feels very one-on-one -on -one. and even when it's group therapy i've been to group therapy before it like it comes from a different place i would say than yeah, aa or na yeah. does I, it is I definitely different I, I, there's like therapeutic elements to it but it's not necessarily therapy well therapy right it's got to be um some fucking hack that's shoving meds down your throat to help the pharmaceutical country uh, yeah. industries. So. Well, that's what happened with uh, an ex of mine where uh, she was in NYU and uh, she just had a bad day, went to the, her assigned therapist, and since that day she was on antidepressants. And it's like, 
what the fuck, man? You know, like they get they they get him early on, and there's no reason to go through that whole rigmarole. It's not like she had some kind of a traumatic experience that uh, you know would have precipitated that. You know, just like I got a great day. story about this. People actually. push push them on you, and it could be yeah, like, yeah. It, it, and usually it's not just a therapist. It's it's going to be a collection of friends, family. And then therapists. Right? On top of that, school administrators. Because I remember, I remember when I was a kid, yes. like my fucking my. Uh, I was a I was a rowdy boy, and my uh, my fucking guidance counselor or whatever. She like called my parents and stuff to like talk to all of us and like, oh, we're concerned about his behavior and stuff. Have you you know have you considered like seeking therapy for him? Like, I think uh, you know like ADHD medications would be helpful for him. I was like eleven. I'm like, yo. Like you're trying to get me like uh, hopped up on uppers before my balls have dropped. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you're fucking, I, uh, it's like and, sickening. Yeah. And then Noah, you say you have a story. Well, well the beard said something to say. Then oh, Noah's story. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Go for it. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead, Noah. Okay. So I had really, really horrible insomnia for a long time. Like to the point where like I would literally go like two, three days, and then I would have that like mandatory my body is failing time to sleep thing. Yeah. And I, I whatever went to my doctor about it. And originally they were like, you have ADHD, take Vyvanse. And I was like, that oh, they doesn't make good it. stuff, man. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Didn't really help me. Uh, then I go back to whatever this psychiatrist, I think it was. And he goes to me or actually, I don't go back to the psychiatrist. My doctor uh, prescribed me the Vyvanse, stopped taking it like almost immediately because I was like, this isn't helping me. Then I get sent to a psychiatrist who within 15 seconds of me walking into his office and sitting down tells me that I am depressed. Not true. I was literally like, no, I just can't sleep. He's like, no, no, no. You're depressed. Try these pills, right? <laughs> and, he, and, he, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? And like, I'm already like skeptical about this is probably like when I was like 16 or something, right? Then this yeah. guy, whatever it was they had me taking, I took it for like a week and I just started having horrible hand tremors. Like I'd be driving and Colored like, me shocked. Yeah. And then I go back. They figure like, oh, like ahead, sleep yeah. deprivation is a sign of depression. So they figure like that's obviously teen depression because it's sleep. You're having insomnia. Yeah. Uh, so oh, yeah. Then I, I get these shakes. I go back to his office and I'm like, dude, what you just gave me is straight up giving me like Parkinson's tear shakes. Like what is going on? And then yeah. he's like, that's impossible. And I literally go on Google and I look up the drug and I look at its list of side effects. And like the first one listed says hand tremors. <laughs> and I held up to him and I was like, what are you talking about? This is impossible. Left his office, never came back. Yeah. Wow. No, I, I, was I, like, I was like, what? Like, dude, literally 15 seconds after walking to his office, he's like, you're depressed. Here are the pills. Leave. And I'm like, what a great job. I, I had a friend that they gave like, uh, they gave him lithium because he had like depression and shit. And uh, like he just like couldn't get hard after after that, so he got like depressed again because now it's like, well, do I want to be depressed and get a boner or like not, <laughs> not get a fucking boner? Bro, and so he's like, he stopped taking his meds and he's just like down Wait. all the time. It's like, yeah, but dude, like I need, to... <laughs> like this is fucking terrible. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, like I went when I was like, I think I was like eighteen or nineteen. I went to a doctor. It's kind of a similar experience. And it's like, I, you know, I'm sleeping like four hours a night. Like this isn't normal, you know, like yeah. I've been doing this for like six months. I've been sleeping like four hours a night, you know? And like, I got like five, a new doctor. I'm like five seconds into what I'm saying. And he's like, well, here, I'm going to give you some ambient and I'm going to send you to a therapist because you're depressed. I'm like, oh, I'm not really depressed, man. I'm living pretty good. You know, got a girlfriend. She's hot. Like life's pretty good. 
go to this therapist. I'm there for like 30 minutes. And he's like, well, I'm going to put you on Lexipro. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I get it or whatever. And I, I didn't start taking the Ambien yet. I was like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll try the fucking like Lexipro or whatever first. Maybe I am depressed. Maybe I'm just too stupid. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> These guys make a bunch of money. They know. And I started taking this Lexipro and I didn't sleep for like almost two weeks straight. Like almost. It was like, I was sleep. I would sleep like 30 minutes a night. And I'm like, I, it's gotten, I go. So I go back and I'm like, it's gotten worse. Like I'm now I'm not sleeping at all. Like, oh, well that's not like a side effect. You know, it's That's really interesting. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's gotten worse. Like, well, he's like, well, but it's not a little side effect. And I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck it is, but this is what's happening to me. Like, I, you know, you think I'm fucking lying to you? Like, give me more Lexipro. Give me more shit. That, like, I'm, I'm, I'm so depressed. I want like double the dosage. No, this is awful. Well, just keep taking it for a few more weeks. I'm like, I'm, I like, I'm strung out. I, I look like a fucking Ooh. meth addict. Like, I'm like, I like <clears throat> John. Dude, like I'm not fucking sleeping. This is yeah. this is like an I don't know if it's an evil cartel or whether people are such NPCs that are in these positions that they just accept the dogma of yes, you have to take this for that, and you know it's kind of in the it's not even in the back Depends of their on mind. The training, like their, their it, medical. Training it's part. Really. It's partially also that like culturally we view it like because it's a pill, like uh, yeah. it's it's like a fucking shortcut to to betterment, right? So like. Like one of the guys in the in the chat right now who's saying like how do you deal with your fucking ADHD and it's like have a disciplined schedule. I mean if you don't organize like especially if you have like even if you don't have like attention problems, but especially if you do, you need to be, have like a strict like laid out. I'm up at this fucking hour. I'm doing this by this time. I'm doing this by this time. Because Fix your diet. You, yeah, exactly, yep. dude. Yeah. Like literally, because I'll be like sometimes I'll feel like shit and like. I'll ha like I'm like oh yeah of course I feel like shit I had McDonald's for fucking three days in a row like you're not so, like yeah you're gonna feel like shit I, but it's but it's about you know, you know what I had today I by one, the way you know what well, I had today I that is amazing a, a warning, go, go, like, go for it, Gia. Go no, for it. just like really quickly. I'm not I'm a saying, medical professional, by the way. Like, yeah. don't listen to fucking anything I say. I'm <laughs> no, saying I would what's say worked that for, for me. People, like, just so we're not irresponsible. For people that do have severe forms of depression that need it, I think psychopharmacology has helped them. But yeah. I think that these things are so broadly applied within a medical industrial complex that, especially with ADHD, I feel that a lot of kids, the way the education system is just doesn't structure, especially young men in a certain way. So therefore they have to drug them into oblivion. Yeah, yeah and, of course. Like, what? Well, yeah. oh man, I have to fucking, I'm going to a place where I'm not allowed to bounce off the walls all the time. Now while, it's, I'm sitting on my I'm fucking computer puberty. for five hours. Yeah, yeah, and like, of course you're going to be yeah. off the fucking walls. Come on, like, there's, yeah. Yeah. it's maddening, dude. It's fucking like, maddening. Have you ever seen the documentary on YouTube? I know it's one of the more, like, specifically for like youtube made documentaries that are high quality you ever seen the documentary oxiana no it's it's about the one county in um mississippi or alabama where it has the highest percentage rate of uh oxy and uh fentanyl abuse in like all of mississippi or it was mississippi or alabama um and they talk about how it's because of the side effect of um, the attitude towards medication that yeah. a lot of the Appalachian um, mine workers had where the companies that would later then offshore their futures, as the documentary pointed out, these companies say, well, these, you know, these fucking hicks in the South, they have to work. So these workers would literally go in the mines and they would have uh, all sorts of injuries that would accumulate over a lifetime. So they would just basically take pills like they would take pain medication. So pills were seen as just a natural thing. So yeah. now you have 
the no economic output whatsoever because these corporations largely based in the uh, American, you know, periphery in the coastal cities, uh, they were offshored from the Appalachians. And uh, basically these kids take fucking pills and get strung up and there's whole generations basically lost to a uh, fentanyl and oxycontin that are and, all made and, in china and whole economies i mean you're when you're mm-hmm. talking about like what what could like truly ravage a community like doing mm-hmm. heroin will probably fuck a uh, fuck up a a good amount of like mm-hmm. any productivity that you can draw out of a person when I mean, when has a big this heroin uh... e- epidemic on long island too yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, i mean i'm in kentucky so but yeah. when has this not been the case throughout history maybe to well obviously to a lesser extent without the oxys but there have been like throughout history like the history of the 20th century uh you know epidemics of let's say there was you know the drug that you like geo you know the fancy one you know i've never uh, had opium opium. but opium i I would say is a lot better that it, at least in terms of an aesthetic is a lot better than heroin. yeah but then there was or, the whole op- uh, opium fentanyl. wars opium wars going on with china you're doing and opium then... i'm calling you chinese <laughs> we, need the Nick, was... we need nick mullen to come in right now just to say uh you're chinese yeah. so... clip of him yo wait the but... best is um shout out to uh jinx production this um the one that he did of uh nick mullen pointing out of the movie theater yeah yeah, yeah. that's my fucking classic <laughs> well, uh, I'd love to, to, to talk about that a little bit. As far as, like, uh, opioids in general are concerned, there was, up until, like, uh, the 80s, from from the 20s to the 80s, there was, like, an, like a positive trend in, uh, in the United States regarding, like, the prescription and usage of opioids because there were, like, the dangers, like, when heroin was prescribed as a fucking painkiller, the dangers became immediately apparent to people. And so doctors were like, "Hey, uh, let's not fucking do that. That's bad." And it all started. It all started up again back in like late '80s, early '90s, because like specifically of Purdue Pharma, they 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 went on like a coordinated campaign, like a war path, using using every resource that they had available to them to basically shift the entire mindset of how we view pain, right? Because at first, like this was only for 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 fucking cancer patients and people yeah. who were terminally ill. And then yeah. it became like, is your back sore at work? Do heroin about it. Whereas before, <laughs> before, like for a long time, like pain was viewed as part of the healing process. It was viewed as part of the body, like getting stronger. And so doctors would tell you like, yeah, man, just tough it out. Stop being a fucking bitch about it. What do you like want me to if say? you have a sprained ankle or yeah, like just I've fucking had, just yeah. rest. Don't walk. And, for and that a applies to days. the whole. That applies to the whole shebang. That applies to having bad days at work or at school and not right. having to resort to taking a happy pill in order to get rid of that feeling. Well, I've had I've had sciatica for years, and I've you know, knock on wood, I haven't had an in all in two years because I started a stretching regime. Excellent. And uh, shit like that, you know, like good I for think, you, man. That yeah. is so important. But when, yeah. it, but when it comes to let's say villages that used to exist, you know, even back in the Middle Ages, like I wonder if our perception of what we have right now is a green is grass. Uh, what am I saying? Grass is green, greener on the other side type of thing. Oh. When it comes to let's say how many people ended up getting drunk a blackout shit face drunk on a daily basis back in those villages in the middle ages and how much problems were there with drugs let's say uh in uh urban communities like uh, back in the 20s 30s 40s like the years that we would really look at as being you know much more resilient and tough and all that like i just don't know like what are maybe some missing things here for us 
I don't have like exact numbers, so I'm like talking off the dome a little bit. But it, it, from like what we see, it comes and goes in phases. Like there is a period where people are like overindulging, and then there's the kind of like a moral panic that occurs, where like overly stringent regulations and laws are passed that like put a bunch of people in fucking prison, and then it goes away for a while, and then it comes back. Like like coke wasn't that fucking cool whatever 20 years ago now everybody does it 20 years before that it was cool again like it's just all of this yeah. shit like it comes and goes same thing you was like even with... even middle ages stuff i mean uh in russia like the fucking the 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 like ruling family like had a monopoly on the vodka market that they used yeah. to like basically like apply thumb screws to the populace like every 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 working man was, and this was like through the Soviet Union as well. They basically just like yeah. kept people fucking drunk and stupid. Well, and uh, it's also, really uh, interesting. Since, uh, I, I was just going to quickly say since the fall of the Soviet Union, Putin has continued doing that with drugs, yeah. where he was responsible for smuggling coke through uh, St. Petersburg yeah. Harbor and uh, resurrecting that whole drug trade there. Uh, Jules, go for it. It's really interesting that they just legalized all drugs in Oregon. Not legalized or decriminalized. Decriminalize. Yeah, decrim decriminalize. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was about okay. to say, I might actually consider moving there. A little there bit of a <laughs> but, that's the right, but that's the right language for any time they decriminalize something. Because you never technically legalize anything, right? You just decriminalize it. But oh, no, I mean, I alcohol is fully legal. I think there's a culture thing <laughs> that, you know, people are taught in public school to trust their government a lot like these days yeah, everyone kind of takes for granted that the government the way it is it's a necessary evil or there's no other way to do it there's no alternative but oh, there's, i think there's, there's an kind alternative. of i think there's well there's always alternatives but i think that there's a a, a sort of nanny mindset where <clears throat> We need the government to look out for us. It's it's almost too scary to imagine. What we need to do is at the start of imagine. every day of every news cycle, we say the names and addresses of every high-ranking government official, and then we start with the news. Whoa! Chill, chill, chill. No. I know somebody that got suspended on Twitter for that. Yeah. Too far. Yeah. In Minecraft. Look at Their this, addresses look at this. in Minecraft. Their IP addresses look at this. in Minecraft. James, you sent Even James, you really unironically like James. Don't. James, you sent me a tweet to report, bro. You were like someone. Okay. Well, okay. That's like that's like oh, Jules, that's different. Dude, that's you're, a, you're a snitch, Jules. <laughs> you're a yeah, snitch. Someone doxing me. That's me all the time. Yeah, that's a. Uh, you gotta leave. Okay, yeah. okay doxing James and doxing public officials who waste millions of our tax dollars every year is a little bit different in Minecraft. Well, well, wait, to change, uh, to change the, the subject. What you're saying, Jules. Uh, we're not changing the subject. We haven't talked about the DEA yet. Yeah, but I want to show <laughs> off this. Do you guys my, remember Warrior my Land? My girlfriend's too? family works game. for the DEA. Really? My girlfriend's, yeah, my girlfriend's family. Sorry, like let me DEA. just uh, leave. Let me leave this chat real quick. <laughs> it's true. Like the. Uh, the the it's brewing like, laws of whatever like thirteen something hell, weren't like all beers brewed with some kind of fucking mushroom before that. There was some like there was crazy some ear got in some of the yeah yeah. Yeah, there was, but it wasn't. It wasn't just. It wasn't just that. There was like some specific kind of mushroom that they outlawed because they're like it's making everybody trip out all the time. I oh, remember, that's right. They yeah. would have these uh, villages that they would have like what they call dancing disease mm -hmm. or fits or something. Dancing plagues. Yeah. Yeah, dancing plagues. Yeah, yeah. and they would. Nice. They say it's from either it was either mushrooms or ergot. Po oh no, ergot poisoning was uh, 
there's this theory that every revolution in Europe was like peasant revolts was because the grain was infected by ergot, which uh, by the way is where uh, Hoffman synthesized LSD from. Speaking of LSD, look at that Pokemon card. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my You're God. tripping balls right legalize now. All this stuff. This I is one of my favorite. All this stuff. This, I think this we is should... one of my favorite artists of all time right. in the Pokemon series. Pokemon I used yeah. to think I was about to that... say that. No, no, we I, have to. We have to. I, 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 I used to think Pokemon that this lower a controlled substance, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. So I used trainers to think this will lower... go crazy. You see this lower part of Scyther? I used to think these were his mandibles. I didn't realize that this was actually his chest because it does look kind of like these creepy mandibles, you know, rushing at you over here. And on the opposing side, I have over here Kabutops. Another beautiful card. I wish the green screen didn't uh, do what it does. But uh, anyway, you see Kabutops over here. Another very beautiful artwork. I don't know who this guy is. Let's see. It should say who this guy is. Kimiya Masago. Let me see if I can get Kimiya-san on our uh, show. I think that would oh, be really cool. Sure. I will. I will try it out. I have not had luck getting Japanese uh, artists on the show, but we'll see what happens. And also, well, yeah, there's are... so, there's something like a language barrier. Yeah, it's because they're Chinese. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Close. So, Close. So, so, the greatest so, so, conspiracy so, of all. So you guys all Japanese people are really Chinese. Chinese. Run by Chinese people, not J Japanese people. Yeah. Matt, how exactly. many? Uh, Matt, let's talk about how much Shining Fates you have pre-ordered right now. Let's let's not. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this audience does not need to know how much money I spend on Pokemon cards. Here's the jumbo card. That's a the big uh, card. What? Damn, dude. Yeah. This Mom, is Matt, the, we're uh, talking about Pokemon. You don't want to discuss. That reminds me of my giant how many pins. thousands of dollars you're dropping for this new set. Uh. <laughs> Legendary burbs over here. <laughs> James, we can save it for Saturday. <laughs> yeah, Here's I don't know. The, uh, does anyone here care? I actually have that card. Does anyone here care care about uh, Pokemon cards? Not even a little bit. Current Pokemon cards? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Everybody, everybody I mean, Lev was Pokemon. bringing the Pokemon cards out. I thought that was his cue yeah. for you to start talking about Pokemon. I was exactly, going to say, yeah. I mean, I could go get some cards to show you guys. Yeah. I, I like the background over here, too. This combination of uh, orange and uh, blue and then yellow over here. It's a nice... It's a nice color combo, and I love this card over here. I know it's not a card that a lot of people tend to uh, regard in the Pokemon universe, but uh, look at it for a second. This uh, Fortress card. I think Neo Discovery was one oh. of my favorite sets of all time. And God, just... that card's so ugly. Fuck you. It's beautiful. Look, look, Yo, look, at, this, look, look at this texture over well, here. What Minimal... is this? This is Fortress. 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 Yes. It's like a cocoon bagworm type thing, which evolves from a fucking pine cone. But uh, I just love the minimalism over here, just in the uh, in the artwork. Uh, and this, uh, you know, it's nice. And also here's Ditto, Koga's Ditto to yeah. be precise. And I like like how much space they used over here for this guy, you it's, know, and how little I mean, holographic paper. I mean, that thing is paper. just bubblegum. Exactly. <laughs> it's just gum that got stuck on your shoe. It's, it's, um... Okay. Right it's, here. it's it's uh pink cum actually uh lev it's it's kind of funny that you uh that you said you like neo discovery as one of your favorite pokemon sets because mm -hmm. that is that is arguably one of the most hated sets from the watson really era. yeah it w okay the reason why i like neo discovery so fucking much is because it was the very first card that i got of the neo series so keep in mind this is like when i was a you know i was like um 12 or 11 years old probably 11 and I had no idea that these new Pokemon even existed. You know, I had no idea about Neo Genesis, nothing. And so one day I just go into this Chinese store 
and I just see the, this booster pack with these Pokemon I don't recognize. I open it up, and the first card that I see is Houndoom, a holographic Ooh, nice. Houndoom. And I was like, what the fuck oh, is yeah, that's this? That's a great card. That was a Japanese I had no... pack then if the holo was at the front. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. Japanese also there pack. was there was a hollow in every Japanese pack. That's and that's amazing. why I fucking hated the American cards because yeah. like what the fuck? We always why get are... we always get fucked. Yeah, exactly. Like the Japanese, they knew that whatever happens, I will have a, at least I will have a holographic card. You know, at least I will be able to go back to my town and you know everything will be neatly organized. The trains are gonna run on time. You know, at least <laughs> there is going to be some structure. You know, in society that'll ensure that everything's gonna be nice and clean. Nobody's gonna rob my shit. You know, at least all of that S with the hollow as well. What I'm basically saying is that I yearn for there to be a little bit of Japanese, you know, uh, togetherness in America and. It's probably not going to happen, but, uh, you know, among do, do you feel like Japan is that together, though? I feel like Japan is, like, chronically repressed. Like, when I look at the, their, like, fetish trends I'm over there retarded. and how they're all isolated, I feel like everyone over there is basically living in Kaiwai prison cells, and they're not dating each other. They're not having sex with each other. It's they're all Hawaii. I mean, they having have a, sex they, with they have a forest where you they're get off yourself. They're literally buying pillows and having sex <laughs> with pillows. No, you're right. That's security, not Brian. Don't prison. talk about Terrence so, like I that. I was about to say, don't throw that. But I don't think Japan is a exemplary of like sense of community like maybe there japan whole, no it, it depends on what you look like it, it depends on what you look at though you're right absolutely jules that those areas are not ones that i would want to bring in here but for example there oh was it's a coming here though that's the thing well, there there was a documentary they took about a the japanese culture is pretty much going to become more sure no but among japan other has things, like a lot like, of shame like they won't even laugh like they like they don't even want to laugh in front of you sure like, yeah yeah because they're taught shame but on well, the flip side, they have a teeth. train system where, you know, <laughs> no, I'm everybody... Serious. No, that's true? British people. That's not... Well, well, I'm but, okay, okay. No, like, the Japanese, on... too. They have it the worst of all the Asians, teeth-wise. Yeah. Well, when... it's kind of cute, though, sometimes. You know, the girls have, like, little little, little demon teeth. Anyway, when it, co when it comes to the... <laughs> oh, God. Teeth, they have, they have the there's a no-theater <laughs> ghost teeth. As this when goes on, to... I like you more and more. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. So when it comes to the... When it comes to the yeah. Japanese train system, there is a certain you know air of politeness that you uh, that's kind of instilled in you. Like you don't want to do something that's gonna fuck the day of the people around you. So you're not gonna play loud music. You're not gonna talk overly loudly. You know, like there are certain things that Japanese learn from a young age not to do for the sake of not making other people around them feel weird or uncomfortable That's from or disturbing people them. on the train. They still haven't learned that one. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, again, it's up. like, I don't want to take the whole package. I'm just saying, like, there are certain things you can take and there are certain things you can leave behind. No reason to take the whole thing. Of but course, let's see why... Why the good things work? Why is it that they are think, able to have these honestly, systems? Work? I think I think I've been because noticing they're playing problem. music on the subway. I'm sorry, I'm taking the subway a lot, and people have been playing really positive music. I'm I'm just saying, like, I'm not sure if these people are like undercover, and they're like, listen, everyone's miserable. Like, you need to like go on the subway and just play happy euphoric music all day. But it, it's it's at the point where the last five times I was on the subway with the exception of me just coming home, someone played, I'm talking euphoric music, euphoric. And it didn't 
feel offensive. If I wow, was offended, I probably could have. I could have gone to a different. Well, you know, I could see a grading on I've someone's nerves. I could see a grading on someone's nerves. But the thing is, you know, well, in well, New no, York, you I'm, learn to tune that shit out. That's the that's I, the I, difference. I, I'm saying you tune a lot of stuff because, out here. Because every time I go on the subway, there's always some homeless person rambling to himself. Some person yeah. just you know jumping on the tracks like a chimp or. Just some guy who just knows so much. Easy. <laughs> you know, one of my very first, one of my very first phrasing, New York phrasing. subway, one of my very first New York subway experiences was actually like, so I don't remember if we were in Brooklyn or Manhattan, but we were getting on the train and there was, you know, there was like, like, that's not a full sex doll, but it's just like the lower half from the waist down, from like the hip, the waist down and the thighs up. You know what I mean? Just that bottom chunk, part. just a whole one of those <laughs> just sitting on the tracks. And I was confused because those are pretty expensive, I would assume, right? I mean, I've never bought one, but I would assume it it's not just your average, you know, it was, it was just sitting there in the middle of the tracks. I was like, is it gonna get Are you sure over? it was that? It wasn't like, someone's torso it? that got no, shredded by the I train? No, I took a picture with it. I took a <laughs> selfie with it. I, I looked very closely in that picture. That's one of those things that you see it and you have to like mentally retrace like, all right, how could that have gotten there? Yeah, no. so I saw that and before you can't... I ever saw a rat in the subway. That's what in, I saw first. What? Oh. Didn't Trump- Oh, the rats are everywhere. Didn't Trump give $10,000 to hey, someone- ancient Mew. Got that one too. That jumped so. on the, someone nice. jumped on the track. Someone fell in. An old person fell into the tracks and had a seizure. And then someone jumped into the track and like yeah, laid yeah, and on like held, held the them up against the fucking platform and let the train go over both of them. Holy I shit. think Trump gave that guy ten thousand mm. dollars. I that's think tight. that's like an old school like New York story. I was gonna yeah. say it's a very New York story, right there. Yeah. Everything about that is a New York story. Yeah, that's only in New York. People that's like old, no, no, but that, that's old school New York. If people, people saw that shit New today, they just shit. be like, oh, "By the way, what, what happened?" And New Yorkers are the one that'll jump on the tracks and are having a seizure. Like, not even they're just like, "Oh shit, I guess I have to do this." Like, well, well, I, I saw a post well. that said. Um, People on the West Coast are nice, nice but not kind, and people on the East Coast are kind but not nice. That's a good one. One hundred percent accurate. Yeah, that's 100% definitely accurate. that's definitely true. And like an example I saw in the thread was like, they someone will help you carry a stroller down the stairs without saying a single word to you or glancing at you, and yeah. they just go about their business. Yeah, there's no yeah. there's no need to there. You don't there's no need for an exchange of words. You're never gonna yeah. talk yeah. to this fucking person. Same thing again. happened with my grandma. Like when she came here to the U.S., she came a. Uh, couple of months after we came uh, around like 93 and uh she did not speak a lick of english but she was able to be helped out by people who were you know just random strangers good samaritans you know uh to uh get her uh you know give her directions i i hope that's still happening in new york i haven't checked i haven't seen like the other old ladies who go around like whether you know they get helped or not i hope it's still going on though it depends on the neighborhood you're in yeah, we were around. We were living around Foster Avenue at that time, which was kind of a dangerous neighborhood. But uh, yeah, still, that's the other thing. I don't know. Like, is New York becoming? I mean, Jules, you are our man on the inside. So, is New York becoming more dangerous right now? Or you know, I really, think uh... I think it's no. honestly, it's it's probably like the guardrails might be off in terms of like if you're bowling and you want the extra safeties. Uh, like you might not have the same preventative measures from going into the gutters, but ultimately 
if like you're street smart, you grew up in New York, like you're not going to have any problems, right? I think yeah. people in New York are pretty sharp, uh, you know, to have a healthy skepticism. And otherwise, if you bring good energy, that's what people want, right? That's what people vibe with. Don't, don't flex the, your shit. If, if dress you're looking as poor as possible. Yeah. Don't don't flex your holographic first edition uh, Machamp. Everyone has a first flex edition your... Machamp. It was uh, <laughs> in the deck. Yeah, but you know what they? Yeah. You know what? You know everyone doesn't have uh, PSA ten. Uh, well, that, but also a, a first edition Machamp uh, fourth print that was only available in Australia. Australia. Yeah, I don't know well. what any of that means. Well, well, okay, one of the things James told me to talk about Pokemon, so I'm, I'm, I'm. We're, we're, we're oh, gonna, I just gonna, bought that card. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take like, a little. Oh, you want to? Oh, you want to flex <laughs> promos? You want to flex promos, dude? Okay, before we start uh, doing this, let me just say I have to head out. It was a pleasure being on here. Not saying pleasure. this is a meme, but I'm being serious. Yeah, it's been a little, a little long of a stream, but Thank it's fine. You, yes. Thank you so much for coming in. Jessica. Oh, oh and by the way, nice. guys, hold on, hold on. I want to plug you. I want to plug Jessica. So, guys, go to the following place to get Jessica's uh, information. One second over here. I thought that I had she it. She has front it of on me. her screen right there. She's Let's zoom out. Oh my yes, Jessica. Don't worry about me. I'll zoom out later. So, Jessica's <laughs> TV, this is where you go to, but also you have a YouTube channel. And can you just tell us quickly what your YouTube channel is about? What kind of videos you put on there? You know. Wholesome Catholic stuff. girl stuff. Not quite. Oh. <laughs> well, here is no, here is the YouTube channel. And then my VOD stay up. That's pretty much it. I'm not like here, a YouTuber, you know. I just I'm a Twitch. I'm a Twitch. What's the word I'm looking for? What do you call those people? Defector. I'm a Twitch defector. So here, on follow YouTube. follow Jessix over here, Good and uh, be sure to follow her on uh, on Twitter as well. Twitter.com slash Jessix TV. So Jessix, thank you so much for being here. No I problem. Really appreciate thank you it. for having me. This for having me. This wow. was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Okay, the bye best. chat. Bye everybody. Bye bye. Bye Jess. Nice to see you again. Goodbye. Bye. Well, actually, so, I got to cut out two boys and gals while well, the gal left. So James James is the queen of the hour. So. That's right, baby. Indeed. I'm the so dancing queen, bitch. So uh, so I'm actually going to bounce too because uh, my headphone batteries actually died and I just have certain shit to do. So I'm just well, uh, going to... Terrence, before before you bounce, here is where people could follow Ultra you. Zoom. So you have Sonic Night W seven at Wixsite.com. So go there, everybody, and also Which portfolio. I don't think you use, right, T? That's just my portfolio. If you just want to follow me for shit, always just look up uh, the Terrence ninety four at Twitter or Instagram. The Terrence ninety four. And that's Guys, Terrence do... with one R and an E. Do that right it's a now. It's hard R. <laughs> and i love your uh i love your photo this is like one of the ice pokemon right hold on let's see where it is yeah this one right, right over here so this is an ice pokemon the calm What's brain the... pokemon exactly yes and uh yeah, follow, right. follow him and also buy his stuff you're still selling your stuff right on a uh, portfolio t public i mean it, it's more of a portfolio site but i do have prints to buy so pretty much whatever you see you like yeah I mean, that, look, okay, if you want, Ter you can, any of the, the art that Terrence has on Instagram, you could buy a print from him. I know you had a couple shirts you were doing. Um, and then Terrence also does commissions as well. Nice. And, there you we know, go. I, 
I, I can stand by Terrence's art, not just because he's my best friend, but also because I have a ton of it on my walls. So it's fantastic. Terrence, how much for a commission of me ripping James's head off of his body and then just like drinking <laughs> You'll do the that blood. one for free. Uh, yeah, I'll do that for free. <laughs> It'll be up later tonight. <laughs> That's going to oh, be what Terrence jerks off to tonight. <laughs> he's just going to put a nice big pair of titties on me. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna leave and throw up now. So, <laughs> all right, man. Bye, Bye, Bye buddy. Later, Gators. Good night. Take man. care. Goodbye. So this this card over here, I really like too, because I know this is the Pokemon uh, time right now. So you recognize this guy, right? Hopefully, the green screen is not gonna be terrible. Tyranitar. Yeah. And what I love, and I find this a lot in Japanese art in general, is this um, combination of red and green. This is such a nice color combination. I mean, just take a look at this. And with the slight pink over here on this side, you see that like I, I little, feel like I'm I'm talking to Patrick Bateman describing the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god. You like the Pokemon oh theme song? My god. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, this one too. Have you guys seen, have you guys seen that fucking video Mock. where they do? Uh, they're doing the fucking. All right, um, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna. Card scene. I'm gonna get some cards. I'll be right back. For for yes. what? Uh, for, it's an American Psycho. They're doing a business card scene, yeah. but the guy just edited in fucking Pokemon cards instead. Oh yeah, I stopped. <laughs> an old one. And this one too. Look at the color combination between the slight yellow, orange, and purple. It's such yeah, it's a, a lot good of color compliment. Combo. It's complementary colors. Yeah. Like yellow, and... yellow, purple, red, green. Those are all like opposite each other on the color. I wheel. mean, like this one over here, it's all right, but it's not my favorite. And I don't know, like it's just regular, you know, like sky, ground. Love, if you're ever trying to sell off any of your collection, me, hit me or Matt up. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I've got a lot of, uh, you know, I have this Mew card over here. This is, is this snow? It's not first, but it is a promo though. This one over here. Yeah. Well, this, you, uh... Beardson, you have a ton of those. The non I've got a ton of Someone in the chat asked for both. a mill tank GF commission. <laughs> Seek help, sir. I just <laughs> I've been inspired. I'm getting business. No, cards don't seek now. help. Seek Terrence. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> seek help for finding someone to draw it, not like psychiatric help. It can't it be both. Well, he can seek the psychiatric <laughs> oh, help after Terrence. After, after you pay pay yeah, Terrence yeah, first and then go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go and you see this card over here? You're one of the people who should go to therapy, maybe. Uh, <laughs> this card this card is one of the kids wb promos i wonder if this makes it rare i don't know see it has the kids wb sign over here so i don't yeah, know yeah i mean the kids wb cards are uh, harder to find than you think they are how do i how do i take my background off so i could show these cards this is a it's like i've discovered a whole new underworld today i i knew nothing about pokemon before today oh man no you want to get into some fucking addictions man i'm always Ooh. down for addiction you we'll, like we'll you down with us baby yeah. Ooh, that laddie sex is yeah nice. laddie of sex <laughs> yeah, we'll go back to that one yeah i'm, I'm looking for a laddie of sex right now <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sir, I think the card is called Latios EX. No, I'm looking for Lat. Lat I'm looking for a lot of sex right now. Latio sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I this, don't know uh, you... oh. oh, hold on. No, no, you got to turn off your virtual background. But, yeah, uh, how do I do that? <laughs> uh, you have to go into settings and turn off virtual background. 
and by the way like this comically zoomed in right now it's this uh hilarious. this this nine tails over here was given to me this exact card by this kid named lionel in catholic school and he was the same kid who before like said something bad about my mom so i came up to him and i shoved his desk over and that was a really proud moment for me and my friend <laughs> in the background he gave me a thumbs up of approval for doing that i was like fuck yeah you know that was good it felt good to stand up to stand up for your principles and i did get in trouble afterwards of course you know uh with the principal but it was it was worth it it was well worth it you know no, did you play any pokemon growing up or did you kind of miss the boat on that a little bit being totally the missed the boat oh. totally missed the boat the only pokemon i ever played was actually a leaf green for the game boy advanced that's a great my, one my only pokemon experience and i fucking love that game i think i played through that game like four times or something like that dude right. honestly you should love. play Emerald, and you should check out uh emerald heart gold soul silver and then black and white too because I, I think those tend to be I'd, especially... honestly i'd stream it if i could figure out a way to do it for sure that's, it's that's... pretty easy they're pretty easy to emulate all of them and i play um i prefer playing the rom hacks now just because they they make the game more difficult and they do some quality of life stuff and let you get you know all the pokemon that were out at the time and whatnot so yeah no, that, that shit blew my mind when i was a kid it's like it's like a little kids rpg and i was like this is amazing yeah, <laughs> yeah i was like i was like this is blowing my mind and then i got <laughs> into oblivion and it all just <laughs> oh man the beginning, oblivion, though, I wasn't, holy fuck i wasn't that impressed that with game? uh i know with with oblivion and before that with uh what was the other uh, uh Morrowind? Yeah, Morrowind. Like, I don't know. For me, the Japanese graphics, I like them a lot better. Just the way that they can do faces and even just like simple oh my icons. God. Oh, yeah, like, no, of course. Yeah. It looks it Those looks RPGs horrible. Yeah. look god awful. They look yeah. god awful. But, but I started with Kotor, so I'm used to people having like a 2D face, yeah, yeah, like horribly yeah. distorted. Yeah. Dude, Kotor 2, oh, one of my all time favorite. I'm, I actually, I had, I, Kotor was my first RPG. I played it when I was like five or six, and I was like, this is like my favorite type of game. I had yeah. no idea there was a KOTOR 2 until I was like 17. Jesus. And I only played KOTOR 2 for the first time last fucking year. And what did you think? <laughs> it was great, right? Arguably <laughs> better than the first one. I was it definitely it's amazing. It. I haven't played KOTOR 2 yet. Apparently they're like, making oh a God, new one. Dude, I don't know how that's going to Make go. sure with the restored content mod. Mm -hmm. Well, Noah, didn't you do a video when you were comparing the Star Wars games and the new ones were really crappy, even though they look much better graphic wise? Yeah. Like, I, I would honestly, like, even today, people say that, like, even the OG KOTOR, they're like, that doesn't hold up and shit. Oh, Maybe it it's does. just nostalgia for me. I've played up. through the first KOTOR, honestly, probably like every year since I first played it. Like, it's, I, I played them for the first time. I don't know, maybe like 2016, 2017, and they held up perfectly for me. Yeah, I mean, it's turn-based. Yeah. Like, what yeah. What can they do? Like, yeah. <laughs> it did just works guys, the way it works. Like, did you guys play a Mist back in the day? Yes. I've no. heard so much. I've never played it. It was a really creepy game, at least. Like, I don't know, Beardson, you remember when you went down into this purple room and this music started up, and I was like, da-dun, da-dun. Da, da, da. It was so fucking creepy. I mean, yeah, the whole, the whole atmosphere of that game was creepy because it's just like really like when I played it, I was like really young and, you know, you boot it up and you're like on this island and it's just like everything's so like lifelike looking at the time, at least. You know what I mean? Because it's all like yeah. painted and everything. And it's just like 
I don't know. It was very bizarre. And then you're like investigating and solving like puzzles and this whole like little mystery starts to kind of unravel. And yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it was great, but yeah, it was super creepy. Yeah. You guys Another- ever play the, uh, I have no mouth and I must scream game. Yes. That no, game but is it was Stories of one of my favorite short stories of all time, but yeah. they made a game out of it. And I was like, and the game has the author. It has narrating. It's such a good short yeah. story. Yeah. yeah. Did you play, uh, you play Deus Ex, the original? Oh, yeah. Have I played of Deus Ex? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is actually the Deus Ex franchise is like competing in my top three favorite franchises of all time. I actually got into it with uh, Human Revolution when I was like 10. I think mm. that came out when I was like 10 or 11. I remember wow. seeing the trailers and it was about all this like crazy transhumanist shit. And I was like, this looks insane. And so, then I played it and I was like, that was insane. So like, I played the original, um, I think 2010, because uh, Human Revolution came out 2011. Yeah. And I remember being, Human Revolution was my most hyped game. And then, uh, you know, V was, of course, you know, worried about it because, you know, new new devs and all that shit. And then somehow an early build of the game got leaked that I think was up to the first boss fight. Which was like mm-hmm. seven hours or so. That's or pretty far. Yeah, you only yeah. fight you fight Barrett a good decent way in. Yeah. yeah, and so that leaked online months before the game came out, and all of us were playing it on V, and every single person was like, "Holy shit, they actually fucking did it!" Like, yep, they lived up to the hype. Dude, yeah. my my experience with Deus Ex, how I got started to, I actually played Invisible War first. I got Invisible <laughs> War for Christmas, and That's I played it. Dude, I played it and I was like, this game's awesome. Like I can like kill people, like pick up bodies and stuff. Uh, then I was like, oh, there's another one. I'll, I'll go back and play the first one. And I played the first one. I was like, Invisible War was dog shit. Like what the fuck was <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, why was I enjoying that so much? Yeah. That was yeah. what was crazy to me was I played Human Revolution. Awesome. And I was like, that was awesome. And I played the original and I was like, that is dated as shit, but that is better. And that's crazy. Like Human yeah. Revolution, like honestly, like an 8.5, 9 out of 10. OG Deus Ex, 9.5 to a 10. Like, well, yeah, the, the problem game. with Perfect Human game. Revolution is the writing is shit. Exactly. Yeah. If the writing was good, it would have been better than the original. But like, it's just the writing and the original and the music and everything. It's just like, you know, it just ascends even if the gameplay is better in Human Revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I have, I have a confession to make. I have I- never played deus ex now, i know I did we've play, been telling you to play it. now Blue-pilled. i did play Blue-pilled. no here's what i want to do though i'm considering doing a live stream on maybe uh, my channel or on uh, the um um the thing we use what is it called uh discord <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> yeah so on the vtr discord guys go into the description of this youtube video and you will see the discord link go there i'm gonna paste it in the chat as well uh become members and patrons get access to the btr chat so they can type in the btr chat uh in here unlike all the plebs anyway uh and when if anyone com- wants to join the mk ultra money uh discord I posted a link on it earlier on Twitter today, Hell which yeah. I'll keep up for like one more day, maybe. And uh, when it comes to uh, this game, what I want to do is I want to do a stream of me playing because I figure kill two birds with one stone, play the game, interact with people while playing the game, while discovering the magic that is Deus Ex. And it'll, from what I've been hearing, it's going to be a magical moment for me to experience this game. Dude, I replayed it, it February of last year, and I'm just been like thinking, I'm like... 
kind of want to replay it again. Yep. I would replay mm-hmm. it if I had a PC, like for sure. You but just, I, think I the, have it in Steam, but I can't play it on Lev. I gave you my whole Steam library. I know. Thank you, and I appreciate that. And I, and I have the game. I will play it as soon as possible. I just got a new computer right now, so I plan on playing the game. I plan on doing some drawing finally on this thing and uh, doing some VR drawing as well, but I just got to figure out the uh, mechanics there so I could see the, the Zoom chat at the same time. But anyway, this is our Discord. Look at this beautiful... This is done also by FODCORP. Look at this beautiful Fodcorp. spinning... Just over that here, is pretty tight. That was no, it's funny because like you Deus see Ex. the logo normally, and it's just, it looks fine. But then when you love. see the GIF of it, like yes. it looks so cool animated. Well, it's 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 inspired by Deus Ex. I was about so to say it has the Deus Ex feel to, be, to it. That was exactly it. So, yeah, it's like I heard the fucking Deus Ex theme in my in my head as soon as I saw it. <laughs> right, immediate association. <laughs> And that's it, actually how I'm starting my my dream videos with the fucking Deus Ex theme. That's gonna base. be what's playing over my initial <laughs> narration. Any, uh, Final Fantasy VI fans in the house? Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. That's, no, that's the best one. Sorry, wait, I'm, okay, I'm wait, a wait, 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 like wait, 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 wait. To be clear, not hold, even on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Final Fantasy is that the one with Kefka? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, that one that's is the best fucking final. I love, game. I love that scene right at the end. That tower that's made up Whoa. of all this garbage and metal, and you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, dude, they, they they knocked it out of the fucking park with that. I was tight, I was tight that they did like a fucking. I mean, I understand why they did it of uh, seven that they did a remake, but like mm. they should have done one of six. I would love if they do one of six. Yes. Yeah. I've and been told I, to play that game my entire life since I was 13 years old. And dude, I've you can, never you can gone play back it like on your phone. If you have an Android, just get a fucking emulator. You can play it I on mean, your phone. Don't, don't look at the screen it's right so now because this, be, this may be a spoiler, but uh, this is the uh, tower over here. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, like the colors, you know, they had a limited palette that they worked with. Like they even had to mirror dude, the sound, to the save The soundtrack memory. in this game is insane. Oh my god, it's like so what amazing! They, what they managed to do with 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 how little they had was fucking wild. And I also love the fact that they brought back dinosaurs, and you fought yeah, like yeah, yeah. these, like the uh, what was it, the uh, Bra- the Brankosaurus, which was like one of the strongest enemies in the entire game. And that is just, yeah. I don't know, it's just really amazing, like how evil that Brankosaurus looked too. You know, like, we think, uh, sorry, we think of them as like a plant heaters, but go on. No, so I like what they did with the combats. So they went like more of like a like a Chrono Trigger direction, where like it wasn't just like you know push A to attack. Like there was like specific fucking character inputs that you had to do for the attack. You had timers, so if you like knew what you were doing and you moved quick, you could attack like two or three times before yeah. so like it incentivized it to be more of than just like you know kicking back on heroin and pressing a <laughs> and like actually being a fucking game exactly well chrono trigger i love that game as well and the thing that i yeah. love about that game is that like have you guys all pr- played chrono trigger yeah chrono i've cr- played chrono halfway cross. through chrono it like cross. three times and never finished it what about you? No, have fucking you played, masterpiece uh, game. Have you played Chrono Trigger yet? Always been recommended to me. Never played it. I think is it if it's on Steam. I think the I shitty own versions it. on Steam. Yeah, I think I own that. I've never launched. Yeah, it. yeah. It is. It is a beautiful game. It's definitely worth uh, worth your time. But the yeah. thing about Chrono Trigger is that there is um, a level there where it's up in the sky. It's like the land of the uh, land of the sky, like this kingdom called Zeal, where 
man, see, I don't even want to say it for, because you haven't played it yet, but I did want to say one bit just because I'm not going to reveal any means. of the plot. I'm not going to reveal anything of the plot, but I just want to say what these people live like. So they get technologically and magically to such an advanced state that they spend most of their time in the astral realm where they don't even bother. Like they live in the fucking sky and that's not even good enough for them. They have these motherfuckers. They have to sleep in bed all day. They just sleep in their beds and they just go off into their dreamscape, like their astral realm, magic-assisted dream worlds, and that's where they spend their time. So who even knows what the fuck they're doing, you know, in that dreams? But you know, they're just sleeping there. That's all they're doing. So that's probably going to be the future too. They're just probably going to be people who are just going to sleep all day and go into the ass. Which it's not the worst thing, but at the same time, it's like I think we're all from the astral realm. I think we're all from that whole realm I'm of from creativity my being. Tummy. Well, your mommy, and my daddy's ball sack. But your mommy's tummy and your daddy's ball sack were once in the astral realm too. So my point is, is that oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can make anything happen in the astral realm. But the idea here is that it's like, I think that when we die, and I know that you know, uh, I know Jules, you disagree with me on what happens after you die, and that's absolutely fine. Uh, my my personal take is when we die, we go to so we go to the baby. Well, that's a part of it, sure. But another part of it would be maybe we go into the sun. And maybe the sun is like this giant spiritual uh, area. It's like a localized spirit cluster where we go in there and then we can experience a timeless land based on like the deeds that we did here on Earth. We would be rewarded or punished, you know, based on our own karma and get to experience certain things we didn't really get to experience on Earth for a certain amount of time. And then if we need more training, which I'm pretty sure all of us do, then we go back and we experience again. I believe this that's is that like, story. Yeah. You have that a short back story of the egg. This is no. a short story Atlas. of the egg. I don't know if you've ever read that, but it's like what story? It's called The Egg. I'll find it for you. I'll, I'll, I'll send it mm -hmm. to you. But it's like literally what you just said, where it's like a like when uh, the, the, the main character dies, like he, he continues to like reincarnate until he's lived out like every possible human. Oh, life. wait, is that that movie with Jared Leto? No. That's Mr. Nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah that Nobody. one. Yeah. Similar though. Similar concept. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's because like basically like your your soul is basically like it, like uh, an infant of the like race of creatures that like it, like one of them is raising you right now and the way that you're being raised is by constantly living through like every possible iteration so you're you're hitler, like and, you were hitler and you were jesus and you're you and you're me and you're the crackhead asking you for the time that's about to rob you and you're the guy ignoring the crackhead yeah. asking you about for the time that's about to rob you well that, that seems more practical to me just because when it comes to certain people being born like without yeah by andrew, andrew or weir with, I'll, I'll, yep. I'll DM it to you. You can uh, you can post it in the Discord in case anybody else wants to. I, I, I would love I to take a look. I just believe in God. That's that's where I'm at. I hope I hope we all go to hell. I hope we all go to hell and the like, all of the Judeo Christian faiths or the Abrahamic faiths. Let's say because let's not leave out the the Muslims. But so like God God is actually the devil and he's just trolling you by thinking there's a fucking concept of heaven but everybody just dies and burns forever in hell. That's what I hope. Oh <laughs> man, that's such a that's a very gnostic way of looking at reality. Yeah. How I, is I, I just don't care. I like don't fucking let religion like I, I'm not like whatever like agnostic or yeah. fucking oh, like I don't get I just don't give a You're shit. I don't I'm just yeah. No, I mean I mean <laughs> in, in in a sense, yeah, cuz like I just don't let it fucking like 
like enter like i don't let those thoughts even enter my mind for the most part i'm just like whatever i don't care like i i don't care whether i'm going to heaven or i'm going to hell my rent is still due next week and if i <laughs> and if i and if i die and if i die before i pay my rent my landlord is going to be sending an invoice to my fucking family well, I've always been a big fashion. fan of what Marcus Aurelius said, whatever the, uh, the Roman emperor, where he was basically like, look, dude, live a good life. If there are just gods, they'll be cool with that. If they were unjust gods, there's nothing you could do. No anymore. reason in trying to please him. Yeah, exactly. Basically. That's yeah. a great that's a great fucking mentality. Hmm. But what I do like about um, the uh, Christianity and just like that whole uh, that whole Abrahamic movement for all the problems that occurred is that. It did kind of, and this was a point that was brought up by the distributists, and I kind of agree with it, that before with the pagan religions, is it was more of a might makes right type of deal with the gods, where it's like, you know, you could you, you would pray to the gods, and but if they want to do something differently, it's not a moral reasoning that would make, uh, you know, them do something. So there wouldn't be a universal norm for yeah. what is defined as good and evil. Mm. And no, yeah, it's I like, on, who sacrificed the best goat this week? Yeah, exactly. So that's why I definitely lean on that aspect of it being very important. But at the same time, I can't leave it to any, me personally speaking, I can't leave it to any uh, revelation that anybody has ever had, even if it's like an all-encompassing, you know, um, like if we're talking about the Torah or the Bible uh, or the Quran, if it's something that people would say like this encompasses so many different things that have occurred and it talks so much about human psychology and all of our struggles and it references things that happen later. It's like, sure, absolutely. But at the same time, I think that we human beings are at such a low level in comparison to what else may be out there that when it comes to revelations that we experience, I don't know where they come from. And I'm not sure that the people who received the revelations knew where they came from either. I mean, again, whether they're real or not, if they weren't real, then it's a whole other thing. But if they were real, if people did experience these is specific real. things, is this guy, exactly this guy, yeah. this guy in the chat is saying that I, um, I'm upset. I'm not upset, dude. I, I'm like, it's fine. I'm upset. <laughs> he said, uh, you're mad, bro. <laughs> He's, I'm the Sorry, Coomer, yeah, you're I'm the Coomer meme. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you have a blessed day, my man. <laughs> that was a good one. Thanks. I needed that. The Coomer man so, was good. That's yes. hysterical. We should have that guy on the show. We should have the original Coomer man, like the guy. Yeah, who yeah. Was... <laughs> oh, that's that's me. That's me right here. We have the, <laughs> we have the uh, we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a bodybuilding competition that's just Coomers, and we can yeah. all just flex like our fucking. You use the, your primary <laughs> you uh, jerk. Yeah, you, fl you, fl you flex arm. your jerk arm. You see who has the best one. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Beardson, look, I Definitely know you tense. have the beard, but I don't get the soy boy vibe from you at fucking all. And it well, just I doesn't work that. I appreciate that. Most other people do. I don't know. I get it all the time. They're like, you're a, you're a fucking soy boy. And I'm like, I, well, like Beardson, you got to remember, people go after looks when they literally have nothing else to go at you for. That's true. That's true. I am too intelligent to for them to uh, disarm me with their wit, you know? Like the minute, like Which if you're way? not, like, you don't know what to say half the time. If you're not a nine or a ten, and they people have no other ammo, they're immediately gonna go after your looks. So wait, you're saying I'm not a nine or a ten? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> it's even in uh, my you're five experience. seven. Of course you're not. <laughs> I've always gotten people are like, they're like you, you fucking you, generic. ugly. 
they always go, you generic looking motherfucker. You look like anybody. And I'm like, you look like every other right. fucking white hey, guy. Thank you. Yeah, I'm like, thanks, man. You really got me. You look like anybody. Ooh, well, so, sometimes it's mean? just someone wanting to hurt your feelings is yeah. what hurts your feelings. It's not yeah. even that they said something that yeah. insightful or like close the, to home. The idea it's of being just disliked. Like this person... Oh, yeah wants to hurt my feelings that's it yeah well, the, that's, that's, what means. that's really yeah. what rubs you the wrong way the it's the disrespect is, like, you can't, of it yeah. if you if you want to achieve any level of fame whether it be you know a hundred and sixty thousand followers on fucking twitter or uh, two hundred thousand subscribers on youtube or if you want to go to the big range of like being a fucking celebrity or being you know PewDiePie or shit like that. Like you're gonna get haters no matter what. Even like even someone as uh wholesome Yo, this guy, as this guy um, general friend is funny, dude. What? This guy general friend is funny. I like him. Who okay, who <laughs> is general friend from? Isn't is he it, from U Beardson or Noah? I have no idea, dude. No fucking so, clue, but tell he's funny. Fan, so like... I'm assuming it's Beardson. <laughs> If he's well, so friend like a, as it general friend, friend, it's general friend tell us how you discovered BTR and don't forget to subscribe right now, bitch. Subscribe, everybody, fucking subscribe right subscribe, now. I've had it up. I've uh, had since, it up to here. Since he's, at, to since here. he's asking, let's have a moment of uh, silence for George Floyd. <laughs> oh. I told Black the worst Black. joke today. Black. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hold on. I have a more. Oh no. Oh no. So oh, no. hold on. So I'm okay. Hang- so okay. So it's a joke that I've heard a million times because, like, I remember going to Europe and going to France and seeing how amazing their subways were. And I went to London and they had amazing subways. And I was talking to my dad. It was I'm so going fresh. like, man, the subways are amazing in Europe. And he goes, yeah, well, that's the benefit of having your entire city bombed in World War II. And I was like, because we've had the same subways since like 1920 or something. It's, they're just or even earlier. Like, there was shit that was up in like fucking like before the 1900s. So I, so I was with someone, uh, wasn't someone from work, but it was uh, someone was visiting the office and he's... Wait, like just to be clear, this partner. isn't this isn't gonna get the stream down. The joke, is it? No. Okay. No, okay. Of not. Okay. Okay. Just, just just making sure. I just told the joke. No, no, no. no. I, th- I thought the joke. Oh, oh, that was the joke. I thought that. Okay, was Okay, now I'm telling you about my horrible timing. Okay, now I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were leading into the joke. I Woo! thought that was like the pre-joke Woo! for. Okay. Woo! Okay. okay. Lev, you're just retarded. That's he was, he was just like, just he was retarded. just so focused on like, is this gonna get me banned? That he wasn't even listening to the joke itself. He was just like sweating bullets. He's like, oh man, I don't know like where this is going. See, that's the best part about doing a podcast and not a stream is that every time Jules says the gamer word on fucking MK Ultra Money, it's like, oh good, this is in audacity. Bleep, cut it out, dude. Listen, I know how to do it. Watch, I could do it anywhere, but it doesn't matter. You just have to know exactly. The, the semantics and order of operations and then just use your deftness and read the room. Anyway. You just went black preacher on me, dude. You need to know the semantics and liberation of the Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, what let's about not a get preacher in blackface? Let's not, so hold on, so hold on, holy shit. So, so I'm on the subway leaving work and I'm with uh, so, so one of someone very happy at the office. His partner was visiting because it was just like a nice 
place to spend time and, and he's like an opera singer and he has this beautiful voice and we're talking he's asking about the art show and i showed him a little bit and he's like complimenting me and he told me he was from lebanon and this was like at the beginning of the subway ride and i was like oh my god we had like this really sensitive moment and we were, he was telling me about how he spent time there like helping his family rebuild because they had like the big explosion and then it was like you know 20 minutes later or something, we're talking about the subways. And he was like, oh, they should really make a subway to go from the east side to the west side. And that's when I tell this horrible, like, joke about not having your subways. Like, I was like, oh, that's the benefit of, you know, having your city blown up. And then I was just like, oh, my God, like, what the hell is wrong with my timing? And I just like, <laughs> it, like immediately it came out of my mouth. And I'm like, are you like, where is your fucking brain right now? I You're saying we like, need like oh multiple, we need a few more like, 9-11s. <laughs> I was like, oh my fucking God. I was just just like, that is not. Even the score. We need, a, we, we need a whole week of that shit. It's like shark oh week. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so anyway, but no, but no, but he, he knew he got, and then like, it was like, and then we just like, we maintained the back and forth and i really hope he's back in the office soon so i can just like make sure he's not like looking at me like it's like oh there's the he guy who break the rules <laughs> it's like all right folks never, i have to get never. off because i've got some other obligations that i need to jeff thank you so much for coming in and i am going to show your twitter right now do you have anything else uh, yeah, that you twitter. would like me to show just twitter. okay I, I don't do any art or anything but you are you are a beautiful man. You are uh, living oh, art. He's just yeah. Albanian. Yeah. You are a piece of living <laughs> art. So, thank you so much, Jeff, for coming in. Thanks Jefferson, for me, guys. Jefferson yeah. Poland. This is how you will find him. And uh, I like your uh, Twitter uh, handle. It's Burlington Throat Fuckery. <laughs> thank you, man. I appreciate that. All right, so, folks. Have a good night. And, and if you enjoy Arsene, he uh, will be on the podcast quite a bit in season two. So nice. Yeah. And it's and on what the is, first Patreon episode. And what, and what is, is the first Patreon episode about? If you can clue people in, <laughs> uh, so they the can... first Patreon episode is about uh, <laughs> Arsene. We got a, we got a pretty widespread, yo. We 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 it, talked about all the races on that. Yeah, it's it's Arsene <laughs> covering every single race and doing a ton of impressions, but making them gay and racist. Yeah. Interesting. Is that and is King, that the one I'm King, on? Am I on so, that one? So <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I'm not on any of these. I said I was a potato <laughs> N word. Yeah, so like that's what that's reveal. something I had I was to like, cut oh, out. I'm a potato N word. That's then, something like, I had to cut James out. James was oh my goodness. Um, Yo, James, funny, uh, like, uh, I expected that more from Arsene than you, but Jules is secretly the basis person. No, I told that to Olivia, and she laughed so hard she called her whole family and told them. And she like, <laughs> you can't stop telling everyone. She's like, Jules is the funniest thing ever. Has she never heard that phrase before? She says it all the time now. She just like <laughs> she says it all the time. <laughs> Well, all right. Oh that's God, a great. That's a great on? place for me to exit. So have a good night, folks. I love you all. Have a good night. Thank you so much. And by the way, so so Jules, the the first Patreon episode is literally three kimchi, episodes. Kimchi. It's it's three episodes. I cut down from three hours to an hour and twenty minutes because there's just so much incoherent babble and us just being like too retarded to like even enjoy. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna you know cut because like. I cut two episodes. One was like 26 minutes. One was 20. And then like I had one more and I had time to edit. I'm like, all right, let me just edit one more before they get here. And then that one was like 35 minutes. And I'm like, I'm just combining the 
the core parts into one episode and they all have the same energy because it's like you're on two of them i'm on all of them our sends on all of them and then it just it flows together so perfectly that it feels like it's one episode so it's it's a it's a best of unreleased episodes pretty much oh yeah all right. Well, so, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna hop off too with uh, with Arsene leaving. So I'll catch you guys later. All right. Good night, Matt. Matt nice where where can we find you? I want yeah, I want to show too, your stuff as well. So is there um, anything? I don't really have anything to show. Uh, it's basically just the podcast. That's that's the only internet involvement I really have, to be honest with you, because I work like a motherfucker. Yeah, you barely post on Twitter or yeah. Instagram. Usually, so, you only post on Twitter to complain about. Uh, some company or that, to retweet the the episode that is usually what i do so uh it wouldn't be very enjoyable to people to follow well either I mean, way follow him like on to, twitter i guarantee you you won't like it oh yeah you have to change it now from bad film cast to mk ultra money in your bio. Uh, yeah i might just delete it entirely <laughs> <laughs> literally the end of the first uh free episode is matt being like really that's what you're calling it now <laughs> which i think is the perfect way to end that episode no, it's funny. No, I'm trying. I'm trying to get on this guy's uh, uh on this guy's uh Pokemon stream that I like, and I gave him the name of our podcast, and I'm like, "Fuck, James changed the name," and I don't want to tell him that that's what it's called now because <laughs> there's no way he's gonna let me on anymore. MK Ultra Money's hot. That's hot. Exactly. Uh, that's yeah. That works. That works. And Fod Corp's art is insane. It's so good. Oh, the art. No, the art is sick. It looks great. Uh, yeah, I do. It's like very it. slick. No, it's. Yeah. I think it's very slick, and it, and it harps on. It's like doesn't have this like over refinement culture feel to it. It feels like, like the error that it's, it feels imitated. like a person made it because like now all this stuff it looks like I could do it right like. Yeah. It looks like I could go in there and I just use the magic selection tool in Photoshop and voila, you get a perfect selection. Like FODCORP stuff looks like like no computer algorithm made this. A it's person soul. made So much this. soul is Pure in. soul. Pure soul. And he's just, again, amazing. Dude kept calling me commander with a K throughout our whole DMs. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it. All right. Well, I'll, I'll cut you boys later. All right. Good night, Matt. Take care, Matt. Love it. Nice uh, we have a great comment over here from Buff. Uh, Beardson did work people take for granted nowadays. Real legend. So there you go, Beardson. Oh, Buff's, cool. a, Buff's a good man. He's a, He's know. been around here for a long time. I know we disagree when it comes to the Russian government, but uh, be that as it may, you know, I'm, I'm not going to hold that against the guy. And uh, I just want to say uh, I want to celebrate James today. James, uh, we... Uh, found you <laughs> we just somehow under fire. that bus <laughs> under that bus yeah it's uh, I, I i love that sketch by the way because it had a real game of thrones vibe like uh when when the two uh, uh when sam i love that i can there. say found under that bus and you immediately know <laughs> yes yes well that lady who that that was sam's wife in the sketch she looked so much to me at least like sansa stark from game of thrones a little yeah yeah and, um, I don't know, just the whole thing, it had a medieval vibe to it. But anyway, James, you yeah. are a legend in the making. I mean, you already are a legend, but you are going to go incredibly far in Thank the you, streaming just because you have this energy about you that just, you know, it it unites everybody in merriment. And it is a very special quality that you possess, and I really appreciate us being able to get together here and uh, talk with you and uh, and do this. 
Thank you, man. And I appreciate so much having this platform to come on to every week and act like a retard, especially in this absence of uh, the podcast since it was on hiatus. So it was nice to have this as a, uh, not a substitute, but complimentary to it. And, uh, you know, to just meet awesome people like you and get to meet people like Noah and Jugs and uh, Geo and on a personal level, Charles and Afina and just so many great people uh, on here. It's just I, I'm so blessed and happy to be here without sounding like a gamer word, a You're homosexual here. gamer word. And uh, before we go, are there any, uh, let's say, recommendations to uh, people who want to start doing these podcasts, you know, who are watching us right now? I mean, it's a very basic bitch question to ask, but it's no, like... No, no, my number one it. recommendation is uh, do not start a podcast unless, uh, one, you have just two amazing people to start it with um, that you're really close with and have great chemistry. I mean, Matt is... Besides my parents and my uh, grandparents, Matt is, you know, my closest and favorite relative. And uh, Terrence is my best friend. And uh, they've also been friends for years now. And that's why <laughs> that's why we can do the podcast and have fans and, you know, have people like Martin in the chat and Christian, even if he's semi related to Matt. But uh, and uh, my other fr uh, another guy, James, I was in here earlier that uh, just, you know, love the, the pod so much because we just have. I think just great chemistry. And if uh, you like a bunch of retards getting drunk and talking about movies and Pokemon and, you know, whatever else and shit posting, then uh, you, you'll like us. And Absolutely. they're a lot more lively than uh, than they were on the stream. So, <laughs> they have, so they have guys, a, they have a lot of personality that really shines when it's the, the three of us together or the three of us with uh, our friends, Anthony or Steele. Make sure you subscribe to mk ultra money podcast i don't know why the fucking spotify link never shows up i know when i put it in the chat annoying. it sucks but post your patreon one more time for the people yes. to know this is where they will put their income once they become patrons of break the rules so you become patron of break the rules then you become patron of mk ultra money and That's it all right. it all works out it we all need all out, the baby. patrons of, of break the rules to subscribe to mk ultra money and all the patrons of uh, mk ultra money to subscribe to break the rules Exacto mundo. Yeah, you gotta get that double dipping. Yeah, we need the double dip. And, and uh, also, I love that aesthetic right there. What? I love that aesthetic right there. Thank it's you. Beautiful. That's Fodcorp. Yeah, the Fodcorp. Yeah, Dude, and, very, uh, very beautiful. He's, he's Russian, by the way, as well. That looks so, like uh, reboot. That looks like yeah. reboot a little bit. I like reboot. That's a good, good, good series from Canada back in the day. They were the same ones who did uh, Beast Wars. If you guys remember Beast Wars. Mm. Oh yeah. <clears throat> No, I when, that, I was, uh, when I was telling yeah. Fodcorp what I wanted for the art, I was, like, mentioning Deus Ex. Like, the reason the globe was there, because I, I literally showed him the scene from the opening of Deus Ex with, the, you know, the hand in the globe and shit mm -hmm. like that. And uh, it just, it has such big, uh, you know, I was expecting more Matrix vibes when I was describing it. But then looking at the, I think pr probably the banner has a bit more Matrix vibes, but this... The cover art itself is like really well, it's very like like late late 90s aesthetic which yeah uh, that's what yeah. we were going for so people people Hell definitely yeah. uh, need, need more of that and uh beardson where can people find you my friend you are on twitter at cool hetero gamer so here is your twitter over here and yeah. you are also on d live beardson yeah. beardly 
I'm not really streaming there anymore. I've kind of bounced mm. out. I've been on uh, Trovo. I've been checking that out for the past mm, like, uh, month or so. It's like another shitty yeah. fucking streaming site that I'm probably going to get banned from in three months, you know? Did you get banned from DLive? <laughs> well, kind of, sort of. What happened? Well, <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't get banned. Like, I'm still there, but, yeah. like, they demonetized me. I made, a, I made a joke about, like, AOC or something. And they like came into my chat and like, uh, sorry, if you're gonna talk about politics, uh, then you need to X tag your channel. I'm like, I'm not talking about politics. I made a I made a fucking joke, like one joke, and they're like, oh, you're gonna we're gonna X tag your channel. So I may have went on a rampage of wait wait wait, what is X tag? X tag. So basically, it's like this like thing like you X tag your channel, and it's like uh, I don't know, it's like a like a like a maturity filter sort of right. And uh, uh, they want you to do that, but you can't earn any, any donations while you're X-tagged. Like, you can, you just can't earn money at all. That's on the D-Live? Yeah. Now, what about lemons? Can you earn lemons? Or no, is that like, the... no lemons. Yeah, yeah. You can't earn the lemons or the fucking the little ninja whatever. Yeah, what, 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 a, what, what a jip. That, that fucking yeah. sucks. But yeah. uh, are there any... I think that Chris Tan T. Harris, friend of the show, Chris Tan, uh, he did a uh, stream, I believe, if I'm saying it correctly, on uh, Odyssey. So, so Odyssey, we had the founder of Odyssey on, uh, and um, it's based on library or library. I don't really know how to uh, pr- uh, how to write that, but if you go to Odyssey.com/slash/break-the-rules here, I'm going to post the Odyssey one as well, so you guys subscribe there. But uh, it automatically takes all of our content and puts it on Odyssey, so it's a good thing to have as a backup. But I think they may already start some streaming of their own so i'm gonna have to check in but basically we are out there right now trying to find what are the next things that are coming along that are going to be able to be a free speech platform for live streaming because again like uh we want to take precautions we want to spread out as much as possible and uh are there any ones that you have heard of just being in development stages right now um no i mean not really i mean i you know like i said i'm just i've been using trovo for a minute and i haven't had any troubles there i mean i'm not like that edgy of a guy really everyone thinks i'm like this super edgy guy or whatever i'm not really i you know, you know i play video games for a living i've dude, just seen but... i've been following you for a while i've just seen you get your account boned a couple of times i'm like where'd it go how many burner <laughs> friends have you bought now beardson well, okay, okay, maybe maybe I'm a little bit of an edgy guy, but like on stream, though, <laughs> on stream, like I, I keep it pretty. I don't care about Twitter, it's whatever. I'm yeah. already on like a hundred accounts, whatever. Who cares? No, yeah, I've, I've seen you so. stream a few times, and you know, you weren't really edgy on stream. It's more of like when you get into it with fucking uh girls and soy boys on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all I remember is I just I'm like, oh, there he goes, he's feuding with an e girl. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> so here here yeah. is our odyssey side over here odyssey break the rules so guys follow us on odyssey as well and i will take a look at what happens we were speaking before with uh, jeremy kaufman who is the head of odyssey so yeah i don't know like see if you can get in touch and figure out maybe this could be a way out and this is like all on the blockchain i think so the videos never even go away you know they're always awesome. going to be there so yeah i'll definitely check it out that's awesome for sure but yeah, I mean, in the meantime, I'm on Trovo, which is yeah. like Trovo.live slash Beards and Beardly. So. All right, I'm going to put that in Trovo.live slash Beards and Beardly. And by the way, guys, subscribe right now. I don't know what you're doing, why you're not subscribing, but you should subscribe. Because I'm we are the greatest, most. Uh, yeah, this is just an illusion that there is a background, you know, in James's apartment. It's all the latest the green CIA that- tech. That Jules is, uh, yeah, yeah, the CIA tech that Jules's girlfriend has uh, provided us with. So, exactly. 
Now it's I got be- it's called the agency. It's called they call it the agency. <laughs> all right, people that know the CIA, none of them call it the CIA. They all call it the agency, and they all train on the farm. I call it the League of Retarded Homosexuals. <laughs> Is that like oh, the man. League of Nations? <laughs> Is there any difference? <laughs> I think it's the same. That's a working yeah. title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Well, I hope to have some uh, UN people on too, but they're a little bit uh, skittish of coming on anything. Actually, like it would have to be somebody. Yeah, you that's can't have UN. me on an episode with the UN because I'm gonna fed post by accident, and then I'm just gonna get fucking. <laughs> yeah, but uh, okay, I'm trying to. Beardson, can you type it in the chat? Because I want to put it out there. I'm just having a hell of a time typing in Beardson Beardsley, so I may be typing something incorrectly here. So I don't know, dude. The, the hype. Don't even worry about it, dude. I don't care. It's fine. Like, just uh, if you follow, you follow me on Twitter, you'll find it. You know. Okay. Because yes. like they've been having a weird like issue with like hyperlinks and stuff too. I've been having the same issue. So. Yeah, so guys, follow it. follow Beardson on Cool Hetero Gamer. Here it is, and Noah. Follow Noah on uh, Noah's Hugbox. So I'm gonna put that in as well. Wonderful live streamer, YouTuber. I don't know, like a. Uh, what a, how would you want us to refer to you as your majesty I, like king. what's the uh... well, that's that's the thing i just call myself the king that's part of my rebrand that i'm doing right now my name will be changed very soon i'm bringing uh hug boxes just give me the name of my gaming channel mm. i've got a different name that i'm gonna be adopting for what i'm changing my main channel into that'll be very nice we love a strong rebrand baby Hell i'm yeah. just I'm, <laughs> i've wanted to rebrand for like two years and i'm like all right i'm just going deep with this one this is dude hit up one. fodcorp have them do your i'm art. going to yeah. Yes. I, yeah. Are you actually? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am actually going to. Absolutely. Yes. I want the profile pick by, and I know who I want the banner by, and I want the banner by Fodcorp. Oh yeah, my god. Just, get on. Get on uh, a call at Fodcorp. He he speaks a little in character when you're texting, but like I was de- calling him, it was like, oh, perfect, and he got exactly what I wanted. So this is amazing. J- Jules, do you see what we did? Like through Fodcorp, we're now making his career happen no, it's a, I don't it's a know. beautiful that's thing Corp, though i mean look, i lo- i like to i like that we were there first yeah i like that we were on the ground floor of the Fodcorp train but Fodcorp is like his own he's a unit he's yeah a unit, but also you, know? you guys got to give yourself credit because i found Fodcorp because of you noah found that's Fodcorp because of us well lev i mean it's i mean lev i i really i'm really like the sidekick here for the last couple of months here. So I think we really have to give our, give credit where credit's due here. And I, I want to tip my hat to Lev because I wouldn't have found Fodcorp if I wasn't following, uh, I think it was Confot. Yeah, right? Confot oh, really? was the guy who oh, talked I about it. You were telling me like, I'm worried this Confot guy is going to get like kicked off of Twitter. And I was like, well, I, I think I just sort of autistically shadowed his Twitter. And I was just trying to get him to be like, pay attention to me and be positive and then somehow he brought me onto his uh podcast he was like fine oh you were on confot's pod he had a fan episode that's how much i simped for confot okay (laughs) i simped for confot so much as lev's like i'm afraid this guy's gonna get kicked off of twitter man and i think there's like something to it and i I was like i don't remember you got it i was like so i was like I'm like confi. I'm like all in immediately. Like yeah. I'm just like I, I don't remember me. Si- I don't I remember like, me saying that. Go. But uh, okay, I I don't remember. I'm I, like I, let's go. Okay. So I simp his I simp his account for like a year. He brings me on his episode, 
after the fan episode and Fodcorp was there too. And Fodcorp had won an autism competition yes. and he DM'd both of us. So Confot said, listen, it was almost like contingent. He was like, listen, I'm not even sure I want you on my show, but if you want me to come on your show, you guys should hire Fodcorp. That's so funny. So Confot was the... Uh... Was the original mastermind? Yeah. Is Confot gone now? I do. I no, just he's still there. No, he's gone. But he, uh, oh, he ended he's up, getting uh, into fights yeah. with like everyone. That's yeah. what I saw. Is I was just like that was the last I left off. Yeah, like, I, not, I know Dasha blocked him. Uh, Jack from the Perfume Nationalist, I think, had a falling out with him. I blocked uh, him, and I've known the guy for years. You blocked him. He was just picking fights with me, and I was like, "Dude, I've known you for like four years. Like we've been friends, we've talked, and like I was like, I'm just, I'm just gonna block you so it's yeah. like it doesn't go into like a weird situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like That's it's probably for the, best. For the best. I don't hold anything against the guy. I still love the guy to death, but yeah, yeah it's like, yeah, I'm not dealing. Can with he that. still call? Can he still call you on the phone? So it's like a public blocking, or it's like no, he's actually 86. I mean, he knows how to, he knows how to reach out to me. You know. If he really needs to, but yeah, no. And guys, also Twitter. for uh, also for Jules over here, we got Jules's Twitter and JulesPHamilton.com. If you want to keep in touch on all the latest Jules news and things that are going on in Jules land, JulesPHamilton.com. I was talking about us uh, with people in the office because I said, I'm really into performance art. And they said, well, what kind of performance art are you into? And I said, well, I'm really interested in social media as this new plane for like a neo street art, right? Because so many people spend times on their phone, right? Like social media kind of exists in the astral plane. So you can like do street art without doing any vandalism, like right on your social media. And there's a Dadaism component to it. So if you are familiar with Paul Feyerabend's Against Method, he says true science isn't about anarchy, it's about Dadaism. And if anyone's familiar with like Marcel Duchamp and Dadaism, he literally took a urinal that in a from a junkyard and put it in the museum and said, I found this. Now this is art basically because I say so. And so that was this found art movement. So I'm very interested in social media performance art and how you can consider it like a neo street art with uh, like a deep uh, and meshing with Dadaism. And that's from the Paul Feyerabend tradition of against method science and also the Marcel Duchamp, like found art. Beautiful. And guys, go to uh, my YouTube channel as well. Love Polyakov. I have animations there. And also, let me just post over here only love. This was an animation that I did back back in the day this in, is uh, before only fans yeah this is before only fans it is about a dictator and a rebel who um uh tries to assassinate him so here is just some of the animation uh so you guys see because look i rarely i rarely plug my shit and i know I think, shockingly enough yes and i think it's about time that i did a little bit of shit plugging so here is the animation for only love Here's this uh, chicken over here. It gets angry and it gets run over by a car. And let me, uh, let me. I honestly, forward. I forget to plug the Patreon on the podcast, on my own podcast, like all the time. <laughs> like I'm like editing all these episodes for season two. And I'm like, I did not chill the Patreon at all <laughs> on any of them. 
here was a nightmare sequence with the uh, dictator. This is kind of spoiling things, but, uh, you know, we have these zombies over here. And this is a pretty big project. Like, I had a team of animators that I was working uh, on this with. And this is, like, back in, what was it, like, 2008? Something crazy like that. So, I want to keep doing animations. Dude, and this looks way better this? than anything I've seen from SVA animation students. Well, again, this was like it's a incredible. team. This was a team project, and uh, you know, much respect. But still, to you were like what eighteen? Worked on it, yeah. And none of the people who worked on this were in SVA except for me. So I. Oh well, that makes sense then. Yes, yeah, so I basically got. Uh, I was like seventeen, I think. So let's go over here a little bit. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, yeah. So there's like a really nice fighting scene over here, and again, this kind of spoils things. But uh, you know, Dick, uh, the generals over here, they get fried by the angel and they uh end up charging at him here's like the lightning bolts and uh this guy's running away and yeah, this, this is the press great. photographer yeah, this is crazy i was just yeah. gonna throw it myself i was like damn and look at this, yeah, this you one, have my to watch it. one of my favorite scenes this guy makes like a ford out of the guards and uses the guard as a periscope okay so i'm not gonna spoil anything else Guys, watch Only Love, subscribe to me on YouTube as well, and also subscribe to me on uh, Twitter, twitter.com slash lovepo. Let me load that up real quick for you. And um, I want to keep doing animations badly. The thing is, is that we got to grow right now. We got to grow what we're doing with BTR so that we are going to be able to get to the next level and create our own community of um, creativity and entrepreneurship. Because... I don't think that we're going to be able to rely on the powers that be right now to do it. I think that we can do it through a group effort. And there are people who are dissenters right now from the powers that be. Like there was that article that was criticizing uh, the uh, outing, the doxing of the guy from Slater Star Codex by the New York Times. And people got pissed off. People started unsubscribing uh, from the New York Times. So I do see that there being a shift away from people who are like, look, I consider myself to be liberal. And I think, you know, I'm mixed when it comes to different political opinions. Like, I try to make in my mind like a system that I see would be like the best out of the worst possible choices that we have available. But uh, at the end of the day, I am always going to be on the side of people who support the arts, who want to see things, you know, uh, being created that, you know, don't put any restriction on what exactly you're creating. I don't want there to be some kind of a board that you have to answer to that'll tell you yes or no on what you can uh, create. So I'm always going to be for that kind of stuff. That is the uh, creative spirit. And again, I don't mind working under certain limitations as well. I think certain limitations are good. They actually pump up the creativity. But in general, I just hate this cancel culture, nanny state, shithole mentality that a lot of people are in right now that are pretending to, you know, like certain things just because everybody else likes them. But really, everybody knows this bullshit. And I want to create the next renaissance. And thanks to all of your guys' help, this is definitely going to be done. I feel the will to power course through my fucking veins as I'm doing this thing with you and James happy oh. not birthday but happy sewing discourse day to the great James MK Ultra Money everybody subscribe to MK Ultra Money you can find it on the Patreon you can find it on uh, blah blah blah, blah. Spotify. You can Spotify exactly shout out also to Martin and Christian for Hell sticking yeah. through the whole thing Hell yeah both patrons and friends. That is important to note that they're not just pay pigs. They are yes. Friends.
exactly and <laughs> and shout out to Beardson and noah and jules and everybody for being a great part of this i love you all you are you have infinite potential to grow and uh, i believe that we're all gonna grow together Mwah. take care everybody bye-bye see you guys good night peace